And we're live. Painkiller already, episode 222, and we have our guest, Philly D. Philly D, what are you drinking? Um, it is, I was in such a rush that mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a real drink, but it is uh, <laughs> Sprite and uh, bourbon. I don't know if they go together. I'm finding out right now. <laughs> I'm going to Google that. I was like, if I'm going to be on a podcast for four hours, I need to do half of it at least drunk. Sprite yeah. and... Anything's a real drink if you have like nine of them. <clears throat> exactly. <laughs> This episode of Painkiller Already is, of course, brought to you by Crunchyroll.com. You guys go to Crunchyroll.com. That is the uh, best way to sign up for a free, uh, excuse me, sign up for premium and get a whole month of free anime. It's got zero ads. It's the finest collection of anime on the internet provided by Crunchyroll. Uh, free for 30 days with zero ads, as I said. We have been discussing some of the shows on there, and we always like to let everybody know. Uh, Crunchyroll has some new featured shows like Khan Kali, The Testament of Sister New Devil, Cute High Earth Defense Club Love, Military, and Psychano, How to Raise a Boring, Boring Girlfriend, which I should probably watch that one. Uh, and, of course, classics like Attack on Titan, Naruto Shippuden, and Bleach. Straight from Japan, available as soon as an hour after premiering, and it's all professionally subtitled. Phil, you actually know someone who has that job, right? Yeah, well, no, used to. Uh, Raina Scully on SourceFed Nerd, that, that used to be our other job. When you were, uh, when you were call, calling out shows, I was like, she keeps trying to get me to watch something called, it's like, Puella Magimodica Magica. And I was like, why? And she's like, there's five hot girls in it. And I was like, okay, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. So, so okay. w- would she be like up late at night, like on demand decoding anime? Or like, how does that job work? Yeah, I don't, I don't know the uh, the ins and outs. I know that she was like, she loved it. She like super, super loved it because she's she's all about anime. I don't know how long she was doing it, but uh, I was glad we were able to steal her. I'm glad it worked out. <laughs> Sorry, Crunchyroll. He's, Sorry, Crunchyroll. You are a great now. service, though. <laughs> <laughs> so Dude. a lot of people were suggesting um, different animes for us to watch, and uh, I think Chiz mentioned Ruby. And yes. we watched like three seconds of this, and, and Woody was like, pause it, stop it, save the reaction. But already I'm, I'm intrigued. Can we go to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me flip on to the main screen. Bam. Cue to fade. All right. <laughs> so I'm at 133 queued up. Are you? Yes. All right. Three, two, one, play. Where'd she go? She turned into fucking... Flower petals shaped Turned like hearts. Turned this into Rambo, bitch. Yeah, we need to describe <laughs> it for all the people who are like on the way to work. Just listen. Bunch of werewolves attacking a pretty cute chick, or maybe she's a kid. I don't know. A little red riding hood She's got some sort of a red shotgun, and she's blowing them away. And then it shotgun turns into scythe. an enormous scythe. Scythe? I don't know the difference between a scythe and a sickle. Well, prepare <laughs> to get knowledge. Uh, <laughs> I believe this probably, is probably similar to the difference between a right? raven and a crow. She has cut the werewolf in half, and instead of blood spewing everywhere, flower petals shaped like hearts fly everywhere. I will say, I think I might be qualified to translate the words thus far. Because <laughs> there's no words. She turned the scythe into some sort of a pump action rifle and took out like four of them. And now she's just doing karate, spinning around the scythe and occasionally slicing a leg off or blowing something's brains out. Is this the show or does other- I hope this is the whole show. (laughs) (laughs) This is the trailer. This is the trailer. Or I guess it's all four trailers into one. Now I'm looking at the title of the video. We won't- But this looks badass. Yeah, I'm into this. And this is is the one that Rooster Teeth made. 
What's that? This this is the one that Rooster Teeth made. I didn't realize that. Wait, get out. Oh, Rooster wow. Teeth made this? Yeah. yeah. And then that was, uh, it was also animated by, uh, their, uh, their friend, or Monty Um, who of course passed away. She just reloaded the site. <laughs> I didn't even know they were, uh, they had magazines, but now we- like hyper mode now, and she's like, tilling the field. She just spit through <laughs> them, slicing them apart. This is FPS Russia in the zombie apocalypse right here. And there's like limbs, like, spinning through the air. It's just a blur of death. And she's out of bad guys. And pause. Oh, that's great. And then it just rains shells. That's, that's, yeah, there you go. Rooster Teeth. Talk. Very cool. Very cool. Very nice. Yeah, so <laughs> if you're into anime, uh, crunchyroll.com slash pka, you can click on the annotation over there or in the description. And um, uh, there's no better place to get it than Crunchyroll. Yeah, signing up takes like 90 seconds and you're <coughs> done for a free month of that. Uh, I think I'm going to watch some of that. Maybe not tonight because it's going to be late, but tomorrow I'm definitely going to check that out. That looked I, really cool. I think Phil's still watching it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, I was scrubbing through. All I know is there is a DJ with a teddy bear head, and he's getting beat up by a girl, so I'm into it. <laughs> <sighs> All right, first topic. Anyone want to go or you want me to throw one out? Go right ahead. Hey, do it. Philly D, how the hell have you been on? have you been successful on YouTube for like what 27 years now how, how does this happen uh i'm so old um <laughs> it's uh get established get a foothold then hire other people so that you don't actually have to be entertaining no that's that's the the success yeah and jump cuts less on the jump cuts but it's it definitely helps in the fact that i have no talent i think that's the main thing jump i like cut through the suck dude people would fuss about jump cuts forever and it's like mm -hmm. uh i'm you haven't seen the videos without them, you, know, you fusser. Um, you know, like it, it, there's a certain like ADD thing that happens when watching a YouTube video, right? There's, you've got a billion videos out there to choose from, and the, the jump cuts help. It's a certain kind of pacing that just keeps things flowing, and and even a seven minute video is almost like you know it's little tiny sections that you consume one after another. I don't know. It, it stops it from getting long-winded and boring, which is not to say there's no space for long form because I've kind of, I like those two. Uh, I, only in the last year have I really discovered like chilling 18 minutes watching some guy fix his lawnmower. But, uh, oh, what's that channel? Awesome. <laughs> Paul, <laughs> yeah, Short. Paul Short. Paul <laughs> Short. Well, the, the guy, he can fix anything. He's this Canadian guy from Newfoundland and his wife holds the camera and I sit there and watch them. No one's going mean, to, he gets like, a, I don't know, 800 views a video or something. He's not big or anything. But, so most uh, of those are on accident. You're watching like a 40 minute dissertation on how to fix a garbage disposal by yourself. I'm Three subscribed. Other people are no, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm subscribed to this guy. He, um, yeah, he's got a. It's called specialty repairs or something like mm -hmm. that. And um, I'm I'm handy, but I I know what it's what happens. Like I'm figuring things out along the way. There are times where I feel over my head and I kind of muddle through it. And um, like you know, sometimes I have to go out and buy tools. This guy's got every tool. And there is nothing, nothing that intimidates him in terms of a task. Like, there'll be a missing part. And he's like, well, shucks, I guess we'll just break out the metal lathe and this iron worker <laughs> thing. And, like, the big hammers start going down. And, and all of a sudden, he's like, all right, perfect. And it's within, like, two thousandths of ideal. It's like, luckily, I have some iron ore here. Let's get started. Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> like, ah, oh, the, the shifter knob on this thing is worn out. Well... 
I guess I'll get some billet aluminum and, you know, like turn a new one on a lathe and it just turns into something amazing. And, you know, like the, uh, the there was a bar that that went into like a big sheet of steel and the hole got too big. So he like remanufactured some like sleeve for it to go in. And and it's just always perfect. It's always there. And um, I I'm amazed by how good he is at his job. I wish he lived near me. It sounds like there's actually stuff going on in there because they're in, in I guess like uh, some foreign countries there are a few places are getting all about really passive television um, not so much where it's like watch a fire like a fireplace like that video they put on Netflix but like watch uh, a guy work on a wheel and it's like a seven hour thing and it's just <laughs> something to have on and apparently it's so successful that they're now doing other random shit. Just, wow. just randomly it's there. It's satisfying to watch people do that kind of shit, though, you know? Like, yeah. cut up logs for firewood. Like, that show how it's made. Like, they show you... I don't give two shits about picking out, you know, a dowel for what I hang my toilet paper on, <laughs> but when it shows me how it's carved out specifically, and there's yeah. thousands of them happening over the course of I really of like how it's pretty made. cool. Yeah, it's I a neat really show. Like my it. son is a huge How It's Made fan. He'll he'll pick it most of the time. He's He loves it. Yes. Some of those, some of the simplest things will have like multiple tooling processes and require like a machine you didn't even know existed, and some assembly line tech technique where they're like, yeah, uh, they, they were making pins the other day, like sewing pins, I suppose, mm -hmm. and there, there's an assembly line of pins. Like imagine my finger like pins like <coughs> going down, and it drips a droplet of like molten glass onto the head of each one as they go, and then. You know, the torch, it's like firing them and making them perfect spheres. There was a GIF of it on Reddit. Or a GIF. I, I saw the, I like GIF, but go on. Um, um, that's, that's pretty much it. I thought, that, but, but little things like that will end up being so. And they uh, like how that's the, punctuated by the poor, like all that millions of dollars of technology, then like one frame over, it's some poor fuck individually putting the Werther's <laughs> original wrapper on <laughs> thousands are coming the day is insurmountable just jesus christ i got i got a life to deal with after this these are fucking candies for 10 hours yeah like the manufacturing <laughs> techniques blow me away like like all right we've got a big you know a boatload of uh clothes hangers or something and now we want them all facing in the same direction right we want the slit up and the thing that side and there's like I don't know, weights and blowing machines and sucking machines and twisty things. And then eventually they all get lined up perfect. And you're like, wow, that's, that's an amazing process. But, uh, yeah. And I wonder, like, the owners of some of these companies, like, how did they get into that? How did someone just be like, you know what? Nobody makes I think proper... I'm going to make, you know, toothpicks. Yeah. Like, on a grand scale. And how, how long <laughs> do you think those poor... You know, fucking plunger testers. How long are they in awe at the machinery? Day two? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. The first time you see a coworker get sucked yeah. into it, I think it's a little more awe-inspiring. Those are the worst kind of injuries that, that you see on Reddit when someone's had a machinery injury. Because, like, 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 all right, like, if I mess up with my knife here, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to I'm gonna get stitches. It's going to be a quick cut. We know what the wound will look like. But if you get injured by a meat grinder or like a, a side grinder with a polishing wheel on it or a metal lathe or a drill press or an escalator, if something like that happens to you, it's got so much torque and so much power that you're just you're not made of tough enough stuff to even bother. That, that's the thing about farm injuries, right? Like like so people don't know in the back of a tractor, there's a spinning device. It's called a PTO, a power 
takeoff, right? My North on target. So Kyle's an expert in this. And that PTO spins at torques that a human would have no impact on. Many, many torques. Like scientific. Much torques. Great. If, if your tie gets stuck on like most of the things I encounter in daily life, you can kind of pull back or stop or, or whatever. Um, you know, like even like a handheld drill, right? It's probably not going to suck your whole body in and whatever. Like it runs out of speed. But like tractors, farm machineries, assembly line stuff, the resistance that a human can provide has no impact. It won't even slow it down. No. It'll just decapitate you straight. It's all about at what point is it going to shear the flesh away? At yeah. what point is it going to stop using your flesh as like a rope to pull you further and further into the machine? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the answer is always immediately. It will immediately because it's a farm machine. It's going to just tear you apart. My grandma Sometimes. lost like three of his fingers with that. He was lucky. The guy we were looking <laughs> at lost his whole fucking leg, like up to the hip. Like his, He was just like, one minute, I was leaning over, and the next... It was just blood everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh shit! Like, his leg got sucked into the PTO shaft, and um, if you can imagine, it just kept turning until his leg became like a tube of toothpaste, I guess, and it just ripped bone from socket and ligaments. And there's no fixing that. You're not gonna <laughs> pick all the little bits of like, oh, is that a artery or just some of the red fabric on his long johns because it's a cold winter. There's nothing we can do here. Wow. You're fucked. It would. There's nothing you can do for that. You just have to get him an artificial leg. I feel like I made yeah. the right career choice. That's what all of this is making <laughs> me feel. I'm like, okay. No PTOs in the studio over there? None? <laughs> no, zero. <laughs> I, I'm actually if showing some PTO shafts on the, on, the, like, on, on the... So people watching the video version of this are seeing it. And yeah, off the back of the tractor, there's a, it's kind of like a dry shaft. And it spins all this different machinery. And uh, the kind of work it has to do, like dig holes for fence posts, run eight foot wide lawnmowers take enough power that uh yeah humans would have no impact on slowing it down i saw a guy get sucked into a metal lathe one time <coughs> that's awful like in, in real person? life or like mm. I, I, oh. I was quickly gonna add like, like not in print well, not in person this isn't a dark <laughs> it was on e -fucks. don't get excited <laughs> we all just stood there and watched there was nothing we could do <laughs> Like, no, it wasn't like that. I saw a video on the internet one time, though, <laughs> where a guy got sucked in, and his arm just, like, you know, it, it starts rotating in ways it's just not supposed to. And he's just like, ah, and it's pulling him in. Everybody's trying to pull him out, but it's just a spinning rod of doom. I watched, I like, eight e-fucked videos in a row, like, last week or something. This week, I feel like, recently. Like Dude, it's awful. It's awful. And I don't That's know why I watch so many. Kyle, are you immune to this shit? site yeah i have seen mother a lot of internet voice. stuff i've seen a lot i've seen mother i i saw a guy have sex with the chicken right and i thought oh, you know when you think about how big eggs are that's kind of good it works right it's cool yeah. right but but these women they had these like hurt feelings that was what hurt my soul right? that's it, what you don't like see we we were we you made us look at that subreddit last week with all the dead women cute female corpses and, right yeah, cute female corpses. R slash. Yeah, of course that's a thing. And that really that affected me. I was I was like <clears throat> flinching and looking away and just wanting to get away from it and not even caring to look the, like glance back a second time. But like those women getting their feelings hurt, crying. Didn't, I didn't give a crap about the like mutilated bodies. It was the one that was most together that had this like sort of scared, vulnerable look on her dead face. 
I that mean, I was just, like, oh, what was just, she thinking? You during wiggle death? it around and make it right. whatever you wanted. She's dead. Like, think of it, Think of her like uh, Mr. Potato Head. It's you could do whatever you wanted. There, there you was a make, woman. You could make her like. Wink. It looked like she had a lightsaber injury down to about her chin, right? Bam, yeah. head split off like a V, like a cartoon. And Kyle was like, look at that one! And I'm like, that was just was like awful. food or something. Like, it's, it's, I don't know. It's not even a human anymore. Not bothered. But, um, but the one that was, you know, like, she was looking at you like, and I'm like, whoa, is, is she okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she's not okay. Yeah. But, but yeah. yeah. So that, I watched a couple of in a row. Like, there's one woman who had uh, semen in her eye, and she's like, "Get, get me a, a one of the wet wipe or something." And then, and all the guys were kind of cruelly, slowly getting it to her, like, "Oh, it's on its way. It burns. It burns." What are you doing? That's a white thing. thing when it like, comes how about some more cum? <laughs> I can't believe you feel <clears throat> for the skeeziest of whores. Like, Wait, like what? I missed a part. I did what now? I, I feel like you're such quiet night that you feel sorry for even the skeeziest of whores. I, oh, okay. I, if you're in some sort of amateur porn video where like we're coming in your open eye, like we're in like cum fetish porn in the backyard, <laughs> she's not a lady, okay? That maiden didn't just like fall into that room and be like, "What are you she guys thinking? Is like... it a student film? Is that what it is?" Like, maiden. No, we're in Game of Thrones talk. Carry on. Her, her <laughs> checks my first day at university. <laughs> <laughs> her, her her checks get stamped with a stamp. This is like cumdump.com or something like that. Like like I just don't know how why you feel sorry for for her so much when it that, that I really felt awful about those poor dead women though. Like that was disgusting. That was awful. Yeah, mm. I, I'm glad I didn't look at that. Cuz looking at Kyle's face. Yeah, that was bad. enough to know. You were disturbed by a few of those. Also, like, a honestly, fan wrote me and said that they thought that I was a misogynist and also um, transphobic, I believe, and I just wanted to be, make it clear that that no one on the cast cares for the transsexual community as much as I do. First of all, <laughs> that's where I was going to um, go with that. Second, yeah, yeah. No one here loves trannies more than Kyle. Second of all, I have since realized that that, that tranny is an offensive term and a slur, if you will. I, I didn't know that going in. I, I guess I just don't. I apologize. I do apologize for that one. Uh, yeah, shithead, bigot. But I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Kyle. What's wrong with you? I, I really am seriously apologizing for that, but but I don't think I'm a misogynist. I think I'm an equal opportunity employer of assholishness. And I, it, whether, whether the person is a, a woman or a man, if they're an asshole, I, I just point it out. And, and that's all it is. I have no hatred toward women. They're, I love women. All of them. How would you uh, how would you feel if it was uh, it was a guy on the ground and he had a he had a little cum in his eye? That would be hilarious. That would be hilarious too. I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> dude, you're doing eye cum porn. You should have brought your own wet wipes. I, I like like when you do the gender reversal. I definitely feel justified in making fun of that lady with a cum in her eye. Yeah, this was a. Uh, from what I gathered, it was a bukkake scene. You know, they, they kind of just cut to the hurt feelings part. It's e fucked, right? It's. I don't think it's. I don't think e fucked is about arousal, right? It's just. Awful no, it, videos. It is, I'm sure. I don't trust that stuff anyway. I would have thought first thing like, oh, this is all just a put on. She's not really irritated by the icom. She's trying to, <laughs> you know, contrive the situation, make it seem real. I, I, I bought into the emotional stuff on Efucked completely. Maybe that makes me a sucker. But I will say, every picture of a pretty girl on the internet, I don't buy it anymore. Photoshoppers are too talented. I can't tell. I'm I, fine with it. You know, let us live the live the lie online before you go outside and see some. Fat sack of cottage cheese waddling out of a Burger King at, with her two giant kids. 
you know, let us let us enjoy. Of course, she has kids now. I went to Walmart today to get my. I shouldn't have done that. I'm never going back to Walmart to get my oil changed. I'm sure they do a fine job. I noticed they were even checking my rear end out to make sure it worked. Uh, that's not a gay joke. They um, but but the lady who came out to my car to uh, like take my VIN number and my phone number to like make sure I was who I said I was and like I don't know, tick off another five quarts of oil for Kyle in his Walmart Hall of Fame or whatever the fuck she's doing. She was so large that she could not pilot my vehicle into the uh, into the shop. She she couldn't oh. do her job because she was so large. Now Kyle has a Camaro. So there are certain people who can't drive Wix them. got in there. How big do you passenger have to be to not fit into a car? Did he say passenger seat? Because I never confirmed that. Uh, he got behind the driver's seat. I car. could be wrong. I thought he like, got behind the passenger seat. I wasn't there. He just told me later. He's like, yeah, I got down in your car to make sure I see if I could fit. And I was like, oh, and you fit? He's like, yeah, I fit. And so I just took him his word. I'm sure he, I believe him. He fit. This lady could not fit, though. Her buttocks was the the source of the the problem wings has you know what he failed side. to do what video i want some video <laughs> of a gigantic I broke woman. another phone I, I i broke another goddamn phone really I, yeah yeah how did it happen I, I I broke it. I Drop broke it? it down emotionally. I suppose my. Uh, <laughs> Wait, no, don't get into this yet. So the one time you could have taken a video of something funny and interesting instead of the pictures of dinner and other shit you send us in the fucking group text that we share, you don't have a phone for the one time that I want to see him not. Fit Heaven into forbid a Kyle make French fries because I get a goddamn play-by-play -play of it. Yeah, <laughs> good pictures to you guys. There's 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 nudes that come in every now and then. There's okay, like, I'll, I will admit. Thing I sent the picture, all that cool stuff. You get cool stuff. Damn it. In so, any case, some cool but stuff was the was the problem. Wings butt is like proportionately sized to the rest of him. It's it. This lady, however, was like thirty five percent butt. Like 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 like. What was her body type? I would think like a number six. Like, like, like a number, number six. six. Yeah, like oh, Shade. Uh, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I just figured that out. <laughs> like, Almost on. like one of those coin purses that the Duke gives the henchmen in those movies. Yeah, and it's sagging down and all the weights in the bottom. Stretching. Like, like, as if like all the coin. It was like if, if a person only had one testicle and it was sort of all the weight was to one side, but that was her ass. Her ass was gargantuan. And she, she, bat she pointed her ass at my door. With, <laughs> And she started backing toward my car, and I'm watching from the side like, I don't even care. <laughs> like, come on, let's do this. And I'm just, I'm like, her, one side of her butt hit the door jam, and so she adjusted immediately to try to go the other way. But the other side hit the roof because my car is so low to the ground. And she wiggled a little bit, and then she, then, then her thigh hit the steering wheel, and she just went, no, no, <laughs> not gonna work, Daddy! Donnie! Donnie! <laughs> and she, she went, she brayed like a mule for a few minutes and finally got Donnie out there. And Donnie drove my car in because this lady was literally too big to fit inside my car. Mm. And that, I suppose. You think that would have been a wake up call for her? Or she'll go home and grab a couple of $5 footlongs and. Like, like, I don't mind sharing the story because she wasn't embarrassed by this. This wasn't like an embarrassing moment for her. It was cl clearly, she was like, huh? I didn't think so. Something wrong with this car. This was not the first car that she hadn't been able to fit in. I feel like this was like Donnie wasn't like, what do you mean you don't fit? <laughs> yeah, I'll be right there. <laughs> like, like Donnie like does this two or three times a day. 
I um I felt really bad as I walked through Walmart. Like like it made me not want to eat lunch. I started getting like anorexic thoughts, like just walking around there and and like looking at at some of the people at Walmart at a three p.m. on a Friday afternoon. Yeah, Walmart visits will make you think about your life, either really good things or like things to stay away from. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people get positive thoughts, right? A lot of people are like, you know, ah, look at me, I'm so much better than all these other people. But I don't think that when I'm at Walmart. When I'm at Walmart, I think, look at me, I'm with all these people. Like, like I become one of the Walmarters, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. you can't go to a strip club and be like, look at all these perverts. No, you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta just go the ignorant route and just be on so, your pedestal, looking down I, at everyone. You're I don't look down that. on those who shop at Walmart because for many products, you really can't blame them. Like, um, I've known people who who like make those sh- like shakers, those 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 cups with like monograms on them and stuff, and you literally can't buy those in bulk and and outperform Walmart. It's uh, their their price is just so low. So if you're raising a family on a limited budget, it's probably the way to go uh, nine times out of ten. But I look down on the people at Walmart who are worthy of looking down upon. Like there are some real interesting people at Walmart. I saw a, I saw a mom slap her kid in the head today, like really fucking hard. Good, bring it back. <laughs> I saw um, I saw a father screaming at his children. You pick out one toy, one toy. Twenty four ninety five, Charlene. Twenty four ninety five. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, she doesn't know how it costs. Like, she doesn't- <laughs> She wanted the Legos. Fuck. Clearly he was wrong, but I'll tell you, as a parent now, whenever I see a parent yelling at a child, I'm like, yeah, fist bump. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, it happened to us early on. I forget what it was. I, I think Hope was like three, and she was demanding that we buy her a toy at Target. Just laying it down. I want this. We're not moving, whatever. And uh, Jackie was like, you know, no, you're not getting it because I'm the parent and you're the child, and that's how it's going to be. And uh, this guy, he was really, he was like a, I don't know, 35-year-old black guy. He was like, yeah, power to the parents. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm worried about, man. That's what I'm really worried about is like year three, year four, having a kid that not only can walk around but can be a huge dick. And like how I'm going to respond to that, not only in general but in public. I like them better every year, my kids. Yeah? But yeah, yeah. The, the more like – um. I don't know. So at first they're just, they're bullshit, right? They're like leaky luggage or, you know, like, like a watermelon with a hole in it, right? That's your infant experience. Yeah. Zero to um, three seems like bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, it's, yeah. Remember the, you know, in high school you have to like carry an egg around and not break it for a couple of days. Well, you get that for a couple of years, right? So that's, that's the first part. And um, a couple of years is a stretch. Like at one or two, they start like interacting, giving you a little feedback. They might like your jokes or something. But um, as they start aging, you know, at seven or nine, they're like making reasonable points at like 13, 15. They're like actually like, you know, coming up with the effective intellectual counter arguments to what you have and hopes 15. So that's as far as I go. But um, yeah, my own relationship with my father just continued to improve as I got older and and uh, I guess wiser. So yeah. um, nothing to fear there as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I would say, I don't know about leaky luggage. I know the first three and a half months were a nightmare. <laughs> it was just the the most terrifying, like, oh my God, I don't understand the things I'm feeling. Uh, and then like the first time he smiled at me and, and, and it wasn't like an accident, then it was like, okay, we can, we can do this. Like you're, you're, you're giving me something back. So what emotions were you feeling that had you confused? 
you know, when, when you're up at four o'clock in the morning with no sleep because, you know, babies don't really sleep, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for a whole uh, large amount of time, especially when they're being breastfed early on uh, and just being like, I don't know. I thought I could handle this. I'm at I'm I've I've never felt so bad at being at doing anything in my entire life. Really? It's like you just yeah, the first 3 months just like it just got thrown at me and I'm like I love you but at that point they're kind of just a thing. Um after the first hospital visit and then the first time he smiled at me then it was good. I didn't feel also, like that at all. Did you, no, so, so like that's good. I, here's what I felt like the first three months. I'm like, all right, I'm getting this right. Right? There's some animals that are really easy to keep alive. Right? They include like dogs and um, I don't know cats and stuff. Like, it pretty much the survival rate's really strong. There are other animals that are hard to keep alive, like chameleons and goldfish and things like that, where they tend to just float to the top of the tank and fuck, it's just hard to keep these things alive. And I'm like, oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Human babies are kind of like dogs. Sweet. <laughs> Wait, that was your whole that was your whole first three month experience yeah so you know i wasn't like i've talked about this before but some people when they first have kids there's like an instant super bond and and they are just like oh my god it's like a chemical thing that happens and 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 you know that the moment they see the the gelatin covered like not nearly as cute as you told him he was you know thing that you know that, that they're 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 a unit no, mine had to earn that shit. Yeah, fuck that. You were rubbing their face into their dirty diaper for three months. No! No! <laughs> no, no. Yeah, it wasn't until they started... I'm sorry, I cut you off. It wasn't until they started to give me some sort of feedback, even the nonverbal stuff, right? You know, like at, at three moments, they're sitting up, and when mm-hmm. they seem to have an affinity towards me versus strangers, you know, Jackie and I, really, um, it's my wife, uh, that... Then it was like, all right, all right, all right. We're starting to become like a family here, you know. You you're earning your way into the club, kid. Yeah. No, so. man. I wish I I wish I had had experience. <coughs> it was just the most stressful three and a half months, and then it's been it's been awesome since then. Like he sleeps from seven to seven. He's uh he's fine. Like, but I also smile like an asshole anytime he does anything. Like he's he can he does he nods yes now, and I'm like that's the biggest thing that's ever happened in my life. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and, but then I don't tell my friends because like I call them assholes anytime they experience something like that. <laughs> and so like if they listen to this, I'm gonna get a call and they'll be like, see, you're a fucking schmuck. <laughs> How many that's... times have you caught yourself doing one of those new parent <laughs> stories just to be like, oh nope, and then just. I usually I usually hold it inside until someone asks and then I won't <laughs> shut up. I try to cuz cuz I I feel like every every new dad thinks that it's like the most amazing thing that's ever happened that and their experience is so unique even though it is so universal. Um but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm really enjoying it and I'm I'm excited. I hear though it for boys it's more that they run around a lot and they're kind of assholes from eight to ten, and then they're good. And I've and I've heard that girls are kind of the opposite. Uh, it's uh, like around uh, sixteen or so. It, it's been a nightmare for most of the parents I've talked to that are older. Boys are pain in the ass younger than that. So I have both. Yeah. And uh, like okay. I remember when Hope was like two and a half, maybe. Um, the boys would just do. We have a. Uh, the layout of our house lets you run in a circle, like around the stairs. And the boys were just like running around, running around, screaming, making so much noise with the thumping of their feet and the yelling and the woo, 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 woo. 
And Hope is there, like, on the stairs, just putting hats on them as they go by. Like, they put a hat on, take a hat <laughs> off, put it on another one. And it was, like, the difference between boy and girl was just, it was so apparent. Boys are wild Indians. Is that mm. racist? No. <laughs> That's racist. Well, I don't even know. It's racist. <laughs> they now, were literally going, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Anyway. But did the Indians do that, though, or is that a racist stereotype. They definitely did it yeah, in the movies. Yeah, all those kids are being racist <laughs> playing with their sets. I've never <laughs> seen an Indian in real life go, woo, 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 like once ever. No, I've never Indian seen it. Well, when, was, when was the last time you saw yeah, so when was the last time you saw an Indian person? I don't, I was I don't at, know. I was in Sedona, Arizona, and he was a uh, he was dressed up like a like a, like a war chief with a cowboy. Um, nice. So I guess that counts. So right? You haven't seen one recently. No, not in a while. The Cowboys are on the customer service was... line. Ah. I've got a new topic. So who here has a Reddit account at the moment? I forgot oh, my password again. I, sh I should say yes. <laughs> since, since <laughs> All right. Audio. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to pop on Reddit right now. Click on your name. It's kind of in the top center. Mm -hmm. And then go sort by top. What is your top rated comment of all time? <laughs> oh, I can't do that one. Uh-oh. <laughs> mine's, mine's not that good either. It's, it's... No, mine's a secret account. I deleted my, uh, my oh. main account that had all the karma. So now I've just got a uh, an angry account that I use to disparage those <laughs> that I, I don't care for and sort of spew venom across the internet. In my own. <laughs> Philly D, can you read your top rated account of all time? Um, yeah, or, it's... Or, uh, or it's let's see... I'm trying to see what the actual comment is. Let's see. View all the f view the full context. Oh, okay. So this is uh, about a year to two years ago. Uh, it's a response to the Chinwa who said, "I guess I was oh I was doing an AMA How and uh, it's uh, one thousand six hundred ninety nine. Okay. Um, they asked, uh, "Gonna get married yet?" And I said, "Lindsay, get off Reddit." <laughs> and that's your top rated comment of that's all time. That's my number one comment of all time. Taylor, can you find yours? Figure yeah, it yeah, out. Yeah, I have, I have it. I just forgot the password, so I don't have. <coughs> can't change. Uh, number one is two oh. hundred fifty-one points, and it's uh, in response to Mr. J Berg. And I said, "You're a dirty whore." He <laughs> nice. said, "That's your top rated post." That's of all my time? number one. Uh, should I go next, Kyle? Do you have anything you can share, or you can't I share? I really don't have any way to access my old tweets. I think it was something like uh, something wings related, like uh, maybe I was like, "This is Wings' first meal" or something, and I had cooked him that chicken thing in the salad. I think that one had like, I don't know, fifteen hundred points or something. Uh, all right, so oh, here's a post though. That's not a comment. Here's my top-rated comment of all time. I had kind of forgotten about it, but all right, it goes like this: I was a collegiate swimmer, and both the men and the women's swim team went to Puerto Rico for winter training camp. We had just finished our morning workout, went back to the hotel rooms, and showered up. I went over to one of the rooms packed Ooh. with girls to figure out what we were going to do for lunch. Two or three of them were in towels, but assured me it was fine to come in anyway. Whatever. Is this going to get erotic? You're reading it in a different voice than you usually <laughs> Because everybody was so fit and in swimsuits so often, it made us a bit less shy. Well, we were planning for lunch. A fourth girl, Maria, came out of the bathroom shower wearing a towel around her waist like a guy does. She saw me and remained frozen like a deer in the headlights. I smiled a little bit like this guy while I soaked in the show. Let me get you a... Uh, <laughs> like this guy. Let me get you a... Uh... Yeah, sorry. I <laughs> so really should have planned that which out. Which guy? <laughs> but I, I look like this guy. All right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> 
<clears throat> it's been about 20 years since then. I imagine Maria has a few kids, gained a few pounds, and lived a normal life. However, in my memory, she'll always be that perfect 10 with a towel around her waist. It was, uh, what's the best accidental nudity you've ever seen? I was hoping everyone had some, I don't know, Reddit post to share. No, you contribute a lot, though. I, I oh, don't have I do. that much to pick from. I think someone asked what the most surprising thing about... Oh, I, I think um, I was complaining because uh, Wings was loud and like keeping me up at night because when, when I was in that other bedroom and they were attached and someone, mm -hmm. um, uh, I was like, yeah, and he talks in his sleep and someone was like, well, what's the one thing about Wings that, that we wouldn't expect? I was like, he speaks in Latin in his sleep. Like, and I think that was the highest rated one. He doesn't speak in Latin in his sleep, though. He just snores really fast. <laughs> snores? <laughs> oh, they're the worst. You're, all of you people that... Uh, Merkus snored. I've heard it. Does he? Do you snore? There's a YouTube video uh, about not it. Not regularly. Oh yeah, Taylor put up that uh, no, um, uh, gold glove. Yeah, gold glove put up. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw it. I uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's a thing. Do you um new topics? I guess. Please. So yeah, sorry, I, I'm just looking through all these stupid Reddit comments now. <laughs> Anything good? Well, the next one I feel is appropriate since I was just talking about uh, my child. It was another question about when are you going to get married? And I said, after I put a baby in her belly so I know that our lives will be ruined for at least 18 years. <laughs> Seems <laughs> solid. Nice. 800, 832 points. There we go. I like that all my stuff is about, gotta, about fatherhood. And, and getting got to get more points. Uh, so how is your health, Philly? I know you've talked about it on YouTube before. You have... Some sort of oh yeah monumental I have a, illness. What's cooking? It's there? not monumental. Well, I mean, it's 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 life affecting, but life affecting after thirty five. And those years, I feel like are going to be shit anyways. So <laughs> how old uh, are you? I'm uh, I'm twenty nine. Okay. Yeah, I'm twenty nine. Uh, so I got a few more years, I think. Uh, but yeah, I have PKD. It's a polycystic kidney disease. Uh, don't image Google search it. Just regular Google search it. There's Woody not listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's your uh, your kidney gets cysts uh, over over time, and it really kicks in usually around thirty five, forty, and uh, it kind of just it, oh go for oh, it. Oh, I see. Is a kidney transplant a, a possibility? A kidney transplant is a possibility. Um, I don't really, I don't have any full brothers or sisters, uh, so I'd have to just go on the donor list when I need it. Um, but You've got a lot of subs. I do, but uh, what's your blood type? What's it's a uh, oh wait are we doing it right now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let's go to donorschoice. No, um, no, but I mean, I, I, a transplant is a is a is an option. I mean, uh, my father needed a kidney. He was on dialysis for a long time, and uh, someone that watches the show, uh, part of the nation, uh, or a bunch of people submitted to possibly give him a kidney. And one guy out of the six potential matches, uh, and he was kind of our last hope, was was the guy that eventually gave my dad a kidney. And so my dad's not on dialysis. He's able to, you know, like come out and visit me, which was something that wasn't a possibility before. And of course, I mean, if you've, if you've ever known someone with dialysis, it's the most fucking draining thing uh, a person can go through. And you're having to do that several times a week. So would the new kidney have polycystic kidney disease? What was it again? Uh, it's PKD, polycystic kidney disease. Uh, I don't know if it can spread to the new kidney, but because I'm not... I think it's it's one of those things that I've I've kept in the back of my head, but 
like this this year is gonna be the first time I've been checked up for it in probably ten years because I haven't wanted to actually address it and make it a real thing. But that's a good policy. Yes, yeah, I, <laughs> it's, I, a, it's a fantastic, yeah, that's brilliant. No, right? I know it's so Ignore stupid. It and it's too late. I, yes, <laughs> no, but it, it's one of those things that this year, especially now being a, a dad, that mm-hmm. I've been like, okay, I got to take care of myself. And I saw some stupid special. Oh, is he coming in? I saw this stupid special. Oh, one second. I have to be. I have to be daddy for a second. Hey. So if you've never seen my son, this oh, is him. This is Trey. Is. Heartthrob. Hey. You see the people on the computer? He can't hear you. <laughs> hey. Hey. Oh, I heard <laughs> we, that. We got, just, a, we got some noise. He's either content or he's pooping. It's one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I don't but believe yeah, I mean, all that waking stuff. That's a perfectly behaved baby. You got an easy one, right? No, man. Everyone lies. Our, we uh, <laughs> we got we got our first baby, babysitter last month, and she was like, "I got. I'm gonna charge you five dollars less an hour because I don't Get have out. to do anything." And I was like, "Really? <laughs> hey, hey." That's yeah, a story man. you'll be able to do like in the 1v1 storytelling competitions when your kids make friends and you go to dinner with that kid's parents. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. when my son was a kid, he was so well behaved, the babysitter simply wouldn't take no, him. Man. Like, <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we don't, other than like this podcast, we don't like to advertise to our, to our friends or anyone that he sleeps so well because they, you know, other parents will hate you. Um, and also, I feel like if we talk about it too much, the next one's going to be a nightmare. Uh, huh? Say hey. Easy. I am. Um, I wanted. Oh, I wanted to quickly throw in. My, so my friend has cystic fibrosis, which is obviously very different than what you have. Oh yeah. But um, he had a lung transplant. In cystic fibrosis, your lungs get filled with phlegm, but it's like an awful, tarry, worse, like sticky phlegm. Anyway, mm-hmm. he had a double lung transplant, and while he oh, wow. still has cystic fibrosis that impacts like fertility and um, uh, his digestion, his lungs don't like that's just not a thing as long you know he's a person with cystic fibrosis with lungs that don't have that disease wow yeah, yeah. i don't know it's but oh yeah like i, w- I was saying um whatchamacallit i went into the, the dentist for the first time because i i saw some stupid report about how i can get heart disease if i don't take care of my mouth that's it and so i did that one i got i just got my physical uh, I have the same problem most everyone that makes YouTube videos does, and I have a vitamin D defin- deficiency, <laughs> uh, and that's about it. I was surprised I didn't have high blood pressure, um, and that's it, man. I, and then I have to get the, the kidneys checked again because I need to see where they're at. So, because I growing up, I thought you know, like I'm gonna live till 35. I want to do everything by 35. The reason I pushed myself so hard early on is because I, I don't know. I thought that's that's what I had in my life and so a lot of this has just been like okay well shit now i gotta stay around for a while because uh, i don't want to you know i don't want to leave them so that's i don't know that's that's why i'm that's trying to why make I sure i don't you, die you gave me the impression that like oh yeah i expire at 35 that's just something about me and um i, I guess that was maybe more your attitude than your reality i'm not sure and it was mm-hmm. like damn you know it's gotta be getting closer <laughs> yeah no it's getting it was getting closer and closer but like i I still very much enjoy my life, and uh, I don't know. I wanna, I wanna stay around, and be a, a an asshole grandpa. I think that's the new goal, right? I like it. I like I'll be it. Cr- just angry at everyone. Woody, did you get that, a haircut Woody? today? Oh my god! I, 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 I went to the subreddit. I went to the subreddit, and I saw all these comments like, 
in, in his newest video, the one that he just did with the, the sponsorship, <laughs> is that the bad haircut or is it even worse? So, I was like, what the fuck happened? I, I, I went to a black barber, right? And in my head, this was the pinnacle of men's haircutting talent, right? Like, I, I, I on Reddit, I often, I, I subscribe to um, Black People Twitter or something like that. Are you guys familiar with this subreddit? And uh, it seems like half the tweets are about people's hair game. And I was like, all right. <laughs> so, 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 you know, if you really want a, you know, men's haircutting artist, then this is where you go. This is where, like, the cream of the crop. This is where the elite go to train. And they, and, um, and, and, why did you think I bet you why? left thinking you look good. Yeah, why did you, did you, did think you leave? That? Did you leave thinking you look good? No. Because he talked I, it up? I left. No? I was mad. Um, oh. But so you were too afraid to say something. One of the things that's like, interesting. Right, sir. <laughs> if, I don't know if this will work as I get closer to the camera. He shaved my hairline. Like, that. I have a... I see that. He's not <laughs> he very much... you up like he would a black man. Yeah, like a black guy. At first, it wasn't making any sense to me. But And I'm like, why is he shaving my... Because that's not a thing that white people do. You comb it, right? I am going to have, like, a couple freaky hairs that are too short to comb for months, right? That You, you don't shave this part of your hair, yet that's what they did to, to me. Yeah, and he's shaving this... And like, the top of it... Us. It, like I was like, keep the top long enough to comb. Why say that to a black barber? That, that's not like a thing that he's comfortable with. Like you, he, mean, like, you pick it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like he was starting to do those lines in the side. And the I was the yeah, side. I was hoping for the eyebrow line, like a little eighties yeah. vanilla ice action. But um, but yeah, so he he cut my hair as if you would a black guy. The whole thing was shaped, and you know he he altered all my hairlines and shaved it up and stuff, and it hurt. It hurt. <laughs> And like, yeah. like I think his shaver, like, um, so the way that the little like haircutting thing works, you have all these prongs, and then the blades go back and forth. Well, if one of the prongs is missing, then that wide spot will cut you. I think that's what happened, right? And he's fucking like, he's hurting me, and I'm just like, God, this hurts, you know? And it's like it keeps happening, and I feel it like like a like someone was taking a pin and dragging it along the back of my head. And uh, eventually it hurt extra. And I'm like, dude, that hurts. He's like, well, why didn't you say you something? Not wanting to say and I'm anything. like, I just said something. And he's like, well, just now. Well, how long did you know you were hurting me? Like, you said. Can't handle it. Can't handle a real man's haircut. <laughs> can you, boy? No, I can't <laughs> handle your fucking <laughs> broken down ghetto tools. Get a fucking, like, you're a professional whoa, 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 barber. Whoa. I didn't feel like this was racist at all until we got to the ghetto. <laughs> until tools. he threw out ghetto. Not what? until we got to ghetto tools. I know where That's I all went. friendly. I think this, <laughs> I is, a, this, is, a, this is a this is a perfect example of the shit you can do and the shit you can get away with because people are worried about being rude. Like what? Because you're like yeah. you're like oh I don't want to say anything. Mm -hmm. My life, just fucking say it. Like it doesn't. At the end of the day, especially if it's the first time, like. Once, once I find someone that can cut my hair and I don't look like the biggest tool bag, that's that is a friend for life. Yes. Yeah. But new new people, just no, no. <laughs> you can't just let it happen. This was a haircutting audition. You know, I was looking. I'm, so I bought a new house and I'm looking for a new barber local to my new house. And again, you know, I'm like, I'm gonna aim high, right? I'm gonna. This is the pinnacle of of, of haircutting, and it it's not. It's a whole. He was just unqualified for white hair. It's not a thing that he like. You don't shave hairlines yeah, and it stuff. Looks yeah, it's totally uneven and bad. 
Yeah, it's longer here. It's longer back here, and yeah, it's shorter. Take, your, uh, take it off. It looks like I could palm the back of your head like a basketball. <laughs> just a perfect. <laughs> it's, it's all. <laughs> and, and, he did your hair like he would a black man's. He's trying to give yeah, you like a really symmetrical thing. Exactly. That's why he was taller in the back. So makes all the he's other rounding your head. A white guy. While he was doing that, just it, like watch what I'm doing to this dude. <laughs> if you were to have this length for a white guy, normally the sides are practically shaved off, like a high and tight kind of thing. But no, I just have kind of a basketball <laughs> head now. It's uh, whatever. You know what? So typically, I don't care about my haircut. I really like. I'm really flexible on this stuff. Like, I, it's been 20 years since I gave a hoot about my hair. I came out of this place like you got the same. So mad. Oh, One side way, is so much higher, dude. I. Oh, it's not too late. I could get Colin in here because he did his hair too. Colin, <laughs> wait, wait, who got the haircut first? Me. I'm so stupid. And then I and gave him my still son. Were like, oh, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a good father. I'm not a good father. I'll get him. Hold on, hold on. We'll go make this happen. This is our. That's, that's amazing. He's like, that was one of the worst experiences ever. Hey, Come here, son. Come here, looks great, Colin. After this, we'll get you some. Jordans. <laughs> oh, they really did. He, it's like he tried to make Woody. We have to be a little nice. Oh, okay. Hey, so come here. Whoa, big spender. <laughs> <laughs> so chin up. It's it's just like really kind of like he sculpted the hairline again. You can see that he yeah he did why? sculpt it on the side. Yeah, yeah. It's uh... okay. Thanks, Colin. We shut my door. I will yeah, say, I will say, I think he definitely got the better end. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's definitely longer. Got the... that, that's that's much more preferable than. Dude, it, it, it's longer. So, like, what happened? He walked out of there with that stuff. It looked like it was, um, you know, in Lego or or Playmobil, whatever they are. The the hairs just kind of snap on the top. That's what it looked like. It was a really sort of firm, totally defined thing. But now that it's been maybe two days, and you know, we comb it ourselves. It's, it's never going it to grow back the way it was. No. Has your hairline <laughs> always been way, way higher on one side? What's that? Has your hairline always been that much higher on one side? Because I've never noticed, and now it's just really obvious. Are it's they like, asymmetrical? Really got in there. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Man, it look, your face looks like a square. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. You look like you're wearing a wig. Like, that, like you just suction that onto your head, and you're actually uh, That doesn't look real. Oh, man. Yeah, I got I got a haircut so bad. Big. I got a haircut so bad one time when I got back to work. They were like, "What the fuck happened to you, man?" <laughs> <laughs> and I, I literally went back to. I was like, "You gotta try again." She's like, "What?" I was like, "You've gotta try again." I was like, "I got to work and they laughed at me because you did such a poor job." I was like, "You gotta go back to the drawing board." I was like, "Look at this first of all. Like there was a strand of hair like." three inches too long. I was like, you missed this. And this is just what I see. Like, there's a yeah. lot of this <laughs> on, the, on. on the back of Colin's head, it was, so we waited too long to get him. Normally we go together and Colin missed a cycle. So his hair was like big, long and moppy. Anyway, on the back, even after the cut, he had like six and a half inch long strands. And you see his hair is like an inch and a half. Yet there's like six and a half, seven inch strands in the back. It, it, it was Did like scissors at any point. He didn't use any scissors, did he? I don't remember him using scissors, no. Oh. Yeah. It, it, See, he, he wasn't Woody, gone. When you get your hair cut, you want an overweight woman to do it. I'm Every listening. time. Uh -huh. Yeah, you want a big fat woman to do it. 
You I want, want those enormous boobs to be bumping your elbows. <laughs> it's a little awkward, but she's going to do a good job because she doesn't have anywhere to go. I, I had a I gay just... guy cut my hair for a few years, and he was fabulous. Was that, <laughs> was that before or after the you had going on? After the what? The like, doo-wop like, Superman thing you had that was like spiraled in, in front. Oh, th this was way before that. Uh, this was, yeah. You know, I, can, I still do that if my hair grows out. You know the scene in Gran Turismo where the guy like got his hair cut and he brought the guy, the Asian kid with him? Gran Torino. Mm -hmm. Torino, I'm sorry. Um, that was pretty, that's, in Apex, I have a guy that I think of it like that. You know, he, I don't have the same relationship with him. We're not both like 70 years old, but, but he's a guy who's been cutting hair for a really long time. He walks with a limp and he does a fabulous job and he doesn't hurt, which I appreciate now. Um. Uh, this new guy, yeah, he he had like a sour look on his face, like he hated me. <laughs> I just sat there like in pain. You're probably the only white person who's ever walked in there. There was another white guy there, which is what made me think the coast was clear. Like I I looked in, the barbers were there was like a. Well, what a, kind of white guy was he? He was heavy, short. He had a haircut like you got. He looked single. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I didn't see how he. <laughs> So the barbers, there were, there were two black barbers and another guy was, um, I think he was Puerto Rican. Uh, you know, is it weird how some nationalities, it feels like you're not supposed to say it, but yeah, I think he was Puerto Rican and, um, and they all had what? like, yeah, wait, wait, do you think Puerto Rican's a bad word? <laughs> Don't want to be just, racist, but here's Canadians. What if I said, <laughs> yeah, right. No, what if I said, you know what, Taylor, you, you got whatever painting to do, hire a couple Mexicans in this area. Anyway, you're like, Whoa, can you say that? Well, we, well, we, we changed things up a bit. It. Now we have a new connotation. Now we're looking for cheap labor. And, and you, you say Mexicans. In, in that sense, it does seem a bit offensive. But if, if you, you were just saying... Angrily, if you were just saying, look at those two Mexicans. I don't think that's racist. But if you said, look at those two Mexicans. They haven't been here too long, have they? Walking down the wrong side. Someone here is going to agree with me. Like, I swear, if it's not white, you just you gotta like think it through. I'm on Kyle's team with this one. It all depends on how you say it. If you're like, look, a Mexican gentleman, <coughs> nobody's going to give a shit. But if you're like, Very Mexicans true. in my oh. house? Like, okay, it's also it, it, or if you say, like, you know, whatever. You know, who was here before? The black guy. Right? You're really only being descriptive. It's not meant to be an awful thing at all. But there are some people who are looking for problems who will define that like one as such thing that people get offended at on the internet just to fuck with people like in real life if you call someone black they're not gonna flip shit like that's yeah, just a descriptive oh, word just today it. just today um i was waiting for james i was i had to buy a new lock for my house and um and it, basically I, I had i wanted it to fit the key i already had so we needed james to come in there well james wasn't getting to work for another 10 minutes he started at three and um, I'm like, all right, what's he look like? You know, how old is he? How tall is he? Etc. And um, the lady who was black wouldn't call him black. She just left that out. She's like, yeah, he's like 47 years old. He's, uh, um, you know, he's tall. And, um, you know, you'll see him. And it's like, like, you know, like, like he was black. That would have helped. Yeah. Well, but yes. She eventually said... Oh, he's got a complexion something like mine. 
You, I feel I feel like we should start a new show called Four White Guys Talk About Race. It'd be, be a great hit. We could talk about women's issues too. It'd be yeah. solid. Anyway, I I I swear that someone NBA. out there is going to define me as horribly racist because I'm sensitive about it. No, and more somehow, than one. So, yeah, right. Somehow sensitivity <laughs> is going to be repainted as as racist when it like it it's not meant Woody, to be. We know you're not racist. I mean, look at that haircut. You're you're a brother. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, uh, you want a whole new topic? Please. It looks like you just are walking down the street in the movie Do the Right Thing. Like, <laughs> your hair is ridiculous. <laughs> so, but I think for the most part, people, like if, as long as they're not just looking to be offended, people understand intentions and they're not going to freak out over nothing. Yeah. Yeah. For the most, this should be a hood pass, really. It should be. I should get my hood. I've got a hood pass. Forrest gave it to me. I think it's still valid. I don't think. I don't think it is. <laughs> it expired. I think you you spent it to get into that barber shop, and then he put you on a hit <laughs> your credit. Ever be able to afford one again? This cough is gonna kill me. Um. Oh, so the San Diego Police Department has been caught editing their Wikipedia page. To remove all the stuff about misconduct. That's pretty funny. So they put all the misconduct stuff there and added editing the Wikipedia page to their list of misconducts. Which, That's great. Yeah, it's the last one in there on March 17th, 2000, etc. Uh, and I thought that was cool. Apparently, so they were they just have, deleting stuff? Just yeah, going through and deleting it? They were deleting all the like bad press. And, and there's uh, a lot of it. It would have been as offensive, and it would have been funnier if they just changed all the problems to, like, Officer Smith reportedly was cheating at the company picnic in Frisbee <laughs> Golf. He <laughs> <laughs> was sentenced to five days without pay. Like, <laughs> the, the last item reads, you know, a San Diego Police Department dispatcher and anonymous Wikipedia users have edited or deleted paragraphs from the misconduct section of the police department's Wikipedia page five times since January 2014. The edits, which eliminated references to negative information, came as the police force faced several scandals over officer misconduct. I wonder how many there are, because I was trying to find the story just now, and the it's first story that pops chat. up is one day ago, and it's San Diego police officer kills friendly service dog. <laughs> oh. It's like, really? It's only been well, 24 hours? There's a new thing? <laughs> Uh, How about the one who was demanding the, the the women give him his underwear to get out of their tickets? That's a thing. Yeah, is that on this list? Yeah, it's the first thing that popped up when I clicked your link. He was uh, he was asking for women's panties to get them out of speeding tickets. And there was another one where like uh, officers raided a home, uh, didn't announce themselves, and just shot shot people dead as soon as they opened the door, and shot the guy four times in the back in the back in his own home and killed him, and then all returned to duty. Man, here's how long one is it? How long where, has it been? Where I mean, I don't, I don't know your your opinions because I, I I know some police some police officers that I greatly respect, but it's just the the mood has changed. I feel like for everyone in the past few years, not everyone, but a huge majority. Right. I feel like the people that were previously pro cop are now skeptical. Right. Not necessarily hate cop. Right. right? But right. there's this like the there's the left. There's the I'll call out wings. Right. <laughs> A cop could save a puppy and Wings would be like, he's just doing that for show. <laughs> <You know? laughs> he probably stomped that puppy when the cameras were on. Yeah, yeah, he only did it because people were watching, right? There's Wings who, who 
Not every time, but you know, if he sees a story, he's the one most inclined to see the negative in the police. And then there's what I think is this huge middle section that used to be like, ah, kind of pro-cop. You know, if a cop testifies in a court of law, he's probably the most honorable person in the room, right? That was the general vibe. And then, of course, there are people to the right who thought that cops could do no wrong no matter what. Now that general big center mass, you know, the, the, the middle of the bell curve has shifted toward you can't trust them. You know, yeah. you got to keep an eye on them. We should have cameras on these guys. Yeah, and now the new thing is that they're, they're not always on, and they just turn it off. Oh. And you're like, come on! Come on! I, I feel like there should be a real penalty for turning off your camera. Right? I don't think they should have a switch. Don't give them a switch. Well, why do they... What well, no, so I think that I think like I don't part, care. Of the, part of part of the argument against <laughs> it was like if they take a piss, like I don't want my dick on camera. But it's like I don't you know. just lean back while you're doing. It's okay, we won't be watching the footage. That's how I do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I don't, only a really shitty cop would want to remove it anyway. Like it's going to help ninety-five percent of cops who are like, oh, finally people will see all the shitheads I deal with, and they won't mm -hmm. just think I'm some fascist who's out to ruin parties. Like, uh, most cops are going to be benefited by this as well, I think. I, I would hope, yeah. And, 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 and most cops, few cops, definitely the good cops. The good cops are going to, you know, just be proven right all the time. And, uh, and the, you know, the, the hypothetical, you know, court testifying stuff, they'll have video evidence. And, and, and cops think of it as an intrusion of privacy. You have to be kidding me, right? Like, it, I don't know if you guys ever worked for a big company, but at Cisco, there were cameras all over the place. You know, that's just a thing. Everyone's on camera at work. You don't like it, work somewhere else. But, uh, I mean, not in the bathrooms or anything, but, yeah, there's cameras in the ceilings. That's just right. how it is. And um, for cops to be like, you know, they refuse to operate under that kind of, like, privacy intrusion. You're at work, asshole. Like, I'm not asking for it in your house or your car or, like, your private time. Just while you're on the duty. Yeah. Yeah. And then there is a question, though, like... Uh like, I think I think camera could have been used uh, successfully in Ferguson, but then oh, for sure. the, the question the question also then you go to New York, right? You saw Mike Michael Brown uh, die on camera, mm -hmm. right? And still nothing. And so it's I don't know. It's it's this weird mishmash. I don't I don't. There's always gonna be a problem. <sighs> the Michael Brown one's tricky though. Like I, I no Michael Brown was the one in Ferguson. Right? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Who's the guy in New and York? Then the oh wait 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 wait. What wait. Now you got. Now I got to Google. No, yeah, Mike Brown was Ferguson, and then shit. Two Damn cops it. got shot in Ferguson just a week and a half ago. He's talking about the guy who got uh, checked Eric to Garner. Death in New York. Eric Garner, thank you. I had to look it up. Yeah, um, yeah Eric Garner's the other one. And uh, well, I completely invalidated my entire point. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, like that guy died because he was so fat that he couldn't take even minimal like rough handling right i mean hell i've done videos for fun of me getting choked unconscious it's on youtube and uh and here i am i haven't lost any brain cells at all right right well, <laughs> so, <laughs> um but but you know this guy died from less than i get a kick out of right i, I it's what happened again that's when it was like he was selling bootleg cigarettes yeah. Or something, yeah, and then he was selling Lucy's. Apparently, that's he takes them out of the. You know, he buys a pack, and then he sells them one by one, and uh, 
you know, makes a profit on us. Uh, big business, corner in the market. The one in New York, that's the one that I, I couldn't believe happened, right? The, just, just because there was video evidence, but... What did he do? Like, I don't even... I followed the Ferguson one. That's the New one, York one. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, so, the, so the New York one, he's selling loose cigarettes. Uh, he ends up... He, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's yelling I at the cop, but then they end up putting... Him, yeah, there's a whole video on it. Uh, I, I, if I have the background right, and I, I sure hope I do, because they'll tell me if I don't. There was a fight, and Eric Garner was breaking up the fight or something like that. And then at one point, he was, like, telling the police to back off or, like, he... Like, I felt like he wasn't properly in the policeman's mind, like kowtowing to what, you know, their, their control of the situation. And they're like, I know this guy. This is the asshole that sells loose cigarettes the day before. He had just been arrested. He had something like 30 felonies on his history. It's not like this guy's a choir boy, but, or 30 arrests. 30 felonies? No, no, no. I have that wrong. Like 30 arrests, a couple of them were felonies. Bonnie including like assaulting the police and such what'd you say like bonnie and clyde or something i was like who was this uh, guy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here yeah just uh then that why was... did he get tackled and choked out so that's the that's the big thing is that they they said that you're not supposed to do uh chokeholds they said it wasn't a chokehold i just i think i just linked to you guys to the picture of uh what he was in um and then there was also the topic of he was he had been saying that he couldn't breathe um which then there was this whole argument of some people saying that if you say that, well, you are breathing, while other people say that it's you, you know, you're talking, and so that uses up some air. And then there was talk, there were people were talking about how much air it takes to be able to say something. <laughs> hard uh, science, and, but, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yes, very hard science. It was on Reddit, so I'm pretty sure it was all real. So I did Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for years, and in there I've been choked out maybe... I've been choked all the way out twice, I think, plus another time on the video. And I've been nearly out many times and certainly, like, I've, I don't know how many, too many times to count, had a choke hold where if I didn't tap, I would have been choked out. So um, you can't talk, period. There's no talking. When you're getting choked, you, don't, you can't say tap, you have to tap. That's the deal. So if he's talking, he was breathing. I, and this comes from, like, 250 experiences with this right so but would he consider this i read more than a few comments that <laughs> <laughs> no i mean it, didn't it's, agree. it's also that but, i mean obviously he had asthma like he had was difficulty big, breathing you know there, there mean, were some there were people sitting he on did his die, back yeah. he, he's he's belly down there's people sitting on his back and he's saying he can't breathe right like, like and he died but he was 350 pounds and 43 years old. The trouble was, well, part of the problem was he wasn't healthy enough to survive roughhousing. I think saying that he can't breathe because he's able to talk is kind of like arguing, <coughs> kind of arguing semantics because maybe what, what he meant to say was, I'm having a very difficult time catching my breath right now. I don't feel like I'm getting enough air. Mm -hmm. This feels a little bit like drowning because I'm not getting as much air as I want. He could as breathe. As I need. But he won't survive like this much longer. That was the that was the situation, and he was obviously out of shape. He it wasn't Lance Armstrong. They were they were roughhousing. Right. Us. Anyone he, on this call would have survived that. But well, yeah. well the Having question said is that, also it, would would we have been treated the same? That's another question. And also, you could say like, shouldn't the policemen have identified that this guy was like forty three pounds, three hundred fifty? I'm sorry, forty three years old, three hundred fifty pounds. Maybe you can't rough him up the same way. 
You know, if it was hypothetically some dude that was like 93 years old and 84 pounds, I would expect the cop to go light on him because he's you never fragile. know. Every now and then you'll see they'll, they'll kill <laughs> yeah, I'm Bruce just talking Lee. about just cops in general. But, the, but you know, it'd be like 85 year old man, like pistol whipped in broad daylight for like <laughs> lighting a cigarette or something. It's like cop. It, it'll be like so, the, the stories are so ridiculous. And every time it's like one upsmanship. It's like some cop in San Diego. Here's you hear what that guy in Phoenix did. What? Caned, caned a blind man to death with his own cane. Shit. How are we going <laughs> to top that? How are we gonna top that? Well, let's get some dogs. Let's get let's get one of those service dogs that comforts the sick children, and let's kill that motherfucker. That'll show. Him. That's even worse than beating a blind man. The homeless like, guy in Arizona. I thought that one was pretty extreme because there was video of it. They yeah. were like twenty five feet away. They thought he had a knife. I don't know if he did or not, but um. It was but, in the hills, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they just opened fire. And their equipment, holy fuck. They had like AR-15s from like 30 feet away. And they're just like, they shot them 14 times. They Good. were safe. <laughs> they, they were armed with fucking teeth. It looked like they were going after Rambo. Yeah, like, bulletproof vests. And they, they're, they, I, I swear. That makes in, them hard to like. Like if they're I, in their... I like the, you know, Dick Van Dyke policeman when you're walking around like, hey, look at this guy. But for stuff like Ferguson, I don't know if you guys watched the actual riots. Like I was watching the live stream of it when it was happening. It was pretty fucking crazy. Your hometown. It, well, yeah, my hometown. And so seeing all the cops like that, it kind of makes more sense because they would have got fucked up. Someone would have taken advantage of the situation and tried to hurt yeah. one of them if they I, didn't have armor I, or whatever. I know a Most lot of Most of the cops. time you don't I'm, need that. I'm friends with a lot of cops, and one of the things that, that I see in all of them is, is something that I have. We like gadgets. We like cool fucking guns. Like, all around my house, I've got examples of that. I got silencers and fucking muzzle brakes and things that, and flash enhancers and big extended magazines. And I shoot watermelons with mine, but like, these guys are out there like enforcing the laws. And I, and I, I never really think about it, but, I, but like, one of my buddies has a knife that like clips onto his belt and it's shaped like a fucking uh, velociraptor claw. <laughs> And I'm just thinking, like, why does he need a velociraptor claw? Like, if he's got to, like, disembowel a suspect, is that going to... Like, that's not a letter opener. Like, he's got it right there, and it's, like, in the trunk of his police cruiser. You know, he's got his AR with the EOTech and the suppressor, and he's got, like, 800 rounds of ammunition. It's like, eh, you might not need that now, while they, you're at work. Not all of them, but a lot of gun owners have sort of a make-my-day kind of thing. Like, there's a fantasy, right? You're concealed carrying. You've got your gun on your hip. Some shady guy walks in the IHOP while you're eating your meal, and you're like, uh, wouldn't it be so perfect right now? You know, if he did something that needed a good shooting. Like, in you know, IHOP? You think so? You wouldn't want more glory? Like, <laughs> right there in the <laughs> You know, yeah, there are. There are definitely people who are like, all right, if there's ever a home invasion at this house, holy smokes, he's going to be so dead. You know, I wish I could kill him twice. There, there are gun owners who have that mindset. And I feel like some of the gadget-heavy police might be in that wrong mindset, too. Yeah. Uh, so I know we're all gun owners. Phil, are you a gun owner? Yeah, I am. Yeah, it doesn't sound like you've got that mindset, though. It sounded like you... No, I don't. I mean, I'm I'm <laughs> terrified at the idea of someone breaking into my house, but I like knowing that I could do something, right? I mean, that's that's my main thing. Like, for me, it was it was a matter of, do I want do I want a handgun or do I just want a shotgun? That was it. It was it was just a matter of do I do I want something that why not both? Uh, 
Yeah. No, and exactly. Why not both? Shotgun's perfect for, for Lindsay because she doesn't actually have to be able to aim that well. And if, if I get the right kind of ammo, I'm not worried about stuff going through the wall too bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and that's really it. I mean, it's, it's really, for me, it's about personal safety. My, my shit, I mean, even I'm in a nice neighborhood now. My, sh- my fucking car got broken into two days ago. And, and it's like, and home invasions in our area up, are up 270%. Um, people just knock, knock, no answer, kick the door down and, and break in. We don't, we don't answer the door because sometimes we're just like upstairs. So it's good to know that we have the alarm for ourselves. So if, if, if the, uh, the person breaking in is skittish, they leave at the, or worst case scenario, we know, and we can do something about it. Does your but, alarm call the police? Maybe yes. this isn't something. All right. Well, I guess yes. It's okay to say. <laughs> no, and that's okay. No, and, and we, yeah, and we, and we, no, we have. No, they're fine, no, really. And we have fail safes and stuff because you know people know to cut phone lines and people know to mm-hmm. jam stuff. So it's like we have we have backups and secondary backups. Ours to some is a, fucking crazy paranoid the, person. I just had to replace the battery on my alarm system. It looked like yeah. a mini car battery. Like I didn't know. It was like <laughs> oh. We just what? we just got that taken. The moat got the moat yeah. put in. <laughs> yeah, right. The alligators, alligators are still taken to it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I I get terrified at the idea of having to to take someone's life. But I do I do think not to blame everything on having a child. I think it would be way way easier now. To if 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 I thought if I thought my kid was in danger, done. Blow them away. Like, take yeah. It takes away. I feel like that human connection at that point. It's it's a predator kind of situation. You have to do what you have to do. You know what the baby did to me? It made me cautious. Like yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. I had motorcycles before the baby, and then afterwards, it's like I don't know if a man of my responsibilities should be driving around on a you know sport bike or something. Um, and then I don't know. Just I think Kyle sometimes feels it on my behalf. Like we talk about. Oh God, I keep wanting to throw a Molotov cocktail. Molotov, Molotov cocktail cocktail at a um propane tank with a hole in it and the propane's like squirting everywhere and he's like wait it's just not safe and you shouldn't be doing that <laughs> or the plane you're always like i could get one of those ultra light planes and land it right and i'm just like woody let's pull our money and get a safe plane like, this ultralight business like you've got responsibilities you're talking about getting into like the a skeleton of aluminum yeah, the go-kart of planes the go kart <laughs> planes, yeah, fuck that. No, that's Get a real plane. For the longest time, I thought Kyle might be a crazy person because of the video that you posted. I think it's the first video ever, you ever had with a flamethrower, <laughs> and it looked insanely unsafe the way that you were it handling is. it. A hundred percent, yeah, very unsafe. Yeah, I talked to the guy last week. Uh, he's coming. He's coming this week. We're filming some stuff. I talked to him uh, a week or so ago. It was the guy who had provided the flamethrower for that day, and I was like, dude. Because it's, it's been years since I've seen it. I was like, what was the deal with the flamethrower? I was like, I was terrified at the time. And, I'm, <laughs> and still looking back, I was like, was that safe? He's like, well, you know, mostly. Like, you weren't going to explode. But it was dripping, man. It was leaking everywhere. It was dripping was like, everywhere. Why Dude, didn't somebody yeah. fix the leak? <laughs> I went to, to Kyle's, um, it's not his house, but it's near his house, where the fl- and there was a flamethrower there. And I'm like, dude, a flamethrower. He's like, nah, I don't want to. 
<laughs> that's not something you do without getting paid. That's no interest. It's miserable to shoot. It's like standing next to a furnace. Yeah. It's exactly like like putting your head in the oven. Like if you ever open like a really hot four or five hundred degree oven and just like, like, oh, that's unbearable. It's like that every time you hold the you pull the trigger, as long as you're holding the trigger. It's 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 not fun. Not fun. How long can you just hold the trigger down on one of those things? Like how quick will it run out? It's got uh, the one I was shooting was like a Vietnam era one, and it was loaded up with napalm, and it had maybe twenty five seconds, thirty seconds worth of go juice. You know, of like. Solid. How long could you hold down the trigger before it was just unbearable and you had to stop? Give it I don't know. You, you could go back and watch the video. I probably held it as long as I could. I know there's parts where I'll like release and like take a step or two forward, and like I'm happy for those like that respite of not being. <laughs> Uh, that, that, the hair was gone off my hands. Took a step head. or two forward to walk Stop. away from the puddle of burning napalm. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it, With your Vietnam flamethrower. Let me just destroy everything real fast. I, Be right back. I've had uh, this idea for a company for several years now, and um, the idea was basically I looked at what it cost to make flamethrowers. It cost about 1500 bucks worth of raw materials, a little bit of know-how, but not as, not as much as you would think. And... Uh, and no licensing whatsoever, and I mean none. You don't need a license at all to make them, buy them, or sell them. Just think of it like a, a propane grill. It's the same classification. Like, even less. There's less certification on these than there is a propane grill. They'd make you make those things safe. So, so I was like, yeah, we 1500 bucks each, make, get a fucking assembly line, build 10 of these things. We sell them for five, six grand a pop. Like, usually they're eight or nine grand. We corner the market on this thing. And the best part is the name of the company, Georgia Thermal Solutions. <laughs> I was, so misleading. And everybody's like, well, you can't, be, you can't own that. He's like, it's going to get sued as soon as somebody blows themselves up. I was like, that's the best part. Jeremy, you want to own a company? <laughs> oh, hell yeah, man. I ain't never owned a company before. <laughs> well, come here. <laughs> 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 had that idea for a while, like making the flamethrower company, but but everyone tells me it's it's just too much liability and, but but I don't think so. Because they just the have no faith in limited liability companies. You sell them as just replicas, they're not replicas, but you just you can't don't use it. Keep it full and look at it, but don't use it. I think you just got to be careful about who you sell to, and usually the kind of person who's dropping ten thousand dollars on a toy. Isn't a psycho. They're going to go back to their place and do it safely and enjoy it with the rest of their really expensive toys. That, that's, that's not weird. a safe assumption. Yeah. No, yeah, that's yeah. not. I know so many crazy rich people. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, just would kill themselves. I like, like rich stupid. people. I, you, you, you don't or you do? I do, yeah. It, like, it, it, as a concept, you hear about rich people and it's like, you know, they're, they're politically bent and they're, I don't know, the puppeteers just ruining the world. But then you spend time with them. They're hilarious. They're generous. They're charismatic. They're like, you can have a good time hanging out with a rich guy. You probably like it. I mean, you probably a lot of people here have done it. But yeah, I've never met a rich guy where that was like a bad time with him. Yeah. Well, yeah. you three are certainly good unbiased sources for this, aren't you? I mean, oh, I, no, I I grew up fucking despising anyone that had money, and that was because everyone I had met with that had money uh, when I was when I was growing up was just a huge tool bag. Because most of the time, especially like in North Carolina or Florida, your money goes a long way. So 
once people had money, they, they, a lot of people just felt free to be these huge assholes, right? They yeah. were always right. Everyone else was always lesser. For the record, I, mean, very I much like this barber. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, actually, how, how, how much in general did that, as a total, did your haircut cost? Not, um, not counting your pride. No. Not, not. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think it was seventeen dollars, and I tipped three oh. more. Oh, oh. Yeah. you're great but for both, for both as a group. For 20, deal. That's, no, no. You know what? So we paid forty altogether. We paid like I paid twenty for me and twenty for for Colin. We walked out with forty. Twenty dollars oh, no. looks like an '80s backup dancer. <laughs> <laughs> what a bargain! <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna be the diva here. Wait, how much do you guys pay for your haircut? Fifteen. Fifteen. <clears throat> I've been paying twenty, but I w I've never been happier than when I had a guy. It was like <clears throat> six, sixty-five dollars or something like that. I felt like he did a really fucking good job, but I just don't live near him. And yeah. where he works anymore. So I, I, I go to cost cutters now and get a $20 haircut because I found one lady who doesn't fuck it up every time. Oh, no. Kyle's hair game is yeah. strong. Merka sits how in the dark. I how, much is your, uh, how much is your haircut? I, I will not judge as long as it's less than a buck fifty. I hate you so much. <laughs> oh! Give it up. Wait, oh, 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 a buck fifty, like one fifty. Yeah, 150. I yeah. thought you were saying I thought you were saying my my haircut was worth a dollar fifty because it looked no, 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 no. Fuck no, no, you, no. Kyle. No, no, I no. like your hair. It's like halfway no, to Super uh, Saiyan. No, 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 no. It's uh, <laughs> halfway to Super Saiyan. That's <laughs> <slip by. laughs> that and hold my breath. Uh, no, it's uh, I think it's I think it's fifty, and then uh, I I tip everyone well, so I, it comes to a, a buck. It comes to a hundred. Well, really? So you tip another fifty? I yeah, I love this lady. She does the she, the best haircut as far because normally, like sometimes I That's get like a strong tip game for haircuts. Yes, uh, for servers, uh, I, I usually do uh, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, just because I'm a former server. But I always feel bad because I I feel I I never carry cash, and so I end up uh, never tipping. Uh, the people that clean hotel rooms, and I, I heard you're supposed to do that. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like it depends like... on the mess I leave. Sometimes if I've only been there like a night, <laughs> like all I gotta do is like I don't know, grab or yeah. get a few wrappers together and put them in a trash can, and like I mean they gotta make the bed, but that's it. But if I've really like had yeah. like lots of room service and the drapes are like tied in a knot so the sun can't come in and shit, like I'll, I'll leave them like fifteen or twenty bucks, something like that. Yeah. It, well, it depends on how nice the hotel is as well. I think the only time I've ever I've ever tipped was we 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 had just done DeFranco does Dublin, which was our live show, and it wasn't for my room. It was uh, my producer's room. He uh, he ended up meeting a lady that night, and there was just it was the most blood trash. and semen everywhere. No, I, I swear <laughs> to God, I don't know what the fuck these people did. There was ten condoms just thrown about the room. I don't and know. They probably what, had sex ten times. <laughs> Wait a second. That's what you do with condom? <laughs> We're a balloon animal. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> nah, and that was the only but time. But a I ribbed did. giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> so big tipper. Well, in any of these cases, I think you would have gotten a better haircut than that. I, I, I would I would hold a grudge against this this man who did this to you. I feel like your haircut qualifies as a hate crime. <laughs> I wanted to come back. I have had um, 
like usually it's while I'm showering, imaginary conversations with him. Like, I want you to know <laughs> if another white guy walks through this door, you are unqualified to handle the situation. You don't shave hairlines. You don't, you don't, you just cut it down to size. Shorter on the sides, longer on the top. This is universally agreed upon in the what white is, world. Like, what, what happens in the imaginary conversation after <laughs> you go off on this guy in his own store and they're all sitting there reading the newspaper staring at you. It's gone this way. Larry Bird motherfucker. Where like the fellow barbers are like, hey, where do you get off saying that? What? You know I'm right. Right? That, that's how it goes down. And then they're like, well, you're going to have to deal with this on your own. You, you, know, you fucked up the man's hair. Oh, you think that I, would be the end of it? In the imaginary so. conversation, yeah, that's how that goes. <laughs> the only thing I've ever had where I felt like a barber was like stepping over a bound, like, hey, you should have asked like that. There was a lady once who like trimmed my eyebrows. Like she set the like buzz clippers on like some guard and then just ee, and like so that each eyebrow hair could only be yay long or, or whatever she'd set it to. And I was just like, she, she like dusted them with a little eyebrow <coughs> duster, I suppose. And she was like, is good, no? And I was just like, yeah, that is good. Was it? Yeah, I was fine with what she had done. I was like, yeah, okay, I can see that. A little <sighs> sharp there. All right, cool. But God damn it, Olga, you got to ask before you do stuff like that. <laughs> and then another thing, I like my haircuts quick, right? Like I, I, I'm unique in this way, but I judge them as much on how long they took as I do on how it came out. A lot or of people are not like this at all. They, they actually, or if they do judge, they want it to take a while. I got all that. Yeah, not yeah. me, not me. If you could just somehow talking. just rip the sides, a number two, shorten the top, and it took you like five to seven minutes, I will never go to another wow. barber. You the man. You know, like it, seven minutes? Oh, that I would, would be, be awesome. totally behind seven minutes. I hate that what? forced conversation. Yeah. I hate it. Just, oh, how, what do you want to do at the top? I don't know. Just make me look like an adult man who puts his hair <laughs> to the side. Oh, Give me the oh. adult man. Yes, you yes. Mean, oh, well, how have you been doing this week? <coughs> oh, I don't know. I don't care. Just let me look at pictures Caucasian of your ugly kids next four. to this fucking container of blue liquid. Yeah. <laughs> now. I I also don't like I'm, how audacious they get with sideburns. I, I'm going to ask it. Yeah, I went to, I got my hair cut in uh, Florida. And again, it was like kind of a bad neighborhood. And she's like, the, the back of my hair with the clippers, like, <laughs> like, like, like it's hard to do. <laughs> like and I'm like, ice cream. Yeah. And I'm like, oh God, like, you know, like relax on your, your, your clipper game. And uh, she's like, oh, it, Again, I can't say a thing without feeling like I'm borderline right. But she's like, if the Mexicans came in here and I didn't work hard at it, they'd feel like they didn't get their value. And I was like, that no, don't worry about that with me. <laughs> Just stop hurting me. <laughs> so, my my haircut sorry. takes That's my great. haircut takes an hour. Uh, an my, hour, I wouldn't come back. My because oh, well, so uh, you you get the haircut. Right, and then you get like a hand massage, and then they like they like do a scalp rub. It's just it's and 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 it, for me, my 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 uh, do I call them a barber if it's a woman stylist? I don't know. Uh, an esthetician. An esthetician. Wait, that's a thing. That's not, <laughs> yes, it is. I don't, I don't know if that's a new that word. Actually. But like I, for me, she's essentially my therapist. I just bitch the entire time. If anyone ever wanted like. Uh, what is it? Uh, Keemstar's drama alert. Just has to go to my stylist. <laughs> Fucking floodgates open. My career is probably over. Uh, like, I just it, vent. It's good. It's if good they time. try to talk to me, I'm polite, but it's like, 
kind of kind of like a wrap it up like you know hey <laughs> what do you think of those red Sox? Short. oh no, red Sox. Like, yeah yeah they don't like the yankees i don't really follow baseball no i'm like tara how's the husband oh your father's coming in town right are you gonna go camping <laughs> like it's it's a relationship at this point <laughs> see i wish i could enjoy that but i don't i the most i will give a barber or a whoever is like a bigger than average exhale for a laugh where they're like oh it's been crazy today and i go like that's that's about what I give barbers. And you know what else I do? You know when they make you put your fucking head in the basin and they walk behind you and then use the little thing to spray you off after the haircut? I leave my eyes open. I stare them. I stare them right in the eyes when they do that. I don't, I don't close my eyes. I want them to be as uncomfortable as I am. I look them right in the eyes while they're washing my hair and I ask for a conditioner. If they try to wash my hair, I know that's not a facility for me. Like Anyone? that's no. I feel like. Rule number one, anyone in the service industry, you don't fuck with because they could fuck with you and you don't know it. That's well, it. what they're going to do. Give me the mint tea julep instead of the strawberry fucking conditioner <laughs> I wanted. Once the haircut's done, it's over. <laughs> you, can't, you can't ruin me. So I have every, tip power now. Every, every person that you go to, is it always a new person? Uh, it, I've... Three different people I've gotten at the one place Dude, I go. Gotta get, you gotta get the, I, I drive another 10 miles uh, now that uh, my girl moved. I, it's, that's, that's a life thing. I wish I had a person that I, could, that I trusted. There's, there's one lady in particular that I kind of hope she's there, but if she's, there's one lady that if she's there, I'll just leave. And I've, made, I, I've walked in and been like, hey, is, is so-and-so like the one I want? I've asked for her by name. And they'll be like, no, she ain't in today. I can do it though. And I'm just like, no thanks. And she's nope. like, no, no, really. I, I've got, I got my chair right open. And I'm just like, no thanks. And she's like, why, why? And I was like, because you ruined it last time. Yeah, my, my, <laughs> my, my favorites in my phone. It's my wife, my dad, uh, my accountant, and then my hairstylist. <laughs> That's it. Sorry. This is wow. I don't, I don't, I don't care what it is. You this and my is... mom have the same phone book. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm proud. I, I go to the same guy. He's the owner of the barbershop. Um, and uh, he's open every day that the barber's open. I just go there and he, he limps on over. He cuts my hair. I don't know his name and I like it that way. Wow. <laughs> Same guy that committed the hate crime against you? No, no. They, see, I, uh, like I said, I bought a new house. So I was trying no, to, right. I was trying to, Woody like, doesn't go to that side of town anymore. I was trying to duplicate this relationship and, and it's not happening. Well, how, how far away is the old relationship? 40 minutes. But it's forty minutes of North Carolina driving, so it's, yeah, it's like, like actual like distance. sixty miles. Yeah. Actual distance. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? So like ten miles? Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's like sixty miles or forty minutes, something like that. Maybe fifty miles. So, do you talk to your dentist at all, too, Phil? No, because that's worse than anything. My dentist worse, is awesome. No, so I was I was terrified of dentists because every experience I had ever had was terrible, and then uh, it turns out, yeah, this guy that's half a mile away from me best not even not even best dentist best healthcare provider i've ever dealt with um and so like if you can make me laugh as i'm terrified i have like this i don't know if you guys have random fears about the dentist it's it, it's almost like in the past those people kind of got off on weird pain and this guy like he took like 30 minutes to numb the shit out of my face and then i was like okay i'm here and the worst part about it maybe was that he tried to have a conversation with me and i couldn't move my mouth that was it well, 
Have, well, have you had a root canal? I was going to ask what you had, no, but, but I'm specifically no, so, interested in root canals with the group. No, I've never so, had one. so yeah, I'm looking. I'm lo- I've been looking at uh, Twitter. You've had it? Oh no, I've been looking at Twitter, it's and it's not a lot that of, bad. There's a lot of new successful tubers that have the kind of same thing where they haven't gone to the dentist in six to ten years, and I'm seeing root canals from gamers left and right. Wow. <laughs> and so luckily, luckily, uh, uh, I had three tiny cavities, and it was like it was done in an hour. So I, uh, uh, one of my upper molars, like the molar that's right here, basically, it had a, it had a, uh, a cavity in it. The cavity had been filled. The filling had fallen out. And basically one day I was eating like something chewy, like caramel or something, and half the tooth just broke out. And I was just like, ah, oh, there's some of my tooth. And I, and I was just like, it's not that bad. I can, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'll just, I'll just not chew there. And so then every time a bit of food would get there, it was, ex- it was like, arr, arr. I had like, like fish a hook or a toothpick out of my pocket and like get it out so I could go on not being insane. So finally I was like, all right, let's go do this root canal thing. It really wasn't that bad. It, I've had worse uh, experiences, I would say. I, I've definitely, Did you get like, the I had, gas? No, no. They, they gave me a couple of shots and then they started drilling. And it, 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 feels, like, it feels like your tooth is vibrating because they're grinding out all of the inside of your tooth, drilling the root out all the way down, and then filling it all up with uh, like a plastic sort of um, silicone, like, I don't know, they're like, they got like a mini caulking gun. It's they're like filling my tooth up with tooth putty. And they put a, uh, put a fake uh, cap on it. And then I never went back to get the real one put on, and it's, it fell out the other day. So you got, a, you, got a, you got a time limit. You got at a least you didn't have like a, at least you didn't have that Jericho moment. Did oh, that was that? funny. Just right out of his oh, mouth. Oh yeah, I did yeah. see that. That was funny. Yeah, he was playing while he was live streaming, and his tooth popped out on stream. Was, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, man. And then um, he continued to play well, clutched it, and won the game. <laughs> and he was like, "That's how you do it." Not worth it. But it, I mean, they're. It could have gone the other way. He could have like been embarrassed. It was like his front center tooth, if I remember right. And he could have been embarrassed. He could have like, no, no, no. But uh, that's not how it happened at all. He's like, yeah, tooth fell out. No, I think he owned it. And uh, yeah. I think even one of his uh, his Twitch emoticons is him without his fucking tooth. It's so awesome. Yeah. It's so Tucker awesome. I love him. Seem like the type to care about that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Once Come you on. own it, you're 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 not vulnerable to it. Guess what? We make money from the internet. That's pretty. Uh, it's pretty awesome. We don't have to care about anything. <laughs> at least anything superficial like that yeah uh what was i gonna say oh my my I, this is the moment my dentist won me over right so um my, my teeth are pretty good they don't like i've got a crooked one so that's an issue and uh but i floss every day i'm 42 and i've had like one cavity and uh but you floss that, every day be real with me woody so you're not at the office how many times do you brush a day once Seven. or twice but I, I floss almost like every meal. I've got like I, I've got a little thing in my car. I've got one in my backpack. I've got one here. Nearest oh, floss. Oh, goody two shoes. Right I, got, I went to a den- the dentist this morning and I got scolded for it. And I because I yeah. didn't lie to him. He said, "How often do you floss?" And I said, "Never." Never. Yeah, they're yeah. like, "How often do you floss?" And I'm like, "Every Whenever day." Whenever something gets stuck real bad, I'm better yeah. at it than you. <laughs> you know, like and you just I gotta you just gotta do it uh, a week ahead of time, and you're good. You can lie. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. 
So, uh, um, but I had a crooked tooth and I was talking to her about it and I was like, my subscribers are making fun of me for it. Like, what does it take to get it fixed and stuff? And, You're uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> right. And she's like, what? Well, I was like, I have this. Real life with real problems. <laughs> What's that? I have this YouTube channel and these people watch my videos and they're all giving me shit. And she hates my subs. She's like, what? What horrible people. They're awful, awful, rotten people to their soul. And she's like insulting like the very core of their essence and morality. And uh, that was the moment that I liked her. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I have some AMA questions. But I I feel like I got a piece so goddamn bad because I did because I ran right into the house and started the show with you without. (coughs) So I'm going to do that. Okay. And I'll be right. right back. Post the AMA questions. Where are those? Yeah, let me yeah, give yeah. you those. Are these the same ones, or did we get more? They're the same uh, ones, I think. It's the same ones. But we only did, like, three of the 50 yeah. or something, so there's we plenty. We didn't do many. I'm, uh... I'm Kyle's a slow copy-paster. Yeah, I am. Well, I've got a, I've got a bunch of windows open. Hmm. It's a little confusing in a glance. That's right. I mean, it, it takes a couple minutes. Any good internet videos you've found this week, Kyle? Hmm... Anything worth sharing? Is, Anything really, really fucked up? <laughs> <laughs> Let me think about that. I'll be right back. <laughs> well. All right, let's see. Oh, when does Game of Thrones start? Is it end of April? Last week in April? I don't have to look that up. Game of Thrones season five, right? Ah, shucks. Oh, wait, or is season six coming out? No, they're on season four... They did four and five is starting, right? They're doing April twelfth. Five on yep. April twelfth is the answer. Nice. Sooner yeah. than I thought. I'll never get them done in time. It's worthless now. And the third book is forty seven hours. Oh. Yeah, dude. You can't just just pick up the actual book instead of the audiobook. That's the oh. only shitty thing about the audiobook, is you have to listen to that old fuck read at his pace. <laughs> that's that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Have you read I love it? audiobooks though? No, I haven't read that, but I've been I've been going through uh, mm-hmm. a bunch of books uh but through like audible.com just because uh just because now I ride my my uh, my bike to work and uh it takes an hour. So a normal sized book it just takes me a week. It's nice, it's solid. You it's ride done. your bike an hour to work daily? Is yeah. it an hour well, each I, way? Yeah, an hour each way. I haven't done it the past 2 weeks just because we were so busy and kind of recovering from the the wedding, but um but yeah, I mean, once once we get back from the honeymoon, which I leave for on Monday, I'm going right back to it. Ooh, where are you going for the honeymoon? Uh, Bora Bora. I, uh, I, 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 I've only seen a picture of a hut over water. I don't know yeah, where the hell it is. Yeah, I was going to ask if it was that play. Are you staying in the hut over water? I think I don't know. <laughs> I I like to be. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even know the location of my wedding uh, beforehand. I like being surprised. <laughs> I don't. I don't have much in my life to be. You just wanted to about. spend the whole day with your hairdresser, just dishing, just <laughs> talking, just <laughs> yeah. a couple of girls. Here, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna show you guys. <laughs> this, I think, might be where he's doing his wedding. How amazing are these places? You know what? If, I'm not if you're able to reception. afford to fly yeah. there to stalk me, it's almost. It's almost impressive enough. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like. <laughs> I've seen other ones too where um, you actually saw, swim I, to the hut. The hut doesn't have paths like oh, this. Oh, does it not? No, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I've just, I've, this is the only picture. Actually, I think, yeah, this is like one of the only pictures I've ever seen. I think I saw, and I think that was when I saw Justine went to one, like I, Justine. Um, 
I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm mainly excited about just being disconnected. Like during that week, almost all the the tweets from my account will probably be from the SourceFed team promoting videos and stuff like that. But I'm just I'm excited. One of the, like the one of the best trips I've ever I ever took was uh, a friend let me go uh, or like uh, Lindsay and I room in their extra room on Royal Caribbean. And I, at the time, I didn't have enough money to even afford the uh, the internet there. And I was just disconnected. The only way that I was connected in any way was I had my little like hand-me-down Kindle, and I would just download books, and we'd just get drunk on free booze near the pool, and then we'd take a small little two-hour nap, and then we'd go party. And it kind of reminded me of uh, I don't know back in the day when I you know had a MySpace, and I didn't really go online that much, and it was nice. It was nice. I wasn't constantly thinking about. Will you about, really do it? Like I'm, I'm thinking. You know, like you, you can afford a connection now, right? You did, I'm gonna try. I can totally see it's his honeymoon. He'll tweet that like I just had sex video. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I just. You know, the for a one second that, I thought that was a different person. Um, <laughs> wait, the I just had sex video? Yeah, it was a Saturday Night Live thing. You're not familiar with it? Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, thought you yeah. meant because oh, the there's like there's like a. Yeah, there's like a whole yeah. weird Twitter that's uh, that's dedicated to awkward after sex photos that people post. Well, yeah, do you know where? Like, can you we link it? See. You know, for science. Well, I would Google it, but uh, my Chrome browser has fallen to shit because uh, my lovely wife tried to download some things uh, while I was at the while I was at the office. So I got Can a bunch of really cool spam <laughs> instead of <laughs> the websites I'm trying to go to. Is it? Sex selfies at sex selfies. <gasps> it might be sex selfies. Anything is better as a forum Ooh. than last week's masturbate to pictures of dead people. Or These the are during was. sex photos. No, this is. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be after. Let's see. Sex selfies. Oh no! That, the, the, no. <laughs> this, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. This is definitely well, during. After sex hashtag. Oh, Hey, it's thank you though. I I, I am a, I'm a fan of the gifs they're posting, <laughs> or the gifs. Either way. Oh Here, wait, is it um, after sex selfie wait. X? Oh wait, no, you're talking about after sex selfies. I, I thought you were talking about this. Uh, really I did fast. It first. I switched. You, uh, I, I, that oh yeah, if you it. go to sex selfies, uh, go to March twelfth. That that chick's face <clears throat> is hilarious. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Jesus, look at that back. <laughs> yeah, he went to the after sex one. Yeah, she got March twelfth. So, are you guys on after or before? Uh, oh, the first I one from March sixteenth. <laughs> Her face looks funny, and it looks like that guy. It looks like Gollum, like he's trying that, to find the ring. Do you think the guy that that started the after sex selfies one started it because he was angry? The guy like already took the one of during sex selfies. <laughs> he was like, well, "Fuck the one you." Guy <laughs> the one guy has, back two, is has two girls in his. I think. Well, at that point, you have to take a picture, right? You have to. You're like, come or on, let's be honest. I mean, the or tripod's video, right there. Yeah, here I can definitely share this. Check out this. Here, I'll link it. Kyle saw it already, but good lord, don't mess with cougars. That seems like it might have like been a real live cougar. Like, oh man, the first the first tweet, I'm like those front teeth though. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I mean, really who doesn't love, doesn't like a little bit of that? 
Um, oh, wow. any questions? Wait, wait, wait. The, the classy Go individual that, that, that Snapchatted weren't two haps with the anal. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, fuck you. Oh, oh, hang on. This is my favorite one. This weren't is the best. This is the winner. Uh, link I'm it. linking. I'm linking. No, God damn sorry. it. Fine. I didn't know if there's, you were going to link. There's extra steps and my keyboard's on the floor. Yeah, there you go. That's why. Oh, you linked literally the... Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Well, it Remove us one more step and just link us to Google so we can search Twitter. <laughs> so what you want to do is go to Twitter. Uh, it's the it's the one that's got um, that's the, the guy, date May eighth. Okay, oh, which, which one is it? The black and white one? It's the one with the guy with the cool pillow. When you you'll you'll see it. He's, oh. he's a, <laughs> she does look like Miley Cyrus. <laughs> No, no. Oh, oh my God. Wait. Oh, I think talking about the guy with the uh, the smiley face. I'm talking about the guy whose pillow is the woman. He's in bed alone. Oh, <laughs> his those like women pillows, that, oh. like a body pillow. Oh, because on May 8th, there's a guy that drew a girl's face on his hand. <laughs> I see that below him, like three. Uh, this oh is my sad. God. <laughs> yeah, the one that says "You lucky man." Um, well, May 8th was a busy day. Yeah, it was. That was a sad day in, in the, a lot of people's lives. I like, could be a guy, could be a girl. YOLO. <laughs> oh, here's right, the so handle. I have these AMA questions if you'd like now. All right. <laughs> I like this one. Uh, if you were in Game of Thrones, mm -hmm. uh, who would you pledge your service to? Mm. It's too loaded of a question, Kyle. Couldn't possibly answer. Well, because yeah, my answer, my answer will be based on the <coughs> and not the books, because I haven't read them yet. I, um, okay. I think it'd probably be the same. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just you think so with like the arcs and stuff. The change. Well, because I would, I definitely wouldn't say Dinklage, but maybe now. Um, I'm I, I'm trying to think of a reason to go with anyone other than the Starks. The Lannisters Which have a Stark? ton of money, and they've got a lot of political interest and influence. Which Stark are you going to pledge your service to? Well, Rob. I would say Ned and then Rob after... Well, me. they're both dead. <laughs> okay, Spoilers. So, so one. <gasps> yeah, Don't so listen to recent... You have to pick one. Yeah, I guess you're right. So post-Rob and post-Catelyn, Jesus Christ. Yeah, now that the have... main ones that are like pledge-worthy are dead... Yeah, right? Which, I don't want to pledge to Arya... Arya, Sansa, uh, I guess you could, I mean, Jon Snow kind of counts. He kind of counts? No, Why not? you can't. Oh, he's, oh. he's a brother of the Night's Watch. I mean, he's a bastard. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so Starks aren't looking too hot. There's that uncle, right but he's Night's Watch, too. Um, uh, I would go with, what? what's his face? Littlefinger, right? Littlefinger, yeah. My Littlefinger's <laughs> totally not the good guy. I would oh, he's totally. Hey. No, no. He's not a good guy, but we're doing this for like self-preservation, right? Because we want to be the most powerful person in the land, and we're trying to. Well, you can choose your own motivation. In. I'm trying to choose someone I'm that I. I wouldn't pledge my loyalty to some dick. So Daenerys, maybe. Mm. I feel like that's probably the go-to now, but I'm yeah, I'm going with Littlefinger, and I'm hoping that I'm, uh, even though I know at that point I'm a tool, that I'm a tool that he keeps around. Yeah, a tool that he can use and make rich in some castle somewhere. Yeah. While you're just slaying it. And he's yeah. not pushing me down a giant asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need a cause I can believe in. 
and Littlefinger's not that guy. Tyrion's not that guy. Um, Stannis is. It's like Stannis doesn't seem so evil to me, but I feel like the Night's Watch have it pretty good, I, especially like if you could get a cushy job up there, like the job that Sam has, like looking at, after uh, Meister Aemon or whatever the old yeah, blind guy. He just guy. has to be fat in the wilderness. That's Dude. his job. I, well, from what I hear, his job's open. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, I think that's the best job. Like you, you don't have to worry about someone. You know, it doesn't matter what where, where you were born in the world, or you're a bastard, or a raper, or a nobleman. Everybody's kind of the same there, and nobody really gives you any shit as long as you carry your own weight. And there are whorehouses. Wait, no, yeah, you can't. but imagine the caliber. No, that's woman bullshit. Up there the show the lied wall. to you. You should. What do you get into? Uh, by the time you're done with book two, they th lots of whores for the Night's Watch. All they, the whores you could want down in Molestown. They almost got rid of someone for the girl. I'm trying to remember. Because he got her pregnant, maybe, but, or something crazy like that. But the rest of oh. them, they're just letting them have all the whores they want. And like every, it's like a lots of whores. That is a good selling point. <laughs> I mean, but it is a lifelong commitment. You're going to have to cycle through the same prostitutes probably after you the first few weeks if you're going that, that well, often. It's Game of Thrones, so the child prostitution is allowed. So there's a new crop every year coming up, and, you know, you could always go off and live with the wildlings. That's, that's sort so of So there's like a prostitute probably. university nearby constantly filling mm, the war like, with no, more No, more like potential. a prostitute daycare. Like, uh, they'll, they'll oh, be that's there. less fucked up, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the night watch seemed to have it pretty good to me i think i would obviously it's cold but if you're like a i don't know what if you were like a carpenter in the game of thrones world would you rather be the kind of carpenter that like if you fuck up or if joffrey's just having a bad day he's gonna like have you burnt or something or would you rather be on the the wall where they're like good job woody you did a good carpentry job we're gonna make you master of carpenters from now on <laughs> fuck yeah i earned that like, like, I feel like the, 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 the Night's Watch is just the way to go. I like the way awful. that you're describing it, that the Night's Watch is just a bunch of slow people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great job, Chibri. They are. Like, it's, yeah, it's, they are it's, not the cream of the crop. That's one of the issues with the yeah. Night's Watch. So my, um, that's why you would rise. That, that's what Jon Snow's thing is. Like, he, here's a nobleman coming in who's, like, who's like had all the, <coughs> the benefits of higher education. He can read, his, right, and he's yeah. relatively intelligent. He he's skilled with the sword. Yeah, all, all those skills. He's going to be the king of a band of former rapists. That's the challenge. Criminals. So, you know, let me tell a, a dumb story. My father-in-law was a fireman, and he didn't like being a fireman. He hated it. Uh, he was a fireman in Patterson, New Jersey. And the hardest part about the job was, like, the fact that most of his co-workers were, like, overly macho asshole dipshits. Like, it, my father-in-law was really strong. He had, like, 18-inch biceps, and he owned a weightlifting club and stuff like that. And uh, they were always wanting to, like, challenge him to bench press contests and stuff like that. And he's like, you know, I'd rather just be cooking. You know, like, I feel like if I was in the Night's Watch, that's the challenge I would have. That... That I'd be surrounded by like rapers and assholes and like like this just yeah just sucks. idiots idiots and then of course the poor like I was sent here because I was stealing you know a loaf of bread for my poor sick mom see that person I could probably get along with but his teeth are rotted out he's never had an education and you know and he's probably a little bitch because he didn't get fed at <laughs> all as a kid you know yeah on the other hand like even Daenerys who's you know, maybe the nicest one left. She doesn't seem to be a very good leader. She's incompetent. No, she just demands ships. 
and dictates what people need to do. There's no initiative. That's why I don't like her as much. It's just, give me ships. Give me this. Give me that. Take right. me to Westeros. I'm the mother of <laughs> dragons. I deserve this. I like. She's, she's got an entitlement thing. She's a child. Yeah. They're all children. You have to keep that in mind with the whole thing. They're all like 14 or 15 years old. Like, Arya's like 10 you have like, to add a few years because oh, otherwise you know, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. You know, like, there's no ten-year-olds running around doing what Arya's doing. Like, I, I just add five years. I don't know the story well enough, but um, what the hell is Joffrey's younger brother's name? Tommen. Tommen. Yes. Good job. <laughs> Maybe Tommen's worthy. You know. Maybe he is. I don't he's know. Just, I feel like he's just prime for manipulation. Yeah, That's the queen. Bet. The queen's pushing Tommen's buttons now that uh, uh, Tywin has take, been taken out. Tywin's taken out. Tyrion's on the run. I guess you would be essentially pledging to Cersei at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. So that would suck. Yeah. And yeah, not very many good options. Maybe just maybe pledge it to Stannis or the Red Woman. Hope she's right. Go all in. <laughs> the one thing about the Red Woman is at least it's real. Like, you know, the people are really coming back to life. Yeah, like she's yeah. got people are dying. Demons like, coming out of her vagina in season two, and meanwhile, all the other gods are like, "Look at this old man's face on a tree." They got in. vagina demons over there. I'm out of here. Jumping in the forest, right. my ass. There's this demons coming out of her vagina. The, the who were the people that did the sword fight? Did, did the hound kill one of them and they brought him back, or some yeah. knight killed a guy in a cave? And the viper. Or, uh, no, the mountain and the viper. Is that what you're talking about? No, no, no. no. There's about... a, the scene is like indoors in a cave or something, and a guy gets killed and they bring him back. He's been killed about... a bunch of times. Oh, Beric Dondarrion and, uh, the, and the hound. Yeah, yeah the shocking. Cord. I didn't remember Beric Dondarrion's name. <laughs> I know. Get on my level. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to names, I'm on my own level. Have you progressed at all in, when, in book two yet? Have I what in, in book two? Have you progressed? Um, yeah, not as much as I'd like. I can tell you where I am. On book two, this won't be much longer. 29 and a half hours in, so seven and a half hours to go. I am almost 14. I am 14 hours ahead. I'm increasing my lead now. Are you? Wait, yeah. Kyle, you're on book three still or book two? Three. Book three, seven hours in. So is your goal to finish three but by the middle of April? No, it's 47 and a half hours long. Like, I, at first, I had that inkling. I was like, hey, maybe I could finish book three before the show premieres. And then I, like, opened, I did what I just did. I looked, 47 hours when the last one was 37 and the first one was, like, 34 maybe? Like, 47 is substantially more than 37 if you've ever listened to 37 hours of audiobook. <laughs> You'll listen it's to this one faster, though. I'm really liking it. I'm that seven hours in. That is not true. Three. I'll listen I'm, to it in 47 hours. <laughs> It'll take forever. <laughs> I do nope. two to three hours a day, and I so I might get it knocked out. We'll see. Every day I do an hour plus, like an hour 15, and then if I can, I listen to midday as well. I like to listen to it as, uh, when I'm in bed. like till I'm, I, I'll, I'll always listen to it until I get tired. I listen to Feast for Crows. Uh on shuffle for about five, five <laughs> chapters. <laughs> and I was so confused because like, the, the first chapter came in and I was like, oh, this is so sweet, a new character. And he was doing a bunch of shit that like it seemed like it had set up for him. I was like, oh my God, wait, what wait. happened at the end of the last book? And I went back and like read that one. Is this I read what that you told me? You're like, it's kind of hard. There's a lot of new characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you- 
yeah. Like, it was really That's confusing. Awesome. Like, just people like, had no idea who they were. All right, so if you've never heard uh, Roy DeTrice's audiobooks, every chapter is, begins with a character's name. So he'll mm. be rocking along. He'll be like, and the night was dark and cold, and she was alone. And he'll pause for a moment, and then he'll go, John. And you'll begin John's chapter. Mm-hmm. So it would be very easy to start one of these audiobooks on shuffle, like he, like he said, and just yeah. not yeah. notice it because it, it just bounces around like that all the time. I want like a little finger chapter. It doesn't say chapter. chapter one. It just it, says Arya. Uh, uh, I want to go back to AMA, but th- there has never been a little finger chapter. Like it, he's the most interesting character, one of the most interesting characters in the whole storyline. But. You never really hear what he's thinking or planning or whatever. You just hear about what he did through other people's storylines. And it's like, man, get me. I want some Littlefinger insight. Hmm. I don't think you'll get a chapter from him. Just like I don't think you'll get a chapter from Varys. The guy, oh, the yeah, yeah. Yeah. The eunuch. They know who, too even much. though he doesn't much have bulls. You know what confused me? So the maester that works for Tyrion betrayed him and he knew this because Varys knew his secret which meant that the maester like you know he gave like a different letter and instruction mm-hmm. to a bunch of different people and the maesters got leaked yeah but Varys has that like wizard in a box that figures out secrets for him so the maester didn't necessarily leak no it's not a wizard in a box that figures out <laughs> secrets for him <laughs> There's so much wrong with what you said. Fuck you all. No, no. Okay. Uh, so there is a wizard in a box. There's a man in, in a box. In this show. I, I don't think I've seen the man in the box in the book yet. Assuming that he exists in the book. Um, they did talk about the day that he got cut and stuff, but he never showed us the <laughs> wizard in the box. But Varus has proven to be able to figure things out that shouldn't be able to be figured things out. So I feel like he's using a freaking Snow White mirror somewhere. No. Okay, so Viserys would never use magic because he hates it so much. He hates nothing in the world more than magic. It seems that he hears things that he shouldn't see mm-hmm. and it, because they're basically just talking about how good his intel is because he's, he's got spies everywhere. There's literally like eyes poking out of paintings and shit like that. He's just well informed. There is nothing magical about anything Viserys does or will do. Um, he had sure? that guy in the box. Many times. Taylor, can you confirm or deny what he's saying? Is it literally just human spies that are figuring all this stuff out for various or virus or whatever? I mean, it's supposed to be human spies, as far as I can understand. But I mean, if some of his spies are using little witchy maneuvers on their own, I suppose that's magic contributing to it. You know how we all thought that Daenerys had um, resistance to fire? Well, we know that. She doesn't. No, she does. Here's the thing. Um... The thing where she was in the pyro, whatever, and she hatched the eggs, right? In the fire, yeah. Uh, that's a one-time event. She's not actually invulnerable to fire. She likes warm baths. She, you know the thing where she was able to hold that burning egg and yeah. like it burned everyone else, but she was fine with it? Mm-hmm. They really imply that this woman is like fireproof. And they asked R.R. R. Martin about it, George R.R. R. Martin or whatever, and uh, he's like, no, she's not fireproof. That's not a thing. The, I need a link to The to bonfire that. was a one-time event. Um, yeah, I didn't know this was a one-time special ability. 
because she because exerts this ability like she she's done it like five different times where she's been. Didn't basically she do fired. it at the uh, the house of the undying or whatever, where yes. the dragons were all going yeah. fucking at shit, and she was still around the dragons, not getting burned. She said she like felt she was she like felt the warmth of the flames or something like that, and the dragons are literally burning people who are like grabbing her and like like all over her. Yeah, like, knowing dragon. George R. R. Martin, he was describing it like she felt the warmth of the dragons as warm as a chicken pot pie. That's your <laughs> Goose liver, all on the side, crisp bacon, <laughs> all of his heaping bones. mounds of mashed potatoes. So here, the yeah. question is: twice in the book, Daenerys has been in situations where it's reasonable to expect that she'd have been burned to death or at least seriously injured, and she came out unharmed. The first time was in the funeral pile. The second time was within Dance with Dragons when she's exposed to dragon's fire, and it goes on and gets wordy. Martin replies, they call it the word of God. Some fans are reading too much into the scene of Game of Thrones where the dragons are born, which is to say it was never the case that all Targaryens are immune to fire at all times. And um, uh, here he goes on and says, it gives me a chance to clear up a common conception. Targaryens are not immune to fire. The birth of Danny Dragons was a unique, magical, wondrous miracle. She's no, called the Unburnt the because she walked into the flames and lived, but her brother sure as hell wasn't immune to the molten gold. Okay. Uh, will she be able to do it again? George R. R. Martin? Probably not. So I only brought that up because... I don't think you're interpreting that correctly, though. <clears throat> it sounded to me like what he was saying is that a lot of fans think that all Targaryens <laughs> are just invulnerable to flame because Danny did it. But it was a unique event. It's just Danny who can do this. Viserys got burnt by the crown. Any normal Targaryen would have. Danny is special. That's what I'm hearing there. It, there's just no way. I, I wish the it's question to, had been asked asked more pointedly. Because no, it's because there are other ones. It's not just Danny. Like Rhaegar, her older brother. He yeah, was right. like the one they called the last dragon. I have another right? quote from the Word of God. The phrase blood of the dragon refers to a typical Targaryen features, silvery gold or platinum hair and violet eyes. Some Targaryens also have a high tolerance to heat, though they are no means immune to fire. Take that, tie it in with the pyre thing. I don't know how to pronounce that word, but the Carl Drago death thing is a, um, is a one-time event. And it's like, I, I, what I get at is, to me, the books are very misleading. If the author is telling you she's not immune to fire, yet twice she was immune to fire, and several other times she was immune to high heat, like the dragon's eggs in the bath. She is essentially fireproof. Maybe what he's trying to say is, like, if we put her in a forge and heated it up to 3,000, she'd eventually smoke up. But she's no. totally fireproof as far Dude, as the show is concerned. Dragons and, and regular fire just I think don't he's pretty her. clear with the people are reading into this too much. That was a one-time magical event. I don't think that's what he's saying. That's well, I, I hear the passages that are contradicting what I believe, but I'm just going to have faith and believe through it anyway. She can. Fair enough. So I brought it up because to me there's a parallel between that where like you're getting these clues that say she's fireproof, yet the author says you know, that it turns out that's not the case, according to the author. In me, there are tons of clues that Varius is using magic, right? The things that like he never told anyone that he still somehow shucks that he still somehow knows and um i don't know like i'm interpreting the, this thing to mean varus is using that wizard in a box to, to learn no stuff. he's not using the wizard in the no. box <laughs> the, the, i a swear wizard in the box in the book in the show at the <laughs> <laughs> what 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 i gather from the books is that there will be times when indeed it seems as though 
there were two people in a room discussing a thing, and yet Viserys knows about what they said. That's just <laughs> explaining that, that oh, there's only one, one or two ways that, that he could know that. Either one of the two people in the room talked, which is often the case. Everyone in the show is traitorous, mm. and everyone talks, and, and that, or they were overheard by one of his ears. There's a scene in book three where um, the Queen of Thorns, whatever, the Tyrell grandmother, Marjorie Tyrell's uh, grandmother, mm-hmm. is talking to Sansa, and she's asking Sansa, she's like, what kind of man is Joffrey? Like, it, like is he, she's like, uh, he's very comely. And she can tell that like Sansa doesn't want to be overheard because there's in in the book there's a lot of people in the room. So she has the singer like sing louder and louder and loud. she's like louder. I'm going deaf. And so finally he's just like booming. He's so loud and fine that way Sansa uh, can talk to her because they're literally afraid that the walls have ears, not magical ears, but you know, <laughs> and not literally, but you know, yeah, figuratively, the walls. Have ears. <laughs> No match. Well, but true. the guy in that box, I took that to, to either be some random warlock that Viserys was just taking a little petty vengeance out on, or the actual warlock who had castrated him. It's the actual it's the, one. It's the actual warlock that castrated Why him. Why didn't we get more information about that? Because I want to see what Viserys is going to do to that motherfucker. What's <laughs> it in the box? It's a, that's a time bomb. Surprise. You're going to forget about it entirely, and then it'll I, come back up. I think keeping him in the box yeah. might be part of his punishment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got more AMA questions here. That uh, that first one really took us on a on a fucking. That uh, happened last week or two weeks ago too. Do you, do you have one picked out? No, go ahead if you have. <sighs> For all the hosts and guests, what is the story behind the origin of your online pers- persona, Phil? Persona. Um, I mean, my my story is I uh, I was in college. I was in the uh, the pre med program. I. Uh, I thought I wanted to be a doctor for the longest time because my dad said that I probably did, <laughs> and uh, it turned out not to be the case at all. I uh, I hated every class I took, and uh, the big thing for me was I, w- I was in college. Um, I, I was like I was rooming with uh, a girlfriend at the time that I hated, but I stayed with because like we just we couldn't afford to. You roomed to, with to a live. girl in college. Yeah, I uh, I went to community college uh, for I my. I f- could do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was off campus. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it was. Um, I, I I went to community college for one year in North Carolina, and then uh, when she graduated, because she was a year under me, uh, we both went to East Carolina University. It was good, but then we just slowly, you know, you're young, you're constantly changing. We kind of hated each other, <laughs> <laughs> but we couldn't afford to live separately. So we, you know, we kind of just kept making that work. And so I, I hated school. I hated that. And so I jumped into YouTube first watching it, uh, with like the old schoolers like Boheme and Renetto and Chi-town like guys, city. Chi-town city who <laughs> hated me and so many other people. I loved his videos cause he was so funny. You liked uh, him, but he hated you. Yeah. But I mean, it's like one of those things where it's just like, I, I liked his spiel. Like I liked that he never pointed the camera at himself, so you never knew who he was. I uh, I liked the his kind of shit talking, even though it was it was so just like destructive of where the community was going. Because um, like I same as I loved Renetto, and uh, and then Renetto uh, kind of turned super super negative back in the day once the uh, the partner program came about, and he talked about like how it was going to ruin YouTube by involving money. Instead of it being, you know, kind of the, the growth that that was great for the platform. So anyway, so I was watching all that 
Uh, I thought, you know, if all of these schmucks can do it, I can probably do it. Same as everyone that starts now. And, uh, and yeah, and I just, I started making, uh, videos that were reply videos to what was on the front page because back then it was all curated and, and, you know, I was like, okay, so we'll, I'll just make like a really funny or mean reply video and I'll get views because half the videos on that front page, they're, uh, they're auto accept on the reply videos and that's how I'll get the audience. And mm -hmm. that's what I did for the longest time. And I, then I started talking about news and pop cult culture because that's stuff that made me angry and uh, I kind of done that now for nine years and somehow turned into a business. I have a theory about the news thing. Like, I, I think that it, if that's the format you go with, it's not going to work for everyone. It mm -hmm. lasts longer, right? So it, it does. Uh, it's, it's, it constantly uh, repopulates. A, a, a typical thing is like, like I'll say PewDiePie, right? Mm -hmm. People will love PewDiePie. That'll be their thing. And then after they watch whatever that number is, you know, 250 hours of PewDiePie, They'll be like, all right, who's next? You know, that'll be their thing. Because they're connecting, like, to PewDiePie. Whereas with you, there's two things to connect to. There's you, but there's also the story that you're telling. You're talking about something that's relevant. And, and you, you keep the, the pace at, you know, high speed. And, um, you know, some people who watch your videos are there for what you're talking about. You know, there's, like, some right. sort of current pop thing. Like, if, I don't know, I'll make something up, right? Kim Kardashian poses nude. All right, Philly D does a video on that. People who have an interest in that story will watch it, even if they don't have an interest in you. Whereas if you take like a me or a PewDiePie or 90% of the way people do YouTube, their interest in that person fades in the same way that seven seasons into How I Met Your Mother, you don't even care how they met their mother anymore. <laughs> you know, seven seasons into Friends, seven seasons into whatever, you're just like, all right, cut, cut, yeah. no more. Well, this is a, uh, I mean, it's, it's a big conversation. It's one that I've thought about a lot since last VidCon. I did, a, I did a panel with Zay Frank, and his whole spiel at that time was by making it about personality, make the channel weaker in the long term. While most all of us, it, it's kind of been about the personality, <laughs> right? So my channel is definitely in large part due to the personality, especially since... Um, I don't know, I feel like I'm not as hungry as I used to be where something happened and, you know, I threw up that video in two hours and now mm -hmm. it's like, I'll stick to my schedule, I'll do what I do, people know to tune in. And so I get that personality more so, or the personality pull more so than the content pull. Uh, but SourceFed, uh, like uh, the, the other channel I launched, I think that's been a, an example of, you know, we have a lot of personalities, we have a ton of them so that, you know, they're, hopefully you get attached to you know, two or three rather than just one. So it's not super dependent on the personality, but I love what, what Buzzfe Buzzfeed's been able to do where in no way is it about the personality. It's just about the content because that makes the brand stronger and that gives you a, a long, a better longevity for the channel. And so I'm not going to change anything about mine to be less about personality, but I think moving forward, it, I feel like it, it's got to be more about the content. Also, the thing is, if you hire personalities, <laughs> then the power eventually transfers to them, right? Oh, like, totally. In the gaming world, who's more powerful, Nadeshot or Hex? Right? If Nadeshot yeah. goes and it becomes, I don't know what's after Optic, Scope, Nadeshot, then, mm -hmm. you know... Suddenly, I think optic, like the whole green wall thing, kind of drops, and it's the Nate Shot show. 
Well, I wonder. Yeah, I mean, that's that's maybe, such a yeah, maybe not. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's definitely a specific thing because I yeah, I would never imagine those but, guys separate from each other. But the, okay, yeah. I'll go on that's to um, uh, what is the European driving show called that's in drama right now? Top, top Gear. Top Gear. Oh, right? Top Gear. Yeah. Great show. Right. So one of the Top Gear guys is uh, I guess they didn't feed him and he got grumpy and he told some guy to feed him and maybe even hit him. I don't know the details, but. Um, those three, that's a personality show, right? They can just go and start some other show working for NBC and fire it right up again. The power isn't with BBC as much as it is with the personalities on it. So, you know, that's yeah. a... It, it just, I mean, it's consider. it's something... It's it's 100% a balancing act. I mean, what? Uh, so even if I go back to SourceFed, you know, I had the original three hosts. Um, then... You know, you we added people, and then those people go on to different things. We have uh, Elliot uh, Morgan, who is fantastic host, love him. Uh, he he does stuff for Mental Floss now. We have uh, oh shoot, I hate that I'm forgetting her name. <laughs> uh, that happens. Everyone. She's great though. She's fantastic. <laughs> she She's the no, core. She, just, she went over to Rooster Teeth. How am I? Meg Turney went mm -hmm. over to Rooster Teeth. Uh, Joe Brett is working with Smosh now. It's it's just kind of. It's it's the door, and I think that's why when you have a show that has several personalities, you're always thinking about the next one. Um, because I see I see SourceFed and the other channels. You're never going to have anyone like you're never going to have Kevin Pereira for life, you know, because you you pick them up because they're they are such a good host and they are so hungry and they and they have that work ethic. And unless unless we're making TV money, there's no way you're going to be able to hold on to that person. And so for me, it's, it's more about, I got to be a part of that rise. I got to, to, to bring this person up and, and then, you know, hopefully you wrote, you, you have a contract that doesn't keep them down because you have to control them. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, it's, it's all about the whole thing growing, uh, together. My, um, I'll do mine quickly. Cause I think a lot of people know, I never thought I could make better videos than other people. Like that wasn't a thing. I just went into it hoping I could join the club, you know, like they mm. get, like I wanted to play with the people who were, who I was watching, you know, beast in their videos. And it was like, if I just got on the map enough that they knew who I was, I could get in their lobbies and I could play with them. And it was this big scheme, if you call it that, to make friends, <laughs> you know, like that's all I wanted. I just like, I, mm -hmm. I wanted to have like ah oh, if if me and Hutch and Seenanders were on the same team we'd win every game we'd just dominate every lobby and and that was the that was why I started there was no money I did it before I would have see I would have never guessed that because out of out of the tubers of like kind of a range of sizes you you seem to or either you guys seem to be the the ones that have the closest uh, mindset of monetization and money that as myself <laughs> well I guess. Or now you kind of fell into true. that. Yeah. It, it, well, it there, started was, was, there was no money first. It, yeah. It, it, exactly. Yeah. We all did it for the for the for yeah. kind of the the exposure and the experience yeah. at first. And I then, had a similar um, experience to you. I like the I was watching Zer Grizz montages, him playing Call of Duty Four, and I was so obsessed with him. Like I'd show my like real life friends, I'd be like, "Come here, come here." And we'd be sitting around the desktop computer, like watching this guy play Call of Duty Four. I'm like. When I play, I shoot like three people in a row with my M16, and then I usually die. This guy's spinning off route, and I, I, I never considered that it's, a, it's edited. It's a montage <laughs> of months of work for him. I'm like, he just gets on because <laughs> there were no other videos like that. He was the, right. he was the first guy up there right. spinning around. 
And I was, I was like, I have to do this. So I messaged him on, uh, I must have been an early fan because I messaged him on uh, Xbox Live and I was like, hey, I'd like to play with you sometime. I like your videos. And he sent me a friend request. So I started playing with him a bit and he told me like, you know, he's like, you need this Dazzle Platinum Capture card and you need oh, this. Oh, I remember that. that piece of shit. Yeah, and I went and bought <laughs> all that shit and my videos were just, I, the, the quality was just so shitty I didn't do it for a while. And But but that was the that was the original reason. It was I had... Uh, I'd seen his videos and I wanted to make uh, gaming videos like like those. I wanted to make a montage of my cool Call of Duty ki- kills, and then of and then of course I was doing like the the Russian accent and Skype with you guys one day. I don't know who all was in there. I know Wings was in there, and um, there's a couple other guys. And and somebody just thought that was hilarious, and uh, they're, they're like, "You should make a, a YouTube channel of that guy." And I'm like, "Nobody wants to see that shit. Nobody, nobody cares about that guy." And initially, the whole shtick was that like this is a guy who. Who takes Call of Duty way too seriously, and he uh, he's a Russian immigrant to America. And he was dumb. He's yeah. He, he's he's not quick to like pick up the American way of life. So so like one of his things is like he'll he'll on, he'll only use like the Russian weapons in the game. He's he's like you know the, the, this M16, this American piece of pussy plastic. About you know, <laughs> like, but there was a thing wooden steel and blood and just like going on and just being ridiculous about my hatred for campers and such. But uh, but there were also the stories. I, I know that's what you're gonna say. The, the UPS guy was coming in my head, right? The, yeah. He, oh, I'm sorry about that. He totally didn't trust the UPS guy. This this mysterious person in a total brown outfit would leave a box by the door and just leave. And he's like, I don't trust it. I'm not going out there. You know, and... and AGB come in a brown, brown truck. <laughs> That's fucking, he's got three letters, UPS, KGB, I don't know. He's, I've been under the bed for five hours. His girlfriend was clearly a prostitute, and he's the only guy that didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know she's like, you know, really friendly with other guys, and he didn't understand <laughs> it. <laughs> and it. But then he turned into like a super cool badass spy type guy. Yeah, because they... I, I, at, at some point, I thought it would be cool to show um, like, the difference between an MP5 in real life and, a, and an MP5 in Call of Duty. Call of Duty, and it sort of went from there. Yeah, my went from there was um, guided by the feedback I got, and I guess monetization, right? So when I was doing my channel like just for fun, like I had no profit motive at all, I uploaded every like three to seven days, and um, I mostly gave tips. Like I, I had figured out how to play better than average. And I didn't think I was better than average on the sticks. I was like, all right, here, you know, knowledge and tactics is is why I do well when I make my decisions, etc. Whereas other people, it seems like they just have laser accurate aim and they play on 10 sensitivity and all that. So I was sharing knowledge and tips. And then every so often I'd go off off topic and just, you know, talk about things that are in my head or opinions or philosophies. And they got such great feedback that now I feel like that's the core of the channel. You know. Yeah. People don't want me to tell them how to play COD. That's done. No, yeah, the nobody fir- the wants first that time, anymore. The first time I saw the first time I saw your channel, I think you were you were doing uh, Mail Mondays. I think that's the first time I saw it, and I and that's when I subscribed. Yeah, AKA oh, well. answer questions about girls and masturbating. <laughs> that bugs uh, we me, did man. a couple of those. We did a couple of those together. I really enjoyed doing those. I'm up <laughs> to do that. Anytime you want to do another Mail Monday with me, I, I would be happy to do that. Really, that was really fun. Problems <laughs> it was funny because I would do Mail Mondays, and it was always really serious, right? I take it. Mm-hmm. I try to filter out anything that seemed fake. I get a lot of fake questions, but um. You know, when I brought Kyle in, we just choose the zaniest ones. Like, yeah, my dad, he, he got drunk and he fell out of his semi, banged his head, and now he's dead. 
I'm like, oh, I wonder what FPS Rush's take is on this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, those uh, were always fun. I, I I would always give them like terrible advice. I think the one guy like <laughs> had two girls and and he didn't know how to pick which one. I was like, fuck them both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't be pussy. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, then, so the content was kind of guided towards the positive feedback I got. The daily uploads were, I guess it was probably an ambition thing, right? You know, like I'd, Wings of Redemption told me that he calculated his views and his um, CPM, the like how much you get paid per thousand views. You guys know that, but they might not. It was 80 grand. And I was like, 80 grand, wow, that sounds so amazing. And then I, like, I got partnered and I did like my run rate after a week or so. And it was like less than five grand. And I was like, oh, well... Maybe I should work harder. So I, so then I started uploading daily, and that uh, you know it, it was a good run. That was a good year for Wings. That that, I, was, that that may have been Wings' best year. Right. Yeah. He. I mean, he was obviously like he was Modern killing Warfare it too. He was like one of the king of the hills. And he, he uploaded. So, he sent so many videos to Machinum. <laughs> that's where and, and yep. those had a those had a premium CPM attached to them. And, and he always had like he was and he was on who, whoever was supposed to be taking him out of Dropbox to like process and upload. He was on Anthony. that guy's back like a big fucking four hundred pound <laughs> monkey. Like yeah. come on, get it up, get it up. What's with you? You just uploaded the Ken Burton video. <laughs> I'm all over that guy. You gotta. You should only be doing Ken Burton videos when there's no wings videos. <laughs> Yeah, he, he was did a good job at, uh, at at representing himself in that way because you had to, or they wouldn't get your shit up. Uh, oh, up they wouldn't on there. find your fucking videos in that Dropbox forever. I had two <laughs> that I left in there that just never went up. They're just still never in there. Oh, They're, They're still, still in there. there. Yeah, probably. <laughs> still there. Yeah, and they were always like, "Yeah, his name was Shore Wars." They're like, "He works so hard. He's so great at his job." Yet everyone he served was like, "No." No, he's not great job to my videos. Every time you, you message him and it's like, hey, we didn't get paid uh, this month or last month. <laughs> or the month before. And I was just wondering if this is a real operation we're doing. Because I'm seeing fucking Playtex ads on my videos. And I'm not seeing any of that Playtex money. I remember asking Hutch. I was like, man, you can tell me if this whole thing's been a pyramid scheme. I've seen that shit before. I just need to know. I just need to know now. Because I've done the math and they owe me a lot. And, and, are they going to give me that money? He's like, yeah, man, they gave me my money. I was like, well, how much was it? And he told me, I was like, all right. Well, <laughs> all right, then, if you say so. And then like two and a half more months went by. Yeah, they, uh, they used to pay quarterly, but it was like a quarter delayed. So you'd upload a video in July and get it next year. <laughs> it was like, wow. it was, it was yeah. crazy. On top of that, they had like a 15-day like late period they could have. So mm -hmm. in reality, you would get paid six months plus 15 days after you uploaded the video. And is this all, is this all early Machinima days? Yeah, early oh, Machinima. Yeah, dude, because yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the stories I heard about Machinima and Maker early days, it's just like shit that does it like it's just the craziest I hated thing. when they uploaded our videos because you guys were decently big in the beginning part, or at least Kyle was and Wings was. But for me, just some shithead, They'd upload my videos at like 11.58 p.m. on a Sunday, and I'd come back the next day, and it'd be like 900. It's like, are you shitting me? This isn't going to go go up ever. They used to hook me up. i get the last upload of the day. I know typically. you did. Yeah. I used to have to link to my Machinima videos from my main channel and be like, hey, uploaded it at 1.30 a.m. on a school night, so that's great news for all my viewers. <laughs> if they you get out of math, check it out. 
I think when when I was sending them content like to Machinima, there just weren't <laughs> very many directors at all. It was um, I know I signed before C Nanners did, so there just there were there were like maybe six or eight like new Call of Duty uh, guys, and then like the old guard like Ken Burton and uh, what's his name that sells women's shoes. Um, Junkyard. Junkyard. <laughs> um, it's not a knock against uh, women's shoe salesman. Sells I didn't know he did that. Shoes he sells uh, Western attire, I think. So there's the, the cowboy shirts with the ruffles on them and the hats and the men's cowboy boots. And, I guess, yeah, I'm women's. familiar with Western attire. Yeah. But <laughs> there, was, there was no competition. <laughs> I think they were only uploading like two videos a day on that like couple million subscriber channel. And it'd be like mine and like one other. And the uh, the other one might not even be that good, and mine would just be like like the basics, the ABCs and stuff. Like this is how the prestige system works, because there just wasn't another video that that stopped and told anybody, and that shit was getting like half a million views each and stuff. I was like, this is gonna work out nicely, and then they started uploading twenty videos a day. Twenty seven. <laughs> twenty seven a day. Wow. Twenty seven videos worse a day. Than the last. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Like I, uh, I try. I think I once I tried to send in one tip video ever. And I know Phil's not familiar with my channel, but I tried to start it out with like watching people on YouTube doing the video games, and I was like, I'm fucking good at this shit. I can do this better than they can, and it, I was really wrong. I was not nearly <laughs> as good at the game. I like sat there with my dazzle out for like four hours. Like yeah. God, this guy got a thirty and two. Why can't I get a thirty and two while no scoping or doing something? So I just gave up on that and started doing just shooting the shit and off the cuff story time stuff nothing to do with video games at all i would reuse gameplay five ten times people would complain <laughs> it was just me talking and it was That's, awful gameplay like yeah, it, it, it wasn't like you had a winner like he'd play nazi zombies get to level six and be like perfect i'll just keep <laughs> using that didn't give a shit i'd have a huge audio file talk for about nine minutes then cut it wherever upload it everyone's just happy to see a video then do the same thing a little later it worked out great that's what you get with a small audience. But the one time I did send in a tip video to Machinima, I just got reamed. Just reamed. Just, <laughs> you fucking idiot. You, so mean, you moron. Dude, I think they took it down. I'm they terrified. <laughs> I'm terrified at the idea of posting a, video, posting a video to a channel that's not mine. Or, God forbid, if someone, like, people ask, like, while you're gone, can someone fill in? That's the worst idea ever. Mm. That person's going to get destroyed. Oh. Yeah. Just as a human being. <laughs> just dead. I like so I like going to those channels like your style channel or back in the day, even like Ray William Johnson, where he'd have to have like a like three weeks of like preparing his viewers, like, hey, what's up? Equals three guys. In four weeks from now, we're gonna have a new bubbly guy behind the you know, <laughs> camera. So don't be too pissed. And then that one dude would come out and be like, Hey, I'm here to, you know, do the do the hey, look at this cat. And everybody's like, the fuck this guy. Like <laughs> <laughs> Like, Why wouldn't he tell us? <laughs> no, I uh, I was so jealous uh, at the time, not not because of viewers, not because of anything, but because he could have someone like Fluffy or Casim G just fill in, and everyone's like, "That was good." And I'm like, "Really? <laughs> <laughs> someone could just fucking do the job, and everyone's happy." <laughs> That's so good. Uh, yeah, I, my subscribers in it must be me, right? Because. Um, even on my Minecraft server, I've, I've, you, you guys all know I have a good Minecraft server. Wait, but, is, that, is that woodycraft.net? <laughs> thank you. Is that what that is? <laughs> yeah, that's what we're talking about. Um, even on there, like on the forums, when people are unhappy, it is the most like disrespectful brand of unhappiness or feedback that you'll 
ever hear. It, just like my YouTube channel, right? Like, you know, the, fuck, I have bad hair or something. Like, what do you look like? Death, you're gonna die. You, you <laughs> suck. I think you were right. You Wait, know, like, you start smoking? What <laughs> happened? You've really gone downhill in the last three to five weeks, I'd say. Like, this is you going off. Like, they're just... They're, they're cruel. Yeah. I read the comments. I, like, you guys watch this video right now on YouTube, you're all scumbags. All of you. Like, yeah. oh, sometimes they hit so close to home that it hurts. Like, yeah. when you post a video, and if someone's like, oh, you faggot asshole, it's like, all right, whatever. But if someone's like, hey, you got weird cheeks, it's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I do. <laughs> I um, yeah, it's harder and harder to hurt my feelings, and it's harder and harder to get my attention now too. You know, I'm just like I uploaded it, I'm done. I reply a couple times, and um, you know, I'm 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 just not here to be you know abused by you guys. But um, uh, and then of course there's this huge majority that's not doing that. But it, it it's hard not to hyper focus on the negative. Um, but my Minecraft server, I see the like the same kind of patterns. It's like I must be handling it wrong because you know it's a super successful thing it's one of the top five servers on the planet we got new games coming out psyched for that and uh but like you know just the same they did whatever one guy has an issue and all of a sudden they want to rape my children <laughs> okay how did this come to that maybe you should maybe you should like have some like uh some days where you know your your minecraft carrier kind of comes through is like carried if you will like on an altar and you sort of toss points and uh and rewards to the <laughs> them like 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 peasants like sort of like something out of game of thrones that would be cool or let them take their anger out on you build a giant statue of yourself saddam hussein style and then let them launch their bombs at it and destroy oh, the cool. big teetering statue of woody we've done and that. you're up there giving the middle finger to them <laughs> we haven't done that oh well, i it's yeah. just uh no 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 i must handle it wrong or something because um yeah, yeah I, I seem to get like, like uh, we bring in admins right like people come from other servers they're like other players don't do this other players aren't just like picking up every rock looking for every problem um cheaters we're super aggressive about catching all the cheats like in an automated way and um but the one of the problems is culturally cheaters aren't blasted on my server like they are on some others like if you play on another server and, and someone cheats then it's like what's the what the heck is wrong with you you suck whatever on mine i mean we have to ban them aggressively because you know they're all like yeah i cheat lol <laughs> <laughs> banned you know they just get rid of them so i saw uh, some of the the screenshots from the halo mod that looks really cool dude it, it I, yeah, I, it was. We were gonna bring it out this weekend. We're gonna spend one more week polishing it. Well, we, will you do Call of Duty Four next? I we've got a couple things in our head. As the Hunger Games redo, CS:GO is in my head. Mm. COD Four, huh? Yeah, give give us some Call of Duty Four. Let, you could, maybe you could take a poll over on your server, see what they'd like. Maybe give them some options after this whole Halo thing. Uh, you know, has is, is, is been going for a few weeks or so. The Halo thing looks great. I love it. You've got all the weapons. You've got the reticle. Dude, uh, the Halo thing is... We load tested it last weekend. Well, we might load test it again this weekend. One, it thrived in the load test. Two, it... Like, the feedback was awesome. And my personal experience... Like, I think the game is really cool. I am... Um, you got the grenades? Are there grenades? Because I know there's yeah. already, already that yeah, snowball nades. Dude, we, thing we, in there. We have a custom texture pack with with custom explosion sounds and explosion graphics Ooh. that make these nades like nothing you can see in Minecraft elsewhere. 
And uh, yeah, nades, rocket launchers, shotguns. You know, you pick them up, they spawn on the ground. It's uh, it's Halo in Minecraft, and it's badass. And I don't now think you just get a warthog in there. We don't have that. Right. <laughs> how, how can we just we need boats or something? I guess, and then just retexture the boats and use that physics. That's not an awful idea. I'll I'll run it by the developer. That'd be cool. Maybe Griff Ball or something like that. Maybe some Halo game modes. King we of have the Hill. Griff Ball. Oh, cool. Yeah, we have oh, Griff Ball, Oddball, King of the Hill, and Slayer. Ah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, not fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah. So, so Call of Duty 4. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> you nice. did. I'm, well, well, okay. Domination and yeah. Search and Destroy and TDM, maybe. Do you, do you play more than Minecraft these days, or you're pretty focused? I play Minecraft a lot. Um, lately, I've been focused on my freaking housing renovation, and that's been taking away a yeah. lot of my time. That should wrap up soon, and I can get back to, to playing. Um, I'm trying I've to been, think. I've been playing an exorbitant amount of Civilization V. Yeah, he's back in it oh. again. He's addicted. I'm I'm playing like three or four games a day, like two or three hour games sometimes, like playing till four or five in the morning. And they and, invite me. And are you playing just? Oh, so you're playing multi? Uh, multi and single player. If if I don't oh, have anybody wow. to play with, I play single player. Okay. One, I feel like I. So I was already not as knowledgeable and therefore as good, but the gap wasn't too extreme in my head. Um, there were even moments where I'd lead the game. Now, I don't think that will ever be true. You know, I, I think I'm just. 500 hours now. Yeah, I'm so far behind the experience curve. Like, I, I, I don't want to play. No, go away. <laughs> it, I, what, what Chiz and I have been suggesting is that the three of us are on a team, which means mm -hmm. we share score and we share science and all that stuff. Um, and we versus, like, one of the more difficult AIs. Because that's what we like to do for fun anyway. Like, 2v1, a deity level I like, do opponent. that. You often suggest that at 11.30 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I don't... I thought I liked the game, and then I went to the Civ Five subreddit, and I was like, "Oh no, I'll never play multiplayer ever again. This sounds like a nightmare." It's a, uh, it's a kind of a clusterfuck multiplayer. You, you, you've really got to be on your A game. You never know yeah. what you're going to be playing against. I, I've been, I've been ending the games in seventy turns or less lately, and if I play like one v ones. I just build a lot of hoplites. I've just got settlers. I, I built three cities in like the first 15 turns or something like that. And three you workers. Play wide. Just, you didn't used to play wide. It, it, nothing mat none of the stats matter because the game's going to be over by turn 60 or 70. So you just shit out three cities really fast. Use the Greeks because they've got hoplites instead of spearmen. And you've got three workers chopping trees, transferring their production into your city, just constantly chopping, chopping, chopping every single turn. And you go honor tree, you get the How great do you stay out of the bonus. happiness hole. It doesn't matter because they're chopping the the production. It doesn't. Your city doesn't have much production anyway. It's like a one population. So I you're found in the, the happiness hole. You, you're oh, negative, yeah. but you don't care. Yeah, right about the time he leaves the game, I'm about negative two happiness or something. Because hmm. because I, I I build like 10, 11 hoplites by turn forty. I've got about ten or ten or twelve hoplites by turn forty, and and they're just like slowly creeping toward your city. I don't like that style of play. You know, I, I know it, you it, don't. Given the option, I'd rather win at turn like 500 than turn 50. Military ha attack and defense has to always be a possibility to keep you on your toes, though. It's not fair to have uninterrupted growth that just stays at an even kill the whole game. It's good if every now and then you send like two knights over there like, fuck you, I'm going to burn your fields. <laughs> 
because you got to keep they should and have a couple of archers to prevent that from happening so if you're going to build knights to you have to make them pay for not building knights or you've wasted production you got to use your tools yeah i played we played i guess there were three or four people playing at one time kyle attacked me by like turn six and it's just like that is that is a do you play, do, do you play on small worlds is that what it is really <laughs> were you gonna say that was a lie it was exaggerate. You're, you're, <laughs> really? Turns. All right. Here's how. It, Are you talking about Civ again? Yeah. What turn do you think you stole my worker? Did I steal your worker with a horse or with a with a warrior? With the initial spawned in thing. <laughs> right. Well, it would have taken you at least twelve turns to build a worker. So, I mean, I don't know. Somewhere between turn twelve and twenty-five, I, I might have stolen your worker. If I did, you might have stolen my worker. Shut the fuck up, you lying piece of shit. You know you stole my worker. <laughs> I steal a lot of workers. That's a strategy. Early in the game, I you, steal. Everyone my knows about this worker steal. I'm choking you out at paintball. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. <laughs> It's gonna hurt. What he was what he was talking about earlier. He's like, I've I've been choked out a couple times, and I was like, Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it as much as he seems to. I, it's very scary towards the end. It feels like dying. <laughs> hmm. Everything's going dark, and you're completely helpless to the person who's cinching and cinching and cinching, just impossibly. It's tired. the memory loss that gets me. Like it, one. Like, I have a personal memory loss. Like, the last time I did it, I was in Tokyo, right, with, with Joe Lozon and, and um, Ricky Lundell, his, his grappling coach at the time. And um, when I came to, there were two cameras on me and studio lights. <laughs> and I didn't know why. And, and, like, everyone was paying attention to me. And, like, I, I'm like, like, okay, I'm trying to size up this situation and not make a fool of myself and i'm just like why is everyone looking at me those are lights and those are cameras what <laughs> how did i get here and so uh, is, is that why like whenever you're watching ufc when a guy gets knocked out and he comes to he's like fighting the ref yeah that happens a lot they just yeah they don't know what's <laughs> like what i've done that yeah because I'm a moment not, before uh, not a ref fighting. but I, i've yeah. been choked out in practice and um what happened is the, the the instructor, like the black belt who's teaching the class, noticed my head was at like an awkward angle. So he came over and had the, the better grappler like stop choking me. And uh, in my head, what was happening is I was like, all right, I can't see anymore, but maybe I can still make a, you know, make a win out of this. Like I hadn't given up yet. And there's like a mental dialogue going on, like, oh, I, I, like I know this is going poorly, <laughs> but, but maybe I'm not done. <laughs> In real life, I'm limp. In real life, I'm limp and I'm out. But my brain is still trying to, like, pull a win out. And uh, when my vision comes back, I immediately go for a double leg. And the instructor's like, whoa, whoa, settle down, settle down there. <laughs> and the, everyone's watching, by the way. Like, everyone knows what just happened except me. And there's this, it's, it, it's embarrassing for me anyway, for them all to have this period of time where they know and I don't. Like, what just went down. And um, I'm like, no, no, I can go. I can go. You know, let, let, let's keep rolling. And he's like, nope, you take a seat on that wall and you chill. And I'm like, no, 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 I can go. I can go. He's like, you're not going anywhere but that wall. <laughs> and then and I sat there like I was in timeout as I collected <laughs> myself. And um, I think I did finish the, the practice, but I had a horrible, awful headache. 
And if I could describe it, I was just like dumb. Like, like I, I didn't really feel with it. I was um, traveling. I was in California and I don't live there. And I had to drive back to the hotel. And in retrospect, I almost liken it to drunk driving. Like when I got to the hotel and pulled into my lot you know, or space, it was like, <sighs> you know, like safe, you know, from here. Mm -hmm. If I could just get my body to my room, drink a lot of water, and sleep this off. Like, that was my... Can you my... prepare for it, really? Like, if you know what's <clears> going to happen, can you put yourself in the right state of mind? Or every time it happens, it's kind of like, and I'm gone, and you wake up totally blissfully unaware. You're Not blissfully, supposed to panicking. tap in advance. Um, at the time this, this chokeout happened, I was, I was pretty rookie. And I didn't recognize that I was, like was going to get choked. And, uh, and it happens quick. Like, so... There's an air choke, which probably everyone knows about, and they you know, close that off. And it's slow. It takes like 30 or 30 seconds or better for an air choke to work. And then there's a blood choke where they get these two guys, and that'll happen in three seconds, you know, especially if you're, like, exercising. Like, if you were to sit in your chair and I were to do it to you, it might take, like, 10 <clears> seconds <throat> or more. But if you were to finish your jog and then I did it, I think in three seconds you'd be done because you really need that, that blood. Taylor, were you there when Joe choked me unconscious in that hotel lobby? Uh, was it the Marriott near Chicago, or whatever yeah. it was near Chicago? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. It was. yeah. That was <coughs> is that a, is that a regular UFC fighter party trick? <laughs> Just <laughs> choke people. We out. were having a discussion, kind of like the one we're having now, and and everybody, nobody wanted to get choked out. Um, I'm sure Woody volunteered. I don't know why he didn't get choked. I don't know why because, it wasn't me. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know how that happened because he's usually the first to be like, yeah, do it. I don't fucking care. Right? <laughs> Whatever. Meanwhile, I can't remember names. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I was just like, I'll do it. I'll do it. All right. And I just remember just... just I, I, he Wait, was, like, was that the same night that we had both been drinking after he refed me and you wrestling in the front lawn of the hotel? Probably. Was it the night... Did Was that the night that I drank all that queso? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, okay. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I, you, you combine drinking and choking. That's dangerous. No. No queso. That's that's melted cheese. I know what queso is, but Merca implied alcohol. I thought. <laughs> oh. Not a ton. Not as not much as our game where we watch yeah. the fucked up videos in the basement. If no. anyone's listening, don't combine alcohol and choking. Do it. Woody's just trying to be. Tell you I to mean, be a people don't die that way. Best case scenario, <laughs> don't combine don't choking do with anything. <laughs> yeah. Don't get choked. You know, just just keep except queso. Yeah, that was awful though. He, he's just like, I, he basically said, I'm not going to let you go if you tap. And I was like, well, I, I guess that's the idea, but I don't want to know that. And it's just, <laughs> just everything goes dark and quiet. It's, it's kind of peaceful. It does feel like dying though, I feel like, when someone chokes, I mean, chokes you unconscious. If you do it for like an extra 30 seconds, is that person going to die? They won't be as sharp. As if when you just keep doing it, I guess I would die. If he didn't let go, right. I would die. Yeah. I don't think it's 30 seconds, though. Like, yeah, two, I, I, like I don't know. At like two minutes, maybe I'm not as bright as I used to be. Two and a half right. minutes, maybe I don't wake up. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to think what of the, the difference between... Drowning, right? Yeah, I'm trying to think of the difference it's between like, uh, like what you see in movies and real life. Because I feel like in movies, it's like, and yeah, yeah. you're dead. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not like that at all. Yeah. I mean, there's been plenty of slow stoppages in the UFC and stuff where guys are out you know, being choked for too long. Yeah, and Ten, tens of seconds, if you will. You know, the yeah, guy... yeah. Like an extra thirty seconds. No, that's not going to kill a guy. 
But I don't know where that does extra kick in. Extra couple minutes. I yeah, mean, extra couple minutes. That's how you do it. That's how you kill people. You know, that's... that's <laughs> so we're in here, folks! <laughs> Brought to you to by Crunchyroll, Crunchyroll.com for all of your anime needs. Hey, you I have... Oh, I'm sorry. I, God, I, I ruined the mid... Please, Crunchyroll, for, Crunchyroll, forgive me. I ruined the mid... Start over. He didn't do it on purpose! <laughs> he didn't mean it. <clears throat> if you'd like to go to... <laughs> You'd like to read it better. Stop. Oh, okay. um, if you, you gotta make it with sure more of an happy. accent, more, more of a, more of a more serious, of a, accent. more of a soft NPR accent. Can you do it? Actually, don't do an accent. They don't like goofing off on the roll. No, they do. They, they do. They were being here's a special announcement people. for our viewers who are serious about anime. I'm hooking you up with the world's largest anime lineup on Crunchyroll. That's Crunchyroll.com/pka. That's how you get a free month of premium. With zero ads, 1080p quality, it doesn't matter what device you're watching on. It could be your Roku or your phone or your tablet. Xbox. Pretty Any much device, everything. Exactly. Yeah. Crunchyroll has a few new uh, featured shows they want to talk about. That's Khan Kali, The Testament of New Sister, the, excuse me, The Testament of Sister New Devil, Cute High Earth Defense Club Love, Military, and Saikano, How to Raise a Boring, boring Girlfriend. Um, of course, classics like Ta Attack on Titan that we watched before, and apparently Ruby, which we uh, saw that clip from earlier. I think that's going to be looks badass. Yeah, so go to Crunchyroll.com/pka and sign up for premium to get a whole month of uh, free anime, ad free. Ad free. Yep. If so you like anime, better than Hulu. You need Crunchyroll. I don't like to it. I really have a dislike for Hulu. And it's it's oh. it's the cliche reason. It's what everybody points out in Reddit ads. comments and such. It's not just the ads. It's that the ad will be like in fucking 4K, but <laughs> the the program will, seems to be in standard def. It's like, what are you doing with your bandwidth here? Come on, don't don't it's fuck true. me and then just shove it in my face with a Chrysler ad. I can uh, see every stitch on the fucking Honda Accord seat. <laughs> I'm trying to watch Workaholics on my it's phone, like but then going around the corner at like 60 exactly. frames per second. You're like, that looks incredible. I would watch that. You, you yeah. think you're still watching James Bond, but no, it's, it's a fucking Honda ad. Uh, yeah. No, good. That, yep. that does annoy me. And I didn't know that there were commercials the first time I signed up for Hulu. And I was like, yeah, this is great. They got, I, don't, I wanted to watch The Shield or something, and they had it. And immediately, as soon as the first commercial played, I was like, nah, nah, fuck this. We're uninstalling. Like, I'm getting my $6 back. Like, to I be fair, though, I still have it. And so let's not burn any bridges. Hulu, if you're out there, <laughs> you're good enough. You know, oh, yeah. that should be their tagline. We're Hulu. good enough. It's annoying. We're not Netflix, but we're good enough. <laughs> I, I can hardly I, join this Hulu conversation because once I found out there were ads and you paid, I didn't give them a chance. Yeah, I uh, I've fallen in love with now uh, Sling TV. I love Sling TV. It's from uh, I think it's Dish Network, and you get a bunch of channels and. You get it, and they already have it on. It's like really early, but they have like AMC. Um, I, I have it for ESPN and uh, Cartoon Network or Disney XD. Do you hear Apple's doing anything? Yeah, with uh, HBO Now. Not just that. I think they're going to have their own package. Oh, it's 30 yeah. bucks a month. And I guess they want to be your cable provider, but they work over the internet. The challenge is for me anyway, like... To me, Netflix and, and Crunchyroll, of course, are the minimums. So that's 8 and 6, 14. You throw Apple on there, and you're at 44. And HBO Go is how much? Well, HBO Now is fourteen ninety nine. I actually, I covered this in the, uh, the show today 15. because, yeah, all because the, the, the question is, you know, now that all these places are offering a la carte, like, 
is it actually going to save you money? Um, and I, I think in general it is. I think PlayStation View is fucking crazy. Um, because if you've seen their service, it's Mm-mm. it starts at forty nine ninety nine. It just launched today. And it has like a bunch of things, but it doesn't have uh, I think it's it doesn't have CBS, it doesn't have the CW. But I think the thing the thing a lot of people forget is that like if if you search your area, there are so many areas that you can get uh, all your local channels HDTV yep. uh, free. Mm-hmm. And you, all you have to do is go to like Amazon, get like a fifty mile thing. It costs thirty five dollars, and you get all those channels for free. And uh, and that's most places. And I think everyone forgets that that's a fucking thing. That the TV, yeah, that there's TV out there for free. Free TV. Everyone forgot. I like, yeah. <laughs> Don't do commercials anymore, though. So like, how much is HBO now going to be? Fifteen ninety nine. Oh, that will save money. I, if I could have got Directv with only HBO Go and like sports packages, I would. But they make you buy all that horseshit nonsense. Yeah, thanks yeah, for the password, it, by the way. I appreciated that. Yeah, oh, that's well. That's the thing. It becomes a question of. Is it? It's either going to be fifteen dollars a month, or if you feel comfortable enough with someone to get their HBO Go password. <laughs> I got free HBO Go for almost four years, and I and so did I. As a result a of his free HBO Go, <laughs> hundreds there of people, hundreds of us, because I passed it on to like two or three. Like, I was just like, can't give it to anyone though. This is just me and you, right? <laughs> so that's yeah, actually, I was that's... deep into that family in the first place, and then I introduced you, and we were just a weird offshoot of the family. Like every time you tried to watch a game of. Thrones oh, you gotta be quick! You gotta be quick! Oh, yeah. here's the problem though: you can only have a couple of devices watching simultaneously. So when Game of Thrones comes on, I'm 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 clicking it, there. not available. Backup, click it, not available. Backup, click it, not. And I'm just like as fast as I can, like waiting on it to debut. And I'd still usually miss out on it, and so it'd be like <laughs> maximum number of devices, or, or and I'm just like shit. And so yeah. I'd wait like an hour, two hours, still couldn't do it. And I'm like, some of these motherfuckers have just paused Game of Thrones, haven't they? <laughs> they just paused that shit, and they're just take, they're just eating we dinner or something while it sits in their paws. No honor among thieves. I did yeah. that. Yep. I mean, that's the, that's, the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the one bad thing about Sling TV. You can only have one device at a time. And that's mm-hmm. kind of, for me, that's kind of shitty. I, I like it cheap. I, I feel like I'm the cheapest guy here. Outside of Crunchyroll and Netflix, No. You know, I hear these packages that are like 40 bucks and 30 bucks. No. Woody, have you ter- heard about this thing? I think it, I think they just made it. It's called uh, Torrents. I think, am I pronouncing that right? <laughs> no, oh, I haven't internet. heard of it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's on the internet. Yeah. Torrents. I don't know. No, I think, but I think that's, I think that's the exact reason why they should allow, uh, like, as many devices, well, maybe within reason, like five devices, stuff like that. Because otherwise, I mean, if you're if you're just holding out, people are gonna just steal it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, until they, you're gonna un- be watching a show, and some asshole is gonna log into your account, and it's gonna go boop. Oh, your <laughs> show stopped because this dickhead logged in on his computer. That's when you click that other button that says deactivate all devices. You're like, fuck, fuck. <laughs> that's that's like the red button with the with the cover on top. That like everybody who's part of one of those trains hopes never happens. That the master and commander who's paying the nine dollars, twelve dollars, <laughs> fifteen bucks a month finally goes, motherfucker, I pay for this shit. And he gets it, and like <laughs> screens go black across. The <laughs> Change password. the indiana jones scenes with the melted faces (laughs) Uh, hey i got a new question go ahead yeah this is an ama my passion lies with politics and always has 
Should I choose what I love with the possibility on having to fall back on the teacher salary, or should I take the guaranteed good money of an office job that I have no real passion for? Those aren't your only two options. Don't limit yourself to just two. You could yeah. do one or the other and work on something else in the meantime. It's important to put food on the table and not starve and become a scary version of you. But it's also important to fulfill your, uh, your life goals and make yourself happy. Yeah, that's, that's always the weird thing because every time a YouTuber gets this question, they're like, follow your dreams. And I'm like, motherfucker, we got lucky. <laughs> I was like, we, we were a day off of maybe having a job at Walmart that we're mocking right now. Exactly. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's like, well, you, what you want to do is go to 2005 and open up a channel. <laughs> That's what you, you want to do. No, <laughs> 50 channels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. First of all, you go to 2005 and domain squat on all the YouTube channels. Um, what was I going to say? There's. Oh, oh. And, and anytime there's like a celebrity, right, on camera telling you to follow your dream, and it's like, yeah, well, you're the 0.1%. You know, how many people follow their dream and are now serving up fries at Wendy's? Howard Stern will call him out on that bullshit. Like someone will say something. He's like, <coughs> you, "You'd say it's probably like a one in a ten million shot, though, right? Becoming like a professional football player or mm -hmm. like they're a rap star or something like that." He's like, "You're like a one in a ten million, though, right? You you ever sit and like count your blessings about that?" And it's like, "Yeah, he totally." It, don't reach for the stars if it's literally the stars you're reaching for. Like maybe tone it down a little bit. So, so my my car. contractor so into a has a well, not my contractor, but a guy that works for my contractor has a son who's a baseball player, and apparently this kid is something special. He's a special baseball player. He's a pitcher, and um, they're talking about like scholarships and schools he could go to and stuff like that. And uh, like I mentioned UNC, and he's like, "Nah, there's a couple problems. One, in baseball, because there's so many players, they don't tend to get full scholarships. So you want some, you know, like, like, that's a thing. Price matters, and." Uh, Two, he's like at UNC, he wouldn't start all the time. They'd redshirt him and then they'd put him, you know, like as a freshman, he'd barely play and he wouldn't really be pitching till his junior and senior year at a school like that. So they're looking at like not elite baseball schools, yet they still think he's going to be a pro. And it's like, baby, you know, the people that no, make it pro, they started at UNC. Mm -hmm. Like, I, dude, it's such a long shot. Baseball is one of those sports where if if you it, it seems to me maybe I, maybe I'm wrong but like if they're good at 17 they're you can usually the pros were good at 17 like like they were they were they were ridiculously uh, talented when they were 17 years old it's like it seems like one of those things where like you've either got it or you don't not a lot of guys and spend four years in the minors and then come up and are successful it just doesn't what's seem like they interesting are. about baseball to me is it feels like a lot of people make it pro right there's like triple a double a single a you know minor leagues and then the other stuff probably that i can't think of and the majors it's not like basketball where you're either in the nba or in college maybe hmm. a dev league you know guy here or there makes it but lots of players who don't have a chance at going pro in they're making the majors in baseball can play in the minors and it's just it's like dude they hire 10 times as many as like football, right? And in the NFL, what's the NFL development league? I don't think it exists. Is the European league still even a thing? I don't know. There's arena football. There's Canadian, Canadian football. Yeah, it was like you have CFL, yeah. but that's a whole different game almost. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, but it, in baseball, a lot of people go pro who don't end up making the majors. Also, but even if you're in the team, but even the farm league, like AAA, you get paid pretty well. But. Yeah. 
That said, it's still limited as far as a career option. Uh, me, you might know better than me. I always hear about how broke they are in, in the minor leagues, but maybe that's not AAA. But here's a guy who wants to go into politics, and he's always loved that. What are his qualifications thus far? He, he really say. likes House of Cards. It's his passion. So I say no. that you finish the series, see how it ends, then pick the career <laughs> if you want to do. <laughs> well, if you're going to be in politics, that's a really ru- that's a really rough background that you that you need to start laying at an early age. I know someone who's planning on uh, either working on her goal is to work on a, a campaign team for for a politician. But already, like like I don't know, she's been to three or four universities. She's she's studied across the country. She's in like multiple honor societies and she's a, some sort of fucking laureate. Like she's always right, doing, going above and beyond, doing all this charity work and this, all this free time. She, she's got zero free time. She's doing so much stuff and she's 22. So mm. if, you're, if you don't have that kind of passion, the kind where like you have zero time to yourself and you're, you're going to be the super version of you for like the next 15 years of your life and then it gets hard, like maybe politics isn't the place to go. That's a, those are rough waters. I don't even I know how to get into politics. Like, what's the entryway? Like, if you were to ask me, Woody, I want to be a senator. How do I start? Well, first become an internet billionaire. That's <laughs> 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 you know? step one. Step two, run for office. Or, you know, first become a pro athlete. Or first become, well, at least, at the very least, an attorney. And, Marry uh, into the Bush family. Right, right. Choose your mm-hmm, wife. Mm-hmm. Choose, choose your family carefully. That seems like an important thing. Um like it, it just seems like that's not a job that's even open. My my daughter would like to be an ambassador to another country. Hmm. Well, those are often chosen from people who've donated more than a hundred grand to a political campaign. Yeah. You know, over like several campaigns. There you go, Woody. Get cracking on this. <laughs> right. I could buy it for her. It's it's time to start donating right about now. The next election cycle's coming around. You could make this happen. Imagine you get it for her and she's not grateful because she wanted like <laughs> France or Spain and you're like, You are the ambassador Portugal. to yeah. Ghana. It's <laughs> no, like, Bolivia, Dad. <laughs> no, I hate getting shots. You can get the European Union or this is over. <laughs> I used to I used to want to get into politics really really badly just cuz it seemed like you know I could have like an impact but uh Lindsay said that she would leave me if I ever tried Really? Yeah. I used to daydream about downhill. it but with all the stuff I've said on my YouTube channel like I have just there's so many campaign attack ads. This <laughs> any chance. And anytime you have I to fantasize about it, I get like six minutes into like what I would do as a politician. And already in my fantasies, I'm already taking bribes and being shit <laughs> and like doing ridiculous shit, like getting ahead. So I would not That's be a good awesome. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the, the only person I can think of that was like really, well, not the only, but the, the main person I can think of that was like a public figure in any capacity that's close to a YouTuber uh, was uh, a guy, Sean Duffy. He was on The Real World and now he's like a, he's a congressman. Uh, and his story, I think, is, is kind of the only story that works for YouTubers because we've said so much shit uh, that you just have to find a, a point in a country where uh, something like the Tea Party can come about where everyone's just like really rabid and, and then just, and that's when you can jump in. I so can name another Party example. Or Hitler? Is that what you're going to go with? <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. 
Oh, yeah, California is a weird beast. Yeah. They were rabid beast, about. Though. Was it Jerry yeah. Brown? Was he the guy in there at the time? And they they like recalled him, which is kind of like impeachment. They they said, you know what? I know your term's not done, but we gotta we gotta think this through. And they did another vote, and like porn stars were running, and like everybody was running. Right. Yeah, and it was just like total chaos and a joke. And Schwarzenegger's running, and he's one of the leading candidates, but. He's like smoking pot. He's comp- in his history, right? Smoking pot. There's the actor thing, of course. There's, um, you know, he's comparing weightlifting to sex and all sorts of weird things where, like, almost like a YouTuber, he's fueled the campaign ads. And um, silly stuff is like the ice villain and Batman or whatever. And he's just like, look, you know, I haven't lived my life in an effort to run for politics. But, you know, these are my takes on the issues. So he essentially, he essentially had uh, our Hulu Plus ad. Good enough. (laughs) He just said, like, yeah, all that other stuff, I admit it was silly, but here I am now. And anyone who was like, put this other stuff, it was like, well, no, he answered that. You know. I didn't think his portrayal of Mr. Freeze was embarrassing. Really? I thought it was, it was lackluster. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was a terrible performance. I just don't think. It was embarrassing as an actor, but not as a human being. Like... I mean, he should be ashamed that he did that. Yeah, and, just, yeah. well, he was—he was just part of a bum. That's about it. The, the, that was wasn't the, the bum. Movie. The costume, oh, of course I it thought, was. was silly. All those right. one-liners. Yeah. Oh goodness. Um, but back to this guy. Passion with politics, or should he get guaranteed good money of an office job? Get the good money. You're going to need it for politics. Yeah. It's just politics. I feel like he's right there with like pro athlete and you know celebrity. I think it all also depends on age. Um, I feel like that's the best thing about mm. early 20s. Hopefully, as long as you're, you're kind of, you're playing the odds of, you know, I'm going for this, but there is some semblance of a, uh, backup of like plan. a, yeah, backup plan or some sort of parachute. Uh, if not, but also I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm a guy that, that jumped into a thing that what did, I didn't make money the first three and a half years. So I don't know. I, I would, I would say go for the passion even if that doesn't end up being your goal, uh, hopefully, if you do it right, you'll meet the right people, and you'll and you'll bounce back somewhere. That was a very <laughs> politically correct answer. Maybe I'm telling you, man. Twenty thirty six. I'm going to be president, or not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, money's nice. Like it, it's there's a. <laughs> Whoa, Wait, tell, tell us more people. about this. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a stress that comes with living paycheck to paycheck that most people have. There's, um, you know, like it, I, I, in my, I made a video recently talking about choosing a college major. And uh, in it, I was like, you know, like there are girls who don't want to date broke guys. And yeah, all of them. Yeah, some would say like, oh, I wouldn't want a gold digger anyway. Okay. There are guys that don't want to date fat women. Does that make them horrible? No, it's just it's part of what you're looking for in a mate. Right. I mean, that's a question, though, is is having money the same as a physical attribute? Right. Is it the same as being tall? Right. In 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 the, the grand scheme of like evolution, you know? Yes. Uh, well, the, yeah. Right. So <laughs> me, I mean, that's it's not thing. even a hard question. Yeah. You a know, lot of people, if, having money today no. is just like providing food, you know, a thousand years ago. Like, you know, I, yeah, I would like a husband I think, who's qualified. Go on. I, I think that a rich man is attractive for the same reasons that a tall man would have been attractive a thousand years ago. He'd, just, he'd be better at whacking that other dude with his fucking uh, club <laughs> or whatever. He's a tall guy. He'll kick some ass. He'll take care of you. He's a provider. The same thing with 
the guy with you know a bigger wallet, I suppose. He's someone who can take care of you, provide for you, if that's what you're going for. So does that make this, you this think what, less of one of those girls that would go on a, uh, what is it, a sugar daddy website? A sh- I, no, absolutely not. No, I would okay. go on a, if there were a website where I could go, <laughs> where there would be wealthy like cougars who were like, I'm uh, good looking and, and, that's and gotta be take- a thing, right? Oh, no. I would love that. If there's- sugar boy, <laughs> wait one second. I'm going to, I'm going to register sugar boy. Only men have to- <laughs> Only men have to like go to the extent of making a website to find that. <laughs> Don't worry, like, I'll, like, I'll give you. A woman I'll would be too you, classy. Uh, she would. She I'll would. Have, you, she would just find it. All right, one second. I'm gonna register this, and then I'm gonna set up an affiliate <laughs> program, and you can go to sugarboy.com/pka. Let me forward my. I'll forward, you, I'll forward my headshots. Just one moment here. Let's, I want to be the first client. Yeah, I would absolutely. I would love that. I would jump at that if there were like some like 50 year old woman who wanted to take me on some sort of. Uh, cruise across the black sea and and uh and and use my young supple body i'd be okay with that com is available <laughs> get it it's, oh, it's 9.99 on GoDaddy. <laughs> take it take it i'll be right back this is <laughs> yeah i know everyone's like one second fuck you <laughs> i'll take it get it, get it phil I, I wouldn't do anything with it Sugar it's just going to be a picture of my penis. That's all it's going to be. <laughs> it needs to be by Saturday. <laughs> I want it to be Kyle photoshopped onto a bunch of bodies of ladyboys and very young, nubile children. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, on this guy, I, uh, I would try to find some guaranteed good money at a job you don't hate. You know, like it, yeah. It, yeah. it's not like it's politics or, you know, ditch digging, assuming that's your least favorite job. Um, you know, it, it could be politics or something else that you kind of like do that yeah. other thing. Do you have, do you guys have like a worse job? You probably talked about this at some point. Cause I know mine I know was probably uh, call center. Call center escalation was the worst fucking thing on the planet. I like that job. You like that job? Mm-hmm. Just for me, I worked. Uh, our call center did several things. Um, it was bank accounts, which people angry about overdraft fees is a rough time because it's mm-hmm. just like people in like terrible situations. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I worked for AT and T for people in the uh, that had fifty six k, and so it was just old people really <laughs> angry about like not and, and and you just have to like it's twenty minutes of explaining, ma'am. To test it, you have to get off the phone, <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> to test it, you have to get off the phone. Uh, and it was just ugh, it's bad. That times. is awful. I worked. I did tech support for a company that really valued support. They sold it. Uh, it my customers were typically in IT, and it was an enterprise level. Like, um, uh, the heck are the systems that run your entire company? ERP systems. So manufacturing companies would call and they'd have their like tricky problems and stuff. And uh, um, you know, I would solve it. Sometimes I'd write little bits of code that gave them a report or fix their data. Other times I'd just teach them how to use the software. And um, what I liked about it is I often felt like a hero. Like they would call me in some state of crisis and I'm like, all right, I'm your man. This is what I do. You know, let's look into this, and I'd you know tell them what the type, and they tell me what they're seeing, and uh, I'd get it sorted out for them. So mm. that you know, my experience was was that like I always that's I'd, way better. Yeah, typically I'd hang up the phone feeling like yeah, you know, they freaking love me. You know, I I just off like if they're in IT and things aren't going right, someone's blaming them for what's happening, and then 
I make them a hero and they are in turn grateful toward me. And I really like that part of the job. Even yeah, when I, uh, I coded, I liked fixing bugs and solving problems as opposed to new stuff sometimes just because of the gratitude of, you know, the people that you served. I want, I want your experiences because I feel like I've just been conning my way and tricking everyone through my life. That's my life, I feel like. <laughs> like your, 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 your story is just like very like majestic sounding and mine just like scheming and like climbing through sludge. Uh. I guess mine would be when I was 16 or 17, it was like my first real, like I worked at a law office for a while just as like an intern and I like was convinced that I was going to be able to like really be exposed to shit it like that attorneys are because I was like really into being an attorney back then mm-hmm. and I thought I was going to be like law and order like figuring shit out not at all not at fucking all I was just a bitch who made coffee and went and like picked up five dollar footlongs and hot and ready pizzas and if they ever did like they had me pick up a couple clients a few times where it was just like god damn it I'm not even around I thought it was going to be criminal law. It was actually like schooling law. So there was no fun. It was all like, hey, these PE teachers can't be running the kids that hard. And it's like, ah, you you got me. And like, that that was it. Nothing of value. So that was not difficult, but very aggravating and may have ruined my life since I have chosen to (laughs) be an attorney now. Yeah. I um, am. I've never done this job, but one that sounds horrifying to me is being a toll booth person. Like, Imagine how slowly time passes if you sit eight hours in a toll booth and everyone who's next, like everyone that you serve hates you, right? No one's ever happy paying a toll. So there's nothing but like disgruntled kind of like, here you go. But I feel like highway should be free. Um, There's like carbon monoxide rolling in the building that you're existing in is small and dirty and yucky, right? They always have like century old papers thumbtacked to the walls and stuff like that. Probably slow uh, internet. You probably slow There's internet. There's just enough work that you can't sit down and really relax to do anything. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, imagine wanting to watch a TV show and being interrupted every 45 seconds. That's worse than no TV, perhaps. It, it's just mm-hmm. like a toll booth taker is, is awful. Another thing that I would really hate, while it's not specific, existing in government bureaucracy. Like, you just imagine like a loud HVAC system in a poorly maintained government building that's like 85 years old at this point. You don't make any kind of change. It's bureaucratic. There are people who aren't really same team, right? Like their whole objective is just to obstruct you from doing your job. Backstabby like bullshit. That That is like a horrible environment for me that I wouldn't like to work in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's my that personal... Awesome. Sorry, I, I've, I've been busy trying to double check if sugar, sugarboy.com <laughs> is taken, you liar. <laughs> Wait, really? Well, you have to spell yeah. it sugar B-O-I to let people oh, know that you're right. like, oh, my God. Oh, wait, can, 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 can we do, what about sugar bay? <laughs> so, many, so many different options. Or sugar dough. Here, push incoming. Check this out. Oh, wait. No, easy. Sugardick.com. Done. Has to be Look a thing. Look at the no, push I just sent. Click Guaranteed. on that link. It's on my toolbar, so I know that's taken. Sugar bo- I don't like that, though. Nobody's going to spell it with an E. Look at... Oh! Oh, what? Did I, what? I spelled sugar wrong. That's the problem. <laughs> you spelled sugar with an E. Mm. Sugar boy. Ooh, now he's about a fancy French boy. 
Is also, that like That was the guy's name from. Um... <laughs> God, that's the trouble. Also, also, it makes me really sad that I was so excited that I literally went to my hover account and I was like, sugarboy.com, get this shit now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, what, what is sugarboy.com? Let's go there. Let's see. There's, there's nothing there. Someone, someone uh, squatted on it in 2004, or sorry, 2014. Bastards. That was bastards. They knew that the sugar so, dick craze was coming. Duh, sugar mama is taken right the, the sugar mommy right wouldn't that oh, yeah, be the equivalent go. of like sugar daddy sugar, sugar mommy is taken sugar mama i did sugar mama and sugar mommy they're both taken. like a what sugar buddy just, just a rich man to... who's heterosexual and wants a friend to have fun with he's just a sugar buddy Takes you on his boat, ties your beers. Oh my God. That would be the ideal situation. Even Sugar Bay is taken. This is some bullshit. Sugar <laughs> Buddy's taken. No, I'd like Sugar Buddy. That'd be cool. Just that would be rich, cool, right? Just, just a dude that plays Madden with you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Better be that. That's a dude. Because he's rich. Like, and he just wants rich as fuck. And he just needs someone to take with him on his adventures. You know, he's tired of, like, you know, some woman who's going to use him. And she's going to sit on the sidelines when he, like, I don't know, paraglides with a harpoon just, in his hand anyway. So he just takes me with him so we can do that together. I've had a similar yeah. idea, except it was Tinder for friends. Like, there's already Tinder for <laughs> boyfriend, so girlfriend. That's so fucking sad. To even think about. <laughs> <laughs> what if you were like, all right, who lives in my area that's down for like just being a friend? I think this gives you another five percent gay because you're uh, you're God basically. Damn it! I'm up to like fifty percent gay now at this point. Forty-five. So, so Philip, you don't know. Well, it's, it's it's 2015. If you're not at least fifty percent gay, you're probably homophobic, according to the internet. See, <laughs> oh, and yeah. now, now the concept is that gay isn't a binary Absolutely. thing; it's a spectrum, right? You know, oh, like, yes. if if you like porn with guys in it, then I'm knocking you down for at least five ten percent gay. A lot of people knock that one. If you look at the guy. 15, right? Um, if uh, used to have a pretty penis. I yeah, think I think that if you're if you're making stats about how gay someone is in porn, you're probably the most insecure <laughs> person on the planet. <laughs> so Wings of Redemption yeah. is like you know, ah, put me down for at least twenty five percent gay because I like guys with good looking penises in porn. If they're not circumcised or if the circumcision's not really a, a one that meets his standard, then he. Uh, you know, he, he doesn't if like the that girl video. Is not a sufficient amount. <laughs> well, I mean, as, as, we're joking, but I mean, if you saw a small penis in porn, it's probably like a sad penis. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. It's not what you'd expect. If you've ever searched for like those monster penis videos, you're at least some percent gay. <laughs> Eighty. <laughs> no, not 80 but like yeah for a fact that i've searched for like shit shit chomping videos because i did it on taylor's laptop i know <laughs> we did it in the lobby of the marriott <laughs> oh, no. play this game where <clears throat> here's what you need for the game a laptop an internet connection a couple of buddies and a bottle of booze and basically someone like myself challenges i have a video that you can't watch without flinching or you have to take a shot there are also judges involved who are sober. And they need to be sober. If, if drunk people were judging, this would it just... It gets out of control, control quickly. Yeah, out of control. There's a lot of fucked up shit on the internet. <laughs> so I would go to, uh, to a really fucked up website, and I'd play a video of, you know, the most disgusting, awful, shocking thing I could think of. And, you know, it usually involved, like, one of the videos I found was a man, uh, I'm going to say about 45 years old, mustache, curly, dark hair, pretty long. Um, Not so far, I, right? Just wait for it. <laughs> is lying in a bathtub 
um, he's wearing goggles, like uh, like swimming goggles, and there's a woman <laughs> squatting over him. It quickly becomes apparent that she has to relieve her bowels, and she does. And it is so much goddamn shit <laughs> that, that, that you wonder if it's a real woman. Like, did they CGI some of that shit in there? And then you realize you're on motherless.com, and, and this is for reals. And you, she shits more shit than I've ever shat. Okay, it's so much poop, that, and he's mun. He, you gotta keep in mind this is the kicker. He's munching it like he hasn't eaten ever in his life, and it's soft serve ice cream. He's just um 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 and downing it like pudding as much. But it's all over his face as well. Eagerly, it's, thankful it's for eager. the opportunity. Yeah. Did yeah. anyone watch that without cracking? I did. Yeah, you watched that without cracking. Yeah, that wasn't the one. I don't know what. I, yeah, think I don't know if I. I I didn't play this guy with you guys, but I, I like to think I could do pretty well. But it, I also wonder if you it's poke at my soft like, spots, right? Because yeah. it's not the two girls, one cup that's going to beat me. It's certainly not any kind of animal sex because I'm down. But when have, you get to like the, the girls with the hurt feelings stuff, like I, I feel like they target me. But this, this is one of the videos we watched. Uh, we watched a man. We watched a man uh, cut off his penis and balls. Um, slowly with a variety of tools. Is that um, the Pain That's Olympics? That's the Pain Olympics. Yeah, yeah, we watched that That's one. A, we, yeah. I think we also watched the wasps and firecrackers inserted in the vagina. Oh, and we watched the uh, the glass jar, and this was years ago, and this is a little mm. newer. Still not new, but the glass jar that the guy has up his asshole, and then it the squeezes, shatter, and there's... Shatter, yeah. yeah. Yes. That has to be my least favorite internet little clip ever. Mine too. Just I'd as rather, you can hear him, like you can hear it shatter, and then you, would, as he's standing up, you can hear the crinkle in his butt of shattered. I'd rather get fucked by to death by two horses, <laughs> <laughs> one broken beer bottle in the in my ass. And if you don't, it wasn't agree a beer bottle. Me, it was a mason bottle. jar. It was it was a glass <laughs> receptacle. And you know how those things break. They break into L-shaped, curved, sharp pieces. And you're, you're, when your butthole, when you get any pain, you know, your like butthole tightens up. You're always talking about that, like, ass-clenching moment. What are you doing, Mirka? Of course, as soon as this thing shatters, that's your first, the first thing you do. You clench on it, and then you just puncture your, your all of your... You, you're going to be pooping in a bag the rest of your life if you survive this. So I'd much rather get fucked by a herd of horses like like <laughs> when, he, when he's like i'd let i'd let him and all 50,000 of his men and their horses fuck you if that get me my crown back i would let that happen to myself rather than take one of those broken bottles in my ass that looked awful new questions and I flinch still <laughs> all right let us crack do you remember what do you remember like which video like made us flinch and actually had to oh. um one of the ones that made me flinch was it was some guy who like intentionally broke an arm bone or a foot bone or a leg bone on someone else, or maybe it was himself. I don't know. I, we were all drunk. It was so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's new, a new topic. AMA. Yeah, let's do another one. Let's start with Merka. Do you think twenty-one is a good drinking age, and why? If not, what age would be good? Uh, I think the best drinking age would probably be nineteen. Because you don't want 18-year-olds, I don't think, because they're just going to sell it to all the other high schoolers. And granted, some kids turn 19, so it's, and it's not the biggest deal. And 21 is just too late, because then it's repressed enough to where people are just getting out of control all the time, where it's like, woo, this is still forbidden and taboo. But it'll never change, because everybody's so staunch about it. Like, before I was of legal age, 
I was like, oh, I, I would defend other people to like drink when you're 18. You shouldn't be able to fight for your country and blah, 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 not get a beer, whatever the fuck. And, but once you turn 21, you don't care anymore because you're good. Like, you don't, nobody's ever going to lobby on behalf of that. Mm-hmm. Ever. Nobody's going to ever say, we need, we need more drunk kids. Yeah. We need more <laughs> young people inebriated in this country. That's what we need. So 19 is ideal, I think. Anyone agree? I think, yeah, I think 18, 19. I mean, it doesn't 19 matter. 19 keeps it out of the schools. Yeah, yeah that's why I mean, 19 makes more sense. I didn't, I didn't have my first drink until I was 18. I graduated uh, a year early, and I, I moved out, and I had my, before that, I, I thought I was straight edge, which is why I have a YouTube channel named SXE Phil. Um, but everyone I know started drinking when they were like 14, 15, 16, which to me sounds crazy. Yeah. Um, well, the I started at 13. Yeah, see, I mean, that's everyone starts so young, it almost doesn't even matter. I didn't like alcohol, though, so, so I, I, it just wasn't a problem. Like, like, there was alcohol readily available in the house. Like, I could t- easily, like, take it from the fridge or the cabinet, but I just didn't want it. I didn't yeah. like alcohol either. I <clears throat> guess I liked being drunk, but I think what I really liked was being bad. I just did bad shit all the time. You know, whether it be, like, breaking curfew, sneaking out of the house, drinking... Um, like driving, we had mopeds and stuff, but we weren't old enough. So we drive those yeah. illegally all over town and stuff. I remember the cop pulled me over one time. He's like, I'm going to be seeing you a lot through your childhood. My- <laughs> <laughs> Looking back, I suppose my parents gave me a lot of trust and freedom in that way. Cause I could pretty much went by the time I, when I was 16, I could just do pretty much whatever I wanted. I could, I mean, as long as I was back that night sometime, it was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as I didn't like, like I had to explain myself if I was going to not be, be there the next day. But uh, other than that, I could really do whatever I wanted I, to. I think I also was given a lot of trust, but I didn't earn it at all. They were and I just, had, yeah, it was and easier. I had I had Chuck to help out with my alcohol <laughs> purchases. I have had some of the silliest times with it. So Chuck, <coughs> for for Phil's help, Chuck was this like forty uh, year old um, sort of bum um, type guy who worked for my father occasionally and had a real alcohol and drug problem and was just kind of a low life that we associated with because he was cheap labor on a farm. So he was my alcohol source, right? So 16 year old me can go get fucking Chuck and be like, Hey Chuck, you want, you want to ride to the liquor store? Hell yeah, man. So you just put Chuck in the car. And so there were, there were all these occasions when, like I said, I didn't want any alcohol, but I had girlfriends who wanted alcohol. So I'd have like three good-looking girls in the car, plus Chuck. And so Chuck thought I was just a pimp. He thought that, like, every time I was showing up, I was showing up with, like, a new group of girlfriends. But in reality, they were maybe one girlfriend and, and a couple of her friends or something like that. But I was, the, I was their alcohol source via Chuck. And I just remember, like, they always wanted, uh, you know, expensive uh, liquors and beers and stuff. But Chuck drank the cheapest of the cheap. So he'd always have his small bottle of whatever I'd bought him. Like, I don't know, some Red Dog 2020 shit. And then there'd be like a bunch of Coronas and stuff. And I just remember he was, ju- he was holding them wrong, right? He was holding the six-pack by that soggy paper handle. And they just broke. The whole sixer hit the concrete floor of the liquor store and shattered. And... <laughs> I'm standing there like 16 years old next to this 42-year-old man who looks like a bum who just shattered all of our beer. And I'm like, get another one. (laughs) And he blamed the defective handle on the thing, and the guy gave him to us for free. Somehow he bullshitted his way into getting free beer. He was like, hey, man, I got them beers for free. Can I get one or two? And I'm like, no, Chuck. This is our beer. You got yours. But every time we went to the liquor store for some reason, the, the liquor store guy had to know. 
that we were facilitating oh, like underage drinking via our friend Chuck because we were just such a motley crew. I got my alcohol um, when I was young by breaking into people's houses, and then I was older with fake ID. Wow, you rogue. Yeah, you were a rogue. An awful and person. then nowadays I just beat a guy up and take it. <laughs> you know. Just take it rush. right from his hand. <laughs> I uh yeah, I mean I think the big reason I stayed away from booze for the longest time is uh my mom and like my slew of stepdads <laughs> had problems with it. And so I always associated uh drinking with crazy people. And then uh and then I, I went over friends' houses, and I was like, oh, my God, your parents drink booze, and then they don't, like, break stuff? This is the most amazing thing on the planet. Um, and the same thing with, uh, with, with marijuana. I, I thought it was this terrible demon drug because one of my first roommates, uh, when I was, like, 18, when I moved out, um, he was the laziest piece of shit on the planet and I thought it was because of the weed and then I realized like oh he's just a lazy piece of shit that smokes weed <laughs> like, no wait he, it, 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 I, oh, I've it. been so I'm not a marijuana expert in terms of experience okay but um it sure does seem like there's a correlation there like there are a lot so? of lazy people who smoke marijuana and I know I, there's different strains and it. such and some of it make you lazy and some of it makes you actually go getter but yeah, I mean, the main difference I would say, I mean, if you talked about like uh, sativas and indicas, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah, it, it's, it's a difference between head stuff and more like straight up body downer kind mm -hmm. of stuff, which if you're waking up and you're taking body downer stuff, you're probably a piece of shit. Um, but, but I mean, for me, I know that a big part of it is uh, like before I go to bed, I don't want to take sleeping pills because I'm going to wake up super crazy groggy and... I don't want to take like I don't want to take an antidepressant or anything like that. It's just for me instead of like drinking tonight just because I was like let's do that. I, I like to know that like 9 p.m. if I'm gonna go to sleep at 10, I can just I can uh, I can either take a small edible if I don't want to use a vaporizer or I can use a vaporizer, do a little, and I know that I'll just I'll sleep perfect. I'll wake up and I'll be refreshed because anytime. I think the thing that I'm re uh, I think is really scary are pills. Pills are fucking crazy scary, and I've seen a lot of friends kind of go down that route, and I can't even imagine because I know that uh, a few years ago, about five years ago, I had a kidney stone and I got Percocet mm -hmm. um, for the pain, and mm -hmm. that's some shit that, that I can see being deal. addictive. Yeah, that's some real deal. Knock They're you mind out. numbing. Yeah, you're, 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 you're you you don't you know anymore. who. You, yeah, you're you don't know who like, you are. You're kind of like sitting in a body, and you're like, "Ooh, yeah." I mean, because <laughs> this is I a know, new existence. Yeah, I all I know is I started taking Percocet while I had that kidney stone, and then four days later, I just didn't have that kidney stone anymore. At some time, I passed it. That's mm. it. Yeah. Um, and so that's some scary stuff. I think I don't know. I'm not one of those people though that I'm like everyone should be able to smoke, man. But I think that at the very least, it should be decriminalized uh, and available for medicinal reasons. For medicinal reasons, I also yeah, think it should be decriminalized. For medicinal reasons, though, I decriminalize everything. Like, so I mean, that's that's a good thing too. If 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 it's something that doesn't affect other people and it's for adults, then at what point do we take off the fucking kid gloves? So, you know, so that's that's a question. For marijuana, I just feel like the the prosecution of it does more harm than good. Um, yeah. I'm not I'm not still not really in favor of 
everyone smoking all the time. I'm afraid mm-hmm. that, you know, that that might be a, a bad thing. But certainly what's even worse thing is throwing people in jail for it and such. When it comes to, I'll say, like, like pick a bad one, like heroin, right? It comes from this experience. My, um, my fr- I had a coworker who was a friend of mine, and his mother was dying. She had cancer. She was old, and she wasn't going to live. So all they really did was make her comfortable and treat her pain. And they used morphine, and it didn't do the trick. She was still in a lot of pain. They couldn't control her pain as she headed towards death. So take that experience and couple it with, like, I don't know, heroin's illegal. Dude, if a doctor's prescribing it, in a situation like hers especially, I'm down for anything. Anything. Get right, take away with that pain. Yeah. Heroin, meth, and cocaine, and whatever else might make acid. I don't care, right? I did guide her off into, into the end uh, painless. And, yeah. you know, if, if you trust doctors, which I do, then everything gets decriminalized. And you just yeah, have to I, trust that, you know, doctors are prescribing it for the right reason. Yeah, it's, it becomes a question of, because, I mean, the number one thing that people talk about when they start comparisons, um, look at the harm that, that booze causes, you know, like yeah, li- liquor way. in general, right? But, I mean, it's that's an argument of if something's bad, let's make all things bad. But it is something where you look at it, and, I mean, other people have said it, when was... <laughs> If you go to a party and there's no booze, you're like, what the fuck is this party? That's, but it's also a drug that kills so many people, whether it be from alcohol poisoning or the effects of them getting behind uh, a vehicle. You know, So it, the argument against everyone's going to smoke weed and become like these stupid idiots that are crashing cars everywhere or these lazy pieces of shit, it becomes kind of moot. Because when was the last time you went anywhere that you couldn't get weed? Right, anywhere. I don't know where to get weed. Yeah, don't, you don't know but, anywhere. <laughs> yeah, literally. If I had cancer, I'd be like reaching out to subs and stuff. Like, can someone give me a source? I don't, <laughs> I don't know how to get weed. <laughs> well, I don't know. With, with that haircut, they're gonna be like, "You're a narc, aren't you? You're a goddamn narc." <laughs> yeah, no. I'd be like going to local colleges. Hello, fellow students. <laughs> What can I score some marijuana cigarettes? Like, <laughs> but um, but yeah, that that's where I'd be. So yeah, but I I guess I'd, I'd figure it out somehow. But yeah, that's that's like my go-to thing. Like, um, my brother had cancer twice, and it impacted his appetite, and of course, it made him nauseous. Or um, yeah, nauseous. So marijuana it can be good with both those things. It can help you get your appetite back, and it can help you control nausea. It's like ah. That seems like a fit, you know, yeah. it, it seemed better than the stuff that they were getting from the hospital. At the very least, a reclassification. I mean, to say marijuana has no medical benefits, like in its current class, that's crazy. I don't know. Anyway, I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just, what I object to sometimes is the people who act like it's a health food. You know, like, oh, oh yeah, you know, like, I take it scale. as a prophylactic against glaucoma. You know, I want to make sure that never comes to me. That's why I'm token up. It's actually good for <laughs> you. It's it's respiratory exercise. It's like, no, it's, come on, dude. You know, I'll admit it's not as bad as alcohol. We're all sort of there. I think everyone's kind of figured that out. But um, the notion that it's that it's a health food or something, that I think you're just taking it too far. You know, let's admit it's yep. a minor vice. Um. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> yeah, have you ever done it? Uh, yeah, 
Oh, should I not ask that question? Uh, Never mind. Hey, hey, Woody. Kind of answered uh, it, didn't I? What's <laughs> the newest server you just launched on WoodyCraft.net? <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'll skip that thing. Uh, and I can tell you, I've never been into it, and I don't know if I ever did it properly. I've, I've certainly never had a good high. I respect it. The the Bill Clinton. You didn't inhale. I like did. Our good old I, I did. I, I don't know. But you know what? I guess I'll. I'll tell Barack Obama. Didn't he write in it? Didn't Barack talk about storing cocaine in his book? He yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a hypocrite on the issue. Is he? Yeah, I guess yeah. so, right? Yeah, I mean, whether you talk about in 08, he said he wouldn't use funds, and then they, well, under his administration, they raided a lot of places, more so than Bush. And, hmm. and I mean, I mean, I understand politically the, the saying, like, you know, I'm president, but, uh, other people there those are the, those are the people that you got to talk to as far as the legalization if enough of this because well, the most recent thing he said if enough of the states do it then congress mm -hmm. will have to i uh, saw that to talk about it for federal i mean it's just i mean the whole federal state thing's a whole fucking crazy clusterfuck you know what i want to answer the pot question i'm coming around uh -oh. to it uh -oh. i did it as an adult a grown man and part of my motivation was i felt like i wanted to get educated on it as a parent um, it wasn't to get high. I, it really wasn't. It wasn't like, oh, I totally need this to enjoy the situation or whatever. And um, <clears throat> I was out of the country, a place where, I don't know if it was legal or not, but it certainly was. A place little. where man's laws did not apply. <laughs> True. <laughs> and, uh, you hunt man for game. <laughs> and the, the people I was on the trip with were more experienced with it than me. They made a bong out of an apple. And um, I, uh, I, I, I inhaled deep. They were all like, whoa. And coughed and stuff. And afterwards, I, it seemed to have no effect. They said that I was talking a lot, but that's every day. And um, uh, and then I guess the next year I tried it again, and it was like an awful kind. I think it made me nauseous. Like, is that a thing that marijuana sometimes does? I mean, there no, you can it's have supposed bad, to be the opposite of that. I I mean, you can you can have different experiences. I mean, I. <laughs> one of the first times I ever had it, I uh, or did it, um, I felt like I was having a heart attack. And I was just like, and I'm going to lay in this bed for 12 hours, terrified of the world. Uh, it, the first that was time. My first, that was my first experience with edibles. That's my, scary. My first experience, I felt like it had no attack, no effect at all. My second one, um, I, I think it gave me a headache or something. And, uh, and I, I never had anything pleasurable happen from it. And maybe I'm just not wired for it. I don't know. But yeah, the, the motivation, like I said, was honestly, it wasn't like for a high or anything like that. It was like, well, yeah, I kind of want to know what the scoop is. And I feel like I still didn't get it, though. Like, I I need that thing that people like to know what the whole deal is with it. What I have apparently is a tiny minority because there's hardly anyone who uses pot and who goes, yeah, it's terrible. It sucks. You know, but but that's where I am. Yeah. So I want that to be the thing you said to the guy that was passing it to you, though. Let me see what the scoop is on this. <laughs> like, okay. Maybe I've just watched one too many Joe Rogan uh, documentaries, but I feel like we need to be doing acid. I feel like we need to see what that's all no, about. No, man. I, so I, I, love, I love Rogan. I hopped on. I, like, I listen to him so much, but when he starts talking about that spacey world could be a simulation, like we're all a droplet, I'm like, stop it. <laughs> stop. No, I know exactly no. what you mean. Like, he's I was entertaining. Like, I, res I respect but it. Mm-hmm. 
All that Sorry, shit with like, oh, mushrooms. Monkeys ate mushrooms, and that made us them us. And now, you know, this is science. And then he has like some crackpot on there who's like, yeah, I mean, it's like totally, <laughs> totally legit. Uh, and like Joe is like legitimately, you know, he's really, he wants to believe that stuff is true more than he actually believes it, I think. Like, I think so. he's intrigued by the idea of it because he seems like a smart dude, obviously. Mm-hmm. But just the way he's like, uh, they theorize that by panspermia, an asteroid with a mushroom on it landed, and then it started growing in cow shit, and monkeys ate out of cow shit, and it's like, dude, we're already six leaps down the rabbit hole, and none of this <laughs> means anything. It means yeah. that there were monkeys that were getting high. Can we still eat them to further improve our mental state? Because when people <laughs> eat them, they kind of just look like they're tripping out and not with reality at all. He, he, like, <laughs> he takes these psychedelics, and then he acts like he's having new... Th- well, he says he's having new thoughts, and he's expanding his brain, and he's thinking about the world in ways, and everyone should do this so that their brains can have experienced the stuff that his has, right? Like, we need these out-of-this-world crazy thoughts. But what I hear is out-of-this-world crazy thoughts, it, they seem to have no value to me. I don't know. I don't know if I know that when he talks about certain things, he, he talks about how people have heard him and that's why they want to try it. I don't know if he says I, I don't know if we should quote him saying that everyone should try it because I know that like my big thing is I will probably never do like a straight up hallucinogenic like acid because uh, I don't I don't want what's in here thrust out <laughs> into the world at all. <laughs> that seems like a bad day because uh, I don't know what will come out. I think because the, the craziest thing I've ever done, and it was like one time, was Molly. That's it, and that's essentially Adderall with a bigger smile. That's it. That sounds like a great time. <laughs> I mean, it's a fantastic time. It, it makes you feel like you could just have sex for twelve hours straight. But I, it's I one of those things I would never recommend. You can't. <laughs> in general I think, I think after a while I'm like I got stuff to do I'm 29 years old okay <laughs> I have a prescription for Adderall and if I have like a, a real work day ahead of me where I have to like be going from dusk till dawn I'll take 10 milligrams of Adderall to start the day and then 10 more around lunchtime and I'm just go 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 oh, version of me the, like the one pop, pop yeah. shots those are scary that's how you feel like you're having a heart attack I, really? doesn't my heart rate's a little bit faster, but it's not like blum 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 blum. It's nothing. Cra- it's nothing ever scary. I'm just like, it's time to work now. <laughs> like it's I remember, like, I because I, I've always had the like the time release, and it's like a no, a nice slow like. Oh, okay, I'm here. I'm more. I'm more in the moment. But two VidCons ago, uh, I ran out of my prescription because my like doctor was on some trip. I wasn't able to do anything, so my friend gave me his. But it was like the the one the one thing, and I just remember I was on a panel with the Fine Bros and like some guy I'd never heard from from Maker, and the entire time I was up there, I, I had taken a, a little extra right before I went on. I thought I was going to die in front of everyone, and it was the most terrifying experience of my what? life. Why was there some? What made you think you were gonna die? Because my well, because one like. If you take too much, then you just then you're it's essentially just like the biggest up one of the biggest legal uppers on the market. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden my heart's pumping. And then I hear this guy from Maker spouting this bullshit that I was getting so angry about because he was talking about how he could successfully market twenty thousand channels uh, at the same level, right? And it was just like there's so many small people that you're not getting to. And so I was like getting really worked up and but I was like Even trying to keep it inside. Your hands are clammy, probably. Oh You're yeah, just... And I, I'm just like, oh my god. And so I just let the fine bros ream them like they always do, very successfully. I, I've tried Adderall one day, and I didn't notice it. 
No? Yeah, you're just not affected by substances. <laughs> oh, like, maybe oh, you're like, maybe like Bruce Willis and Unbreakable. <laughs> <gasps> Have you ever been sick, Woody? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't stop coughing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really like Adderall. I, I um, I, I, I like to take it. Like I said, when there's a big work day ahead, and I feel so much more positively positive about the work that has to be done. It's like normally I'd be I'd feel like it was drudgery, like ah I gotta go out and I gotta dig fence pole holes and fence pole uh, holes and I've gotta put in all this stuff and I've gotta do this fencing and I've gotta build this structure and weld all this stuff up. It's like I don't want to do that, but then I'll take Adderall and like eat some cereal and I'm just like we're gonna work now. Oh, yeah. all the kinds of work. Yeah, let me get my tools. Let me get my tool belt. Like you just you just want to do stuff and I'm excited yeah. about what needs to be done and I like I, and I even want to do it well. So, I get uh, that naturally. Not not always the anticipation of work, like you described it, but the completion is like I, I get a big reward out of that. And my reward system works that way. I, if, heck, today I installed a bunch of light bulbs, and um, it seems like nothing, but it was eleven light bulbs, which is a good amount. And I had like fixtures to disassemble and reassemble. And when I was done, it was like, yeah. You know, I called my wife. Hey, I got all the light bulbs in. <laughs> you know, she's like, "That's great." Did you get the hallway? Yeah, I got the hallway. It was hard, <laughs> but it's perfect now. And you know, it, it was hard. I had to disassemble and whatever. Like I, there, I've done long-term tasks like woodworking and stuff that takes me three minutes, three but months to finish a piece, just because I know done, the high at the end. But see, with have you Adderall, ever done it with a, be even better? Have you ever done it with a resting heart rate of 140 people? <laughs> because <laughs> until not. you've done that, you've not been at peak, uh, peak performance, I promise you. Dude, my heart rate, I, I don't know if it's true anymore, but like when I was in college, incredibly high. Like, I, really? my, Yeah, I'd hit like 250. What? That's not, no, it didn't. You're not a <laughs> like, squirrel. Yeah, no, like it every, so every like, three minutes? It, it so what would happen is we'd train right like in swimming i was a collegiate swimmer and we train we train and then they'd ask people to like do their heartbeat a, i measured it myself oh they're like the, the, the way they say to do it is you take 220 and you subtract your age which would be about you know 200 for me is my maximum heart rate at the time but you'd measure it and and people wouldn't believe me so then they'd measure it themselves you know and these are other swimmers coaches people who know how to take a heart rate and then i've used the um you know the electric kind that like goes around your chest that's just a thing. My heart used to go fast. Were you were you like the the you big kid are on the Bruce swim Willis team from Unbroken? Was I what? Is, were you like the big kid on the swim team? Because if you're because if you're on the swim team, I imagine you're pretty in shape. Because usually yeah. people that are in shape have a lower resting. Yeah, I broke like records high school, college. Um, even as a freshman, I was the, like one of the leading point. Getters. Oh wait, yeah, four beats per second. Like, yeah, you are Bruce Willis. Yeah, I failed a. Uh, for the lifeguard thing, you know, they you take annual physicals. I failed it because my heart rate was too quick. They made me go and get like an EKG and stuff, and I had to get like a second doctor's it's opinion. It's couldn't possibly be this high. <laughs> I love how Kyle's face as you say this. He's like, no, it's not. Oh, no, I'm, still just not imagine, it? I'm just thinking to myself, is he a superhero? Yeah, no, because at this because, point we like, had like fellow athletes, coaches, electronic measuring devices, and doctors with electronic measuring I devices. I believe you. Yeah, I'm just wondering if you are in fact a superhero. No, I'm old now. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm nothing. So else. was Bruce Willis in Unbreakable. <laughs> yeah, but um, but that was always a thing. Like my heart went. Like I, I don't even know if it's healthy. Like to have it go quick like that. I think no. we need to shoot yeah. you in the arm just to be. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, that's like hamster speed. How long does a hamster Cause, live? Because, I mean, months? worst case scenario, you got a cool scar to brag about. 
Best case scenario, you turn out to be some sort of invincible Superman, and we can start marketing that. <laughs> this sounds like a horrible a lot idea. Of I'm gonna need to, I'm gonna need you for some worst. videos if you're bulletproof. <laughs> I mean, didn't Bruce Willis get hurt? I guess he's never even had only an injury. By, only by water. Yeah, his weakness was that he could not swim. <laughs> <laughs> he could be drowned. It beats the Green Lantern. What's his weakness? The color yellow. That's bullshit. No, god damn it. Color, the color yellow. yellow. What is it then? How, how close am I? He doesn't have any weaknesses. He's got the ring. As, as long as he doesn't uh, lose his, um, his, um, his focus, you know, his belief in himself. As long as he uh, hangs on to that. If, if, if self-doubt is how you beat the Green Lantern, you, uh, you make him think that he's done something bad, and he starts doubting himself, he starts doubting his powers, and then they literally diminish instead of figuratively diminishing. That's how you beat the Green Lantern. That's how Batman did it. So those superheroes, all those Lantern superheroes are just really, really self-conscious and easily swayed about themselves. They're, they're, and they're, oh, woe is me, I don't have all the power in the universe. No, oh, Batman had this whole elaborate plan for how to, how to do it to him. It was, it was hard. I know, true. Batman's plans were ridiculous. It was like, oh, what if Catwoman goes crazy? Oh, I'll shoot right. her in the head. What? All right. It's the seven dumbest weaknesses in comic book history. I didn't realize it, but the green, one of the Green Lantern's weaknesses is wood. <laughs> really? Yes, the Green Lantern didn't have much going for him in the way of coolness. The uniform was a pair of green parachute pants and a purple cape. Uh, but worst of all is weakness. Um... His powerful ring had no effect on wood. So then you scroll down a little bit. Yellow. Arguably dumber than the Green Lantern weakness to wood. It's a successive, successive Green Lantern weakness to the color yellow. Because of yellow impurity, the ring's central battery power. So there's nothing worse to him than like a festive Arbor Day parade. It's the color of sunshine. It makes his defenses useless. I, against slipping on a banana peel and being peed on. <laughs> See, I don't know where you're reading this from, but it doesn't sound like they're taking the DC universe very seriously at all. And I don't like it. I do know that like the color yellow was like like the green lanterns were the there it was like good and evil or something like that, but like the yellow was like um like hate or anger or something like that. One of the green lanterns went over to that side and he turned yellow. But I don't like remember chaos or something. <coughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. But yeah, that that was. I don't know. Green Lantern's kind of. I like that you could just be weak to a color. Mm. The color. That, it just doesn't make sense. I don't remember. No. Yellow. Yeah. My only weakness. <laughs> other than wood. <laughs> two very, very common things, right? Like, Superman was weak to kryptonite, and that wasn't, you know, an everyday problem he ran into. But, Make uh, that banana tree bombs! Run for it! <laughs> banana trees! Holy smokes! <laughs> You're really getting him. The number two pencil takes him out. It's oh, over. <laughs> There's another good one. Uh, I mean, what's, what's the... What's, I can't get through the site because, once again, all this spamware. What's the number one dumbest weakness? Oh. Being made of glass. Someone's made of glass? I guess uh. the weakness is to be made of glass. I'm going and being made of glass. Prism is a member of the Marauders, an evil mutant assassination squad. His mutant powers, he's able to absorb light and shoot it out in beams. Basically the most generic mutant power you can come up with. All this power comes at a price. He's made of glass. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Damn it. That's, uh, 
That's he was mean. defeated by a guy named Larry who happened to have a hammer. <laughs> I'm looking for... Trying to get to page two of this article, but um, the spamware keeps taking me to RussianBrides.com. <laughs> wow. Gene Gray threw him into, yeah, someone threw him into a wall and he shattered, which was pretty much inevitable. But the tragedy is he was subsequently brought back to life and then shattered again. And then he was brought back to life. And guess what? Shattered again. Yeah, I would say that's how every story ends that he's in. Yeah, they, 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 he's been shattered many times. He's made of glass. That's a stupid weakness. I'm looking wow. forward to this barrage of superhero films that's kicking off very soon with the Age of Ultron coming and then Ant-Man, uh, which I think is just... They better start marketing it better or they're yeah, going to have... Ant-Man looks rough. It doesn't look like it's going to be a winner, but then a lot of people didn't think Guardians of the Galaxy uh, was going to be either, but I don't, I don't know if it's going to be a, another Guardians. It's, it's really focusing on... Um, uh, what's his name? Um, Tim Rudd or something like that. Oh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, yeah. Uh, I'm all about the westerns, man. My my subs have heard it before, but that's what I want to come back. I want westerns to come back. I yeah. make up. He's stories. tired of superhero movies. He wants oh, westerns. Oh no, we got the, oh, the no. video thing. So click the video again, and it should come back. Yeah. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah, he he's 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 had. Oh it with, no, uh, I need uh, Skype yeah. Premium. It just says that. I think if you click close, it'll. I Give see you. you. You're a little dim, oh, but you see I think me? that'll return. Yeah, I'm a little dim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no I, judging. Wait, he's had it with the superhero thing. He wants like some re rejuvenation of the Western genre. Well, I'm trying to think. What, when was the last time you had anything close to that? Django. Maybe. I mean, well, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Django was totally a Western. Yeah. I think it's just I think of it as a revenge story first. Yeah. But yeah no, it totally is. Yeah. Um, um, there was um, uh, what was it, Appaloosa? That wasn't that long ago. I haven't seen that. Oh, that's pretty good. It's got Viggo Mortensen. Um, well, I can't remember Ed Harris and um, and um, Bridget Jones J Diary. What's her name? Oh, I was like what? Uh, Renee Zellweger. Yeah, she's in there before before that. I mean, who? What? Have you seen her <laughs> post plastic surgery? Yeah, she looks normal now. She looks yeah. normal now. It's it's a big difference. She she it doesn't was, look like the same person to me. No, I mean she she well because she came out and she looked kind of crazy for a second, <laughs> and and then uh yeah and then she just did her hair different. Oh wait, there we go. I'm yeah. I'm the right color now. Yeah, I can't see Woody though. That's a thing. You guys all know that uh, maybe Felicity doesn't, but when the camera goes away, X Split takes it. So uh, for the rest of the show, which is a few more minutes. Uh, I, here's how I think we should end the show, the show, and we should probably do it soon. So, Taylor's not back yet, I don't think, but he has to be up in like four hours for work. So, I think that when he gets back, we That's should be early like, for a stripper, but go on. When he gets back, we'll say <laughs> that we're going to extend the show. Let's do two more hours. All right, guys, two more hours yeah. and just, just to fuck with him. <laughs> I'm down. You'll be able to see the pain in his eyes. Just look for it. <laughs> <laughs> we have to get his camera back first. Hey, I've got a question. Another AMA. This might mm -hmm. be the last one. Who knows? Five years from now, where do you think you'll be and what do you think you'll be doing for the whole mm. crew? I don't know. I think I know, but I don't want to say just yet because I, I have a, a secret plan that, that, that's in action right now that I don't want to talk Ooh, about yet. I have a lame joke. Oh, Five years it. from now, what do I have, 2020 vision? <laughs> it's 2015. I get it. Um. I got it. <laughs> 
it was just all the jokes are guaranteed just to be save bad. those for PKN. No I, I, I just turned my head like a confused dog. I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> man, I don't know. I think. Uh, well, I'll contractually be doing the same thing for three years, and then I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna still be in California. I kind of want. Where would move. you go if not Cali? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if I stayed. Maybe Utah. There's been a lot of talk of if I would move to Park City. I, every time I go there, it's like it's gorgeous. I could still do a lot. I mean, the whole like initial awesome thing about this job was I could do it anywhere, and then I made it into this thing that was you know super successful. And then I sold it, and I kind of locked myself in one place for five years. So I think after three years from now, uh, I think I'd kind of want to move. Maybe Park City though, Utah. Hmm. I think I would like to live in Texas. I, okay. I think I, I, think I want to try Texas because I've been going out there and vi- I, I visited Texas maybe four occasions and done very different things every time. Always something with guns and the wilderness, but different stuff every time and different people. And I kind of like the people there, uh, most of them anyway. They all seem to be really fun and, and like to have a good time. And there's just so much open space that you can be really silly out there. So if you want to chase armadillos on ATVs, you can do it. Or if you want to shoot a tank or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I think Texas would be fun, somewhere around Austin. Yeah, Taylor, the, uh, the question is, where do you see yourself in uh, five years? Five years, ooh. Right, that's that question. Ooh. 2020 that vision. Oh, God. Yeah, I'll have gotten LASIK, so I will have 2020 vision. It'll be 2020, get it? Yes, so I, I got it. <laughs> yeah. I just chose not to acknowledge and take it a different route. <laughs> I, I, I was just like, yeah, we know. It's we a good it. joke. <laughs> I honestly, I, I have no idea, no idea what I will, I'll be doing in five years. Maybe, maybe I'll have won the lottery. I haven't even played the lottery. I've never gambled. That's what I need to do in the next five years. Go to Ooh, Vegas. Or go yeah, to yeah, man. That'll, that'll be good. Never done that. Love gambling. That sucks. When Come they, on, I hate it so much. Oh man, you there's try to nothing. get me to play poker all the time. Poker's not gambling. If you gamble <laughs> on it, it is. No, it's no, it's not. It's not. It's there's. It a, is the way I play it. I don't, yeah, I don't play poker because I can't lie to people that close to my face. <laughs> I just take Kyle's money. That's how I play. Oh. I would love to play you. You've played me. How many times have Get I cleaned you out? Takati beer game. And in, a ga- in the other game, you got mad because I rebought in a couple times. Well, I cleaned and- you out so many times that I didn't want to play anymore and just kept going all in until and sweet I- relief. Until I had all the money. Because I went all, I mean, you got all the money in like one hand. This is all in, all in, That's all in. I, it's punishingly boring to yeah, play I, poker with someone who's really, really into it. Yeah. And you're not. I don't know. I love, like, if I go to Vegas, I go to, I go play blackjack. And uh, if you will, like, I think it's called progressive negative. I just go in with a really large pl- uh, pot uh, of money and I just, I play the minimum. And then if I lose, I double it. If I lose, I double it. Uh, and it's just about, it's just like you're just essentially playing depending on what the maximum at the table is that you're not going to lose nine hands in a row, mm-hmm. which I've seen happen to my <laughs> poor buddy Richard. Uh, <laughs> but but luckily, it's I not looked into to that me. strategy. Like it, I didn't think about the maximum when I first started looking into it. And I was like, why yeah. is it that the whole thing where you double your money until you, you know, like you just all right, you lose five bucks, you bet ten. You lose ten bucks, you bet twenty. Keep doing that. And then go back to the five bucks again, right? And oh, so yeah. You, so you keep the five every time you win, but every time you lose, you just get back to even in your set. 
there's yeah sort of two yeah. concepts that crush it one that phil mentioned is the table max right like eventually you'll lose six hands in a row or nine hands in a row whatever that is and you won't be able to, to do it anymore that combines with the other factor that is um you win small and you lose huge Yes, and you know, like it, it make it roulette because that's simpler. But yeah, like eventually, if you watch the roulette, a lot of tables have like how many like reds in a row or blacks in a row you hit. You eventually do see like six in a row. Like if you watch that sign, there'll be six, there'll be oh, nine yeah. blacks in a row. It happens, and then all those little five dollar victories you had, like a month's worth, get wiped out the one time that you've doubled ten times. Yeah, the, the main thing with gambling in general, whether it's you're going progressive negative or anything else, never bet anything that will actually hurt you, right? Always be able to walk away like, this is my gambling money. And yeah, if you're doing progressive negative, it's because you're going to sit down at a table for two, three hours um, because you, you want that rush. Um, but yeah, and you also, you do need to sit at a table with a high maximum because uh, uh, there are places that, like my, my ideal table is 25 men, uh, five to I think I I think I saw one table that was ten thousand, but usually it's five thousand max. Um, and at some points you will you will end up with a five thousand dollar hand, and it's the most terrifying thing. <laughs> and that's the rush. I am yeah. um, I'm trying to accumulate cash because uh, <clears throat> it gives me two options. One is that um, that you can just retire off that or something. You know that that would be one way to go. You know, make those gains or whatever. Um, the other is if I want to start a new business, there's a lot of options open to you when you have cash that aren't like, you know, one thing I've talked to my wife lately about is like, you know what? I'm not happy with the movie theater selections near our new house. Maybe there's an opportunity there. But, mm. you know, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, opening a movie theater isn't really on the in the cards for you. But if, Woody, you, if you if you buy a movie <clears throat> theater, I will legit come live in your guest house. um but you know that that was the thought i was i started looking into like movie franchises and how much it takes to start up at and you know a lot of these franchises they like look at your net worth like if you want to start up a gas station i looked at this a while ago you had to be you had to have like a net worth of 400 grand with 250 liquid or something like that and i was like oh that's a lot of money to start up a gas station i didn't realize all these people had they were worth half a million dollars or better who own them but um yeah if you have cash, then your next business idea can be, you know, a reality and not just a dream. So that's that's what I've got in my head. So what do you think? Like two more hours here? Yeah, I, I feel like we're flowing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like, like I, I don't know. I'm, I'm digging it. It's cool. Mm. All right. Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Taylor. I think we should call the show there. I think it was very good. <laughs> yeah. Was. yeah. There was right. some pain in Taylor's eyes. You know, let's just keep it rolling. People love the yeah. four-hour podcast. They listen to the whole thing every mm. week, and there's no drop-off in quality. I love it. Uh, I thought the second <laughs> half was stronger than the first. No, they were both good this week, but that's because yeah. Phil over here is a internet legend. Lots I of <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate All right, that's it. Now no, man, I like I like doing it. I uh, I, I think whenever I listen to the PK, PKA podcast, I uh, I'm, I feel like I'm quieter than a lot of the uh, the other guests. But it's just because I, I enjoy listening. 
Also, because I know nothing about fucking Game of Thrones. <laughs> you fucking cunts. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I need to do that, but... Did but you know anything about fucking chickens? No, we talked about that. We're all on, man. Yeah, we're all obsessed with it right now. Yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> I really am into that story. and I think it's my favorite story now, like of all time. I really like uh, Game of Thrones. It's top notch. Kyle's it's burned into my head with this, like, Woody, that's storytelling. Whereas I just really want to know what happens next. And I don't want to obsess over every foothold of John. I got to the part where Jon Snow walks on the mountain. Holy That's fuck. so many parts. <laughs> <laughs> He's hammering spikes into this wall, <clears throat> felt-covered hammer, following this guy called Stone Snake, uh, like up this mountain, so they can kill the wildling watchmen who are up at the top of it. At, and at the part I'm in, he's climbing a mountain or walking on it, and he's keeping his face next to the rock as if it was his mother's breast and he was suckling or something like that. And I'm like, oh, I guess this is storytelling. <laughs> I wish I could fast forward. <sighs> if it were a book, I'd just, I'd like flip ahead. Still talking about mountain climbing? All right, cool. Didn't need I like that. It. I like every word of it. I don't care how verbose it gets. Uh, it's going to be care. on the test. Like, I like it. I, I don't care how. I like it when he describes the meals and the grease dripping from characters' fingers and them licking the grease and the and the you know the way the meat tastes and that it's a thin bird that they're eating and the rotten cabbage had worms crawling in it and the smell was repugnant and they, he goes on to a great extent sometimes explaining every time, uh, you know, painting the the scene you know so that you know where the, all of this is happening and it's kind of important if the stable hasn't been mucked out. And it, it's important to know there's these big black swollen flies. And, it, and I need to know what kind of horses they are, whether it's an old brown plow horse or a, a war horse or a, a gearing or something. I like all that. I like the storytelling and the character development, which goes on to no end. I wonder <laughs> how many, how many like, franchises there are that would probably be better served, like I feel like Game of Thrones is, with a series rather than a movie. Oh, all you know? of them, perhaps. I, I think a lot of stories lend themselves more to an episodic uh, storytelling mm -hmm. format rather than let's get this done in two hours or maybe we get, you know, six yeah. hours and do a trilogy. Dude, TV shows are the new movies now. Like, that's, yeah. it's exciting to me that, like, something like Game of Thrones, they, The Hobbit, they did a trilogy. And at the time, that was kind of, I'm not, not The Hobbit, I ruined it. Lord, Lord of, the of the Rings, Rings, they did a trilogy. And at the time, that was, like, a cool thing. Like, oh, they're doing mm -hmm. three whole movies. They're even three long movies. That's a big deal. But Breaking Bad, for example, like, if that was a movie trilogy, not enough. You know, yeah, you want to really tell that story, you do six seasons of TV. And, but and holy they, shit, did they did they stretch The Hobbit? Yeah, like, that, that, wow. I, I didn't mean to say The Hobbit. <laughs> they were really I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed that book, but um, that it, the movie, I didn't even watch the third one. I haven't liked the second Hunger Games movie. I, I don't. I haven't read the book, so I don't know Wait, if there's how to mean draw the, the last one or the second one. This they're the set both the same, right? There's no. There was uh, there was the third one, and then they're gonna have oh, the. Uh, there's a third one now? Yeah, there was a there was know, Hunger Games. The and, first. Yeah, there was the first one, then there's the second one. Uh, then, yeah, then they split the... They did that thing where they split oh, the third okay. one. Oh, okay, so there's going to be four total Hunger Game movies. Yeah, and it's just the third one, <laughs> it just didn't need it. It just didn't need to be split. It's the worst of the you. three books. I don't know. I read the books on Hunger Games. I don't know. I, I started reading so much young adult stuff after reading uh, like everything John Green wrote. Because I was like, oh, these are interesting and they're super easy. I can do this in a day. Dude, John Green is so successful. 
Yeah. Like, I didn't realize all the stuff he did. Like his his YouTube channel is great. I got into him at Crash Course. And I was like, oh, he's Vlogbrothers? And I started watching that stuff, which is a lot like Crash Course, actually. And then I found out he wrote A Fault in Our Stars. And then I can't name the other stuff, but I feel like other things have popped up here and there. And I'm like, Jesus, this guy's like a media mogul. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. He... He is looking for Alaska, uh, an abundance of Catherines. Uh, they just they just launched a trailer for Paper Towns, one of his other books. Like he's, I don't know. Both of the brothers actually are fantastic. John's a great author, and Hank uh, is fantastic with everything he's done as well. I mean, and you guys know they're behind like VidCon and stuff, or were behind VidCon and stuff. They're they're amazing. Like yeah, I, amazing. I, like at first, I, I just like the their videos, and then I found out all the other like massively successful stuff they do, and it was just like, oh. I keep wanting to shut up though because I see Taylor hating us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Fans, Sorry. do you like it? Do you look, look at how loathful Taylor is right now? Are he we still recording? Uh huh. Oh God, I thought we cut. Oh. See, <sighs> I thought we were done. We didn't. We didn't God, look at Taylor. Looks so mad. I'm not mad. Be mad. I'm just. I'm. I'm tired. I'm, I'm I was like, I'm surprised. Taylor's sticking around. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing. I'm seeing the. Uh, I. I thought at first yeah. it was anger, like his eyes coming down, but it's just general sleepiness. It is. Yeah, <laughs> it is exhaustion on a level that people don't experience commonly. No, I'm, I'm sleepy, but by all means, let's let's drag it out. <laughs> <laughs> the nine people who are still listening to this. <laughs> All right, all right. Uh, that was PKA episode 222. Holy smokes. Uh, buy Crunchyroll. Buy it. Get it every month. They're fucking amazing. Um, if you like anime, then you can't do it without Crunchyroll. Bye, exactly. everyone.